that you're cursed now? Like what the, well, I don't even know I, what's going well, on. Dude. Okay. So like, all right. So I found this like weird eccentric guy while I was serving. I kind of like was ignoring him. He was off doing his own thing over in the corner of the woods. He was bearing something. So anyways, I saw, I seen him, I spotted him. I was like, oh shit. Well, I'm going to go see what, what he, the fuck he's bearing there. I don't know. It could be anything. Cash could be anything. Could be a body. Like really, I, I had to check it out. So I we oh, waited for him to leave. He left the area, went over, and we started digging, and it was like an ancient Aztec statue. But here's what? the no thing. Way. Oh, as soon but as soon as so I took it, obviously. I mean, I wasn't gonna leave something amazing like that behind, but as soon as I took it, like all kinds of bad luck started happening. We flat tire on the truck, bring in I mean that could happen. Come on, right? Well, then I got out, changed the tire, left the left the lights on, and the batteries drained while I was changing the tire. Uh, then we were getting we we're getting in the truck, and it got sideswiped, fucking by a maniac going down the highway. Like, it, like, it, like it was just like everything was going wrong. Like, it, like I'm telling you, the fucking thing is cursed. It's fucking possessed. I mean, do you track all of your negative stuff basically to that statue? Like, did you? Well, have- it's pretty much then. It's pretty yeah. It's pretty much then. I mean, how did an Aztec statue, first of all, so we're saying it's an Aztec statue. How the fuck did you get an Aztec statue in the middle of Canada? Well, obviously, this is some rare art collector that realized it was cursed and decided that he did not want the uh, pain that this was inflicting on his life anymore. And he decided to just either leave it for me to in the find or, of the, man, alive. Do you think it I worked? Know. I mean, like, can you imagine that? So, uh, Man, do you think he, like, discovered, do you think it was, like, an, a Canadian archaeologist or something he discovered, like, a cursed statue in the amazon then like probably he was cursing his life for like 20 Canada. years yeah. right and like maybe i don't even know like everyone he knows like i don't know everybody like left him or sick and dead or something or exactly. i don't even know like maybe they don't like him anymore and he's like oh my god why and then finally buries the freaking statuette i grew some what's going on i realized that we're we're live now uh, i don't know what you guys are talking about i'm talking about indiana jones indiana jones and the temple of the lost ark temple i think that's doom. what we're talking about that's what it is temple of doom ladies and gentlemen we're talking about uh, that's definitely what we're talking about we're not talking about anything else i don't know what you're talking about because we're definitely talking about indiana jones and the temple of doom uh what's up guerrero cheers buddy zigzaddy zigzaddy in the house i'm always saying your name wrong uh i grew some cheers buddy uh, we never killed kenny what's going on my friend uh, jones and two grow coon word cheers buddy Shen, uh, Stony Creek, welcome everybody. Uh, join me, folks, in switching to uh, live chat if you would. That's the far uh, superior experience, less filtered, and the comments come in in the order that they were received. On and on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, what was I going to say? If you guys are over the age of 21, for example, if you are 23, 24, 25, 78, 129, whatever age you might be, perhaps you're a snapping turtle and you're in a great advanced age of 198, you're welcome. You're welcome to to hang out here. We'd like to hear about your snapping turtle stuff. Uh, that'd be pretty cool, right, West Engine? I mean, wouldn't you like to know how a snapping turtle thinks and has gotten through this life? I, mean, I, I definitely would. Uh, pardon me for just a moment. Yeah, man, I'd love to have a snapping turtle or two. Right? Uh, Except that they're not very friendly. They're they're apparently, like, very curmudgeonly. uh, I would use them as guts. Yeah, man. Along with an alligator to protect my stash. I like that, actually. Yeah, nobody's going to fuck with you if you have an alligator and slapping, slapping, slapping turtles. Okay, we're going to train the snapping <laughs> turtles, turtles to slap would you. Fucking awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, you think it's going to snap you, but then it just... 
Like that would be the last thing that you would expect. You would be I, so surprised. Have to be named Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello. I, I mean, like they're it. pretty much like Ninja it. Turtles. I mean, I like like, come on, like, dude. They'd have to be because snapping turtles kind of hang out on the ground, so they'd have to like jump up and stuff. Maybe they could be drop turtles. They drop could be turtles. like turtles that yeah. fly from the Swamp ceiling bats. and slap, like snap you, like snap and slap you. So what as they're they, falling. Yeah. But the floor, because I don't want them they to get injured. Glide. They have to have they little parachutes. Actually, yeah, they had webbing between their legs so they could glide. Like so they're like gliding, it. flying turtles. What snap. about parachutes on the turtle shells, though? Like, what if, what if just the turtles fall slowly? Solid. That'd be pretty that, ominous, that is, right? You could light up be. the parachutes all red, it'd be all ominous, like, and then music too, like da 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 da, falling, yep. snapping turtles, and then you'd be so disoriented. Well, Holy you cow, start, you'd be so you should probably friend. start every war with a bunch of falling, snapping turtles. I mean, it's pretty much drop the turtles. perfect weapon. We're yeah. calling them drop turtles <laughs> from now on. Just like drop bears, we're calling them drop turtles. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Uh, uh, this kind of inanity and goofiness is uh, what you are here to expect. If you're not here to expect this, or if you didn't expect this, I don't know, perhaps go watch something else. I don't know. It's, it's, there's still time in the day. Uh, if you are under the age of 21, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, honestly, get the fuck out. Uh, West Engine, I, I, I stole the thunder from you, I realized just now. West Engine Smash, what do you guys think? What do you guys like to tell the, the boys and girls now that I was the bad guy? Like, oh, get the fuck out. What do you guys like to tell them? Come on. Yeah, you want me to do it? All right. Check your toys and get all. You can't be here if you're not 21. Like Get out. That, ladies and gentlemen, do it. Now it's just us, uh, ladies and gentlemen, instead of uh, boys and girls. Come and take a look at my website, folks. If you wouldn't mind, uh, briefly, uh, if you do, go to my website. The website is fumidoro.com, F-U-M-I-D-O-R-O.com. You can also type fumesofgold.com. It literally redirects to the same place. Or uh, fumidoroseedco.com also goes to the same place. If you go there and click that little Instagram linky thingy, uh, it'll take you right to my fumidor underscore chupidor uh, Instagram, uh, where, uh, man, honestly, I've been lagging. Uh, I have to be honest, but uh, we'll get back to it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, crazy stuff I've been uh, preparing for. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys will enjoy some of the content. I hope I'll get uh, a little bit more active in it. But anyway, that's my main account. I hope you guys will follow it. Uh, if you don't mind, also uh, go take a look at uh, Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. As I said, I've been way behind on that the posting of the freaking contest stuff. But I promise everybody I'm going to get back on that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, join. Great way to get free seeds, uh, accolades from your friends. Honestly, just have fun and, and uh, improve your photo skills. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're having a, a, a fun photo contest. It's been going on for, I don't even know now, over a year or something like that. Uh, but it's, you know, again, all all in fun and, and, and goof off. Nobody's supposed to get butthurt about it, stuff like that. I hope nobody gets butthurt about it. But uh, uh, if you do, hopefully you guys will win next month or whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, ladies and gentlemen, follow Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. Hit me up with a new post. Uh, tag me at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. And for redundancy's sake, please uh, use the pound sign uh, Fumi's Photo Contest, or if that doesn't work, Fumi's Contest. And uh, uh, then, of course, if I don't end up posting it or reposting it, yell at me vociferously, or at least nicely. Yell at me in some way. What was I going to say? Oh, I didn't have to stop sharing that. I could have just honestly gone to the other page. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, watch me. Oh, see, this is annoying. Watch me close this page and go to that one, or just even avoid closing it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and, well, no, boys and girls, they're all fucked on, uh, they're gone now. Uh, snapping turtles. Ladies and gentlemen, and snapping turtles that are in the house, yep. take a look at uh, fumidoro.com. 
Take a look, if you would, at uh, my contact page. If you'd like to join our Discord, we have lots of fun over there. Smash is in there basically all the time. Uh, uh, Dabin, uh, D's in there all the time. Who else? Uh, Weston, well, Weston isn't there that often, honestly. But uh, you're I'm welcome to join us. He's there in spirit. That's exactly right. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to uh, join us and goof off there and uh, have some fun. You know, just stop by. You don't have to, you don't have to how do I say this? You don't have to be a... a uh, fly on the wall or whatever, or you could be a fly on the wall. Frankly, you can just stop in, just kind of say hello, see what's going on. Welcome to join us over at Discord. Comments, questions, concerns, funny jokes, uh, pictures about your mama. Fumador at chronictable.com right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's the best way to reach me. Fumador at chronictable.com. Uh, show guest ideas, uh, questions about the genetics, you name it. Fumador at chronictable.com. Subscribe right here, uh, the link, uh, youtube.com, blah, 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 for Fumador and the Flavors right there. If you guys are listening to this show for whatever reason, if you're listening to it on the, on the podcast, whatever, and you'd like to join us live, uh, the link for the YouTube is right there on the contact page. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at, uh, I don't know what I'm increasingly trying to call the first generation. I hope there will be many more generations, but uh, at least this is the first generation of uh, Fumadoro uh, uh, seeds, long story short. Uh, there's uh, three little package deals right here at the top, basically, if you'd like to save a little bit of money. Everybody likes to, I think, save a little bit of money. If you'd like to go to individual genetics, they're right down here. Lime River Rose, for example. West Engines uh, grown at Steelbird. A bunch of folks have yeah, grown right. it. You can uh, pick up, uh, uh, if you scroll down here a little bit, you can pick up 10 packs or 5 packs, honestly. Uh, 10 packs, uh, actually both of them come with freebies. Uh, 10 packs come with bigger freebies of Silago the Bat. As Smash said, hopefully in the future there will be some other uh, freebies, but uh, for the moment still, it's Silago uh, the Bat. You get some uh, uh, vigorous strawberry turps off of that one. This Lime River Rose, I think, has been a, a, a real success. Right there. Oh, right on. Holy <laughs> shit. Cheers, dude. Looking forward to hearing what you say. Uh, and of course, then he smokes and be like, oh my God, poisonous. Probably not. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, take a look at... Uh, make you well high. Make you well fucking high. Make you well yeah, stoned. Actually, this one will make you well stoned. Actually, it's really good day smoke, actually. Is it's, it? uh, like, it's high, it's uplifting, but it doesn't make you too stupid, so I actually kind of cool. like it. Right yeah, on. It's really good for, good for, you know, if you were to do it at partake at work, I obviously don't. Never Clearly, do no one would ever. That's yeah. They I, would just be no surveys. Surveys can't do that. Just doesn't obviously, surveys don't do that. No, 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 never, never, never. I mean, not. you know, while you're adjacent to grizzly bears and the fucking wild walking through the trees, and you know nobody's around, you why would you do that, right? Why would you do that? That's that. that exactly. Yeah, I mean, no one would ever. You foolish Foolishly, just like ever getting these genetic preservation kits wet or dirty, that would be foolish, uh, uh, unless, for example, you accidentally happen to unless live in you a want place to see where. Magic uh, unless you want to see magic happen, and you uh, happen to live in a place where uh, uh, that magic is allowed to exist, and then you know, accidentally, you might, you know, something might happen. Accidents do happen in life. But obviously, you should never uh, get these things uh, wet or dirty. Clearly, 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 ladies and gentlemen. But Magic if, if happens you were, everywhere. Every once in a while, you know, David Copperfield and stuff. I don't even know. Uh, Harry Potter. I mean, you're a wizard, Harry, right? Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at uh, uh, Morgana. She's not a wizard, but she is a witch. Take a look. Uh, uh, this is one of my favorite. Uh, let me think here. Is this actually the same? Is this the same as this one? I think it is actually the same as this one, which is basically my favorite phenotype of Morgana. A uh, little bit. She's basically the only slightly finicky phenotype that I found of Morgana. So that's kind of bad news for me. Uh, but would you know the, the, the turp profile on her? Oh, my freaking God. This one, basically all the cool Morgana spiced wine and whatever that you find a lot of times. But gardenias galore, basically. This crazy, crazy, but very, 
like not grandma floral, basically like beautiful flower shop floral. It's really, really pleasant to smoke, really elegant, really freaking fine. This one, on the other hand, uh, uh, is a smoky cherry. Honestly, like a smoky cherry wine, not gassy, but smoky, like a campfire smoky. Weird, right? Uh, berry on this one. This was basically just like a very berry wine. This one was actually very, just straight up very berry. So this one is essentially just like a, like a, like a frozen yogurt very berry or something. You know, one of those kinds of things. Anyway, I've really enjoyed uh, work on it myself. I think you guys will enjoy it. She's been grown outdoors, indoors. That was like halfway through flower right there, honestly. Uh, that was even also still like halfway through flower. In fact, this grow right here, the gentleman uh, uh, finished it and uh, she survived PM. She survived mold in Michigan. And not only that, but evidently, I think this Morgana actually was the closest phenotype so far that I've heard of to this one. Uh, because the description from uh, evidently uh, uh, the gentleman that grew it and his wife was this uh, sultry floral uh, uh, wine that apparently was very bewitching. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want something bewitching, no better than Morgana than, than the Witch. That's the first edition right there. Take a look also at Black Prince Ruby. You guys are going to hear quite a bit more from Black Prince Ruby in the, the near and hopefully distant future. Lots and lots of strawberry turps out there. So this is basically a, an F2, uh, you could call it, of uh, uh, my friend Ruby or my friend Stevie's Ruby Jack that you guys, uh, many of you have heard me talk about. Uh, that one's from uh, some nice old school weed. There's NL5 in it, Shiskaberry and uh, uh, Jack Herrera and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I distilled what I thought was some of the really most delightful elements of uh, an already delightful strain. Honestly, Ruby Jack was, was really pleasant. Uh, I liked all the phenotypes and so on, but there were some that I liked more. What can I tell you? The, the mom to this one was strawberry candy for days with uh, one of the cleanest and clearest Ruby Jack highs, which is this, uh, as Wes was saying, actually even more so probably that uh, uplifting daytime happiness enhancing weed uh, with still a medicinal kind of a, a, I call it a cold shower down your back. Just this really refreshing uh, relaxation wave down your back, down your uh, fingers and toes, all the way into your tips of your fingers and toes. Freaking a uh, great feeling, honestly. Uh, I think I've pulled it off. I think I pulled it off with the color too, with this Black Prince Ruby. This is basically Ruby Jack by Ruby Jack, right? So uh, a little bit easier to uh, nail in terps when you do that, or nail in uh, 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 features when you do that. This one right here is uh, uh, Thousand One Nights, if it'll finally click. There we go. Uh, this is a sister, basically, to the, the Black Prince Ruby. You could call this one a BX because basically it's crossed to the mom, to this one. Uh, the dad was crossed to the mom, again to the mom, and then finally again to this one for this cross. So basically you could call it, honestly, you might even be able to call it a double BX, but whatever. Uh, it's an in-cross of Ruby Jack. Uh, I think you're going to hear a lot more from this one because, uh, uh, like I said, uh, I was already pretty happy with the strain. I, I wanted there to be more, I guess I'm showing the, the purple mom. I wanted there to be more color. Honestly, I've found mostly green phenotypes in the Thousand One Nights so far. But at first I found all of these, like this one right here was this citrus chewing gum. Really a delightful, greasy citrus chewing gum. It was a super nice high, really confusing. Like I'd smoke it, I'd be like, I, I forgot where I was for a second. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit. It wasn't like hallucination weed, but it was by far the most confusion effect of any of the confusion effects, like Morgana, whatever. Like, oh, what was I talking about? A thousand one nights had it in spades. Uh, what was I going to say? But for whatever reason, I wasn't pulling out uh, grapefruit terps. I kept pulling out chewing gum, chewing gum, chewing gum, chewing gum. Now, granted, I didn't have a chance to do too many of these, but even still, lately, I've pulled out the opposite. No chewing gum and all basically grapefruit, uh, uh, horseradish. I don't know what to tell you. You know, like I've, I've been joking, like I pulled out the left-hand side of the pack and now the right-hand side of the pack. I don't know what to tell you, but anyway. 
you're going to hear a lot more because I was really looking forward to actually that kind of horseradishy grapefruit. I know that it sounds bizarre. Like, what are you talking about horseradish grapefruit? But trust me when I say it's good shit. Uh, well, you don't have to trust me. You can buy some and grow it. I agree that's it. Try it for yourself, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't, uh, if you're not, uh, if you don't like trust falls, if you just like to learn for yourself, do it, ladies and gentlemen. You get some nice, pretty flowers. Like I said, a freebie, Silago, the bat right there. Uh, the only way to get it, honestly, is a freebie. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at the photos and stuff. And if you, for whatever reason, would like to save a little bit of cash, ch- uh, use the coupon code ERMAGERD or BRAINS. You could use either one, ERMAGERD or BRAINS for 14% off. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, hope you guys check it out. In the meantime, uh, what's going on, gentlemen? What's going on, uh, Wes? Uh, go for it, Wes. What's what's new, man? What's uh, how's the garden? What's uh, what's good work? Doing good. I I mean, I don't have much going on there. I had to kill half my crop because you know it's Herman, so I mean, <laughs> so they had to die. But um, so a bunch of seeds coming up from replacement, and uh, I know some Mendo Bendo by Ethos flower, and it looks it actually looks beautiful. I should probably take some pictures of it and put it up. Uh, it's a nice looking plant. They're uh, some of the biggest stalks I've ever seen on uh, on plants. Like like literally just massive capillaries pulling the water up. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, the really really big plants seem seem very heavy heavy indica. Um, but look look really good. I really like the structure on them. They seem to uh, they're turning a lot of purple. But uh, yeah, no everything everything's good there. Otherwise. How about you, Smash? How's things going in your garden? <clears throat> I actually cut down a plant yesterday. Oh, oh yeah, right man. Uh-huh. I missed that one. Oh, just said uh, right on. What'd you cut? Uh, it was one of the Gorilla Cookies. Uh, I was going to let it go a little bit longer, but I figured let's take it down. I mean, it was... That leaves were dying like off rapidly at this point. It, it was ready to come out, come down. You know, oh, Spartan too. Yeah, yeah, long time no see. Yeah, been a minute. Oh, wait, oops. Hey, yeah, I got spotlighted. spotlighted. You. I was trying to, I was trying to make you uh co host. For some reason, I spotlighted you. That's kind of weird. There we go. I clicked the wrong button. That's what she said. What's going on, Spartan? Long time no see, man. Uh, welcome folks in the chat, by the way, Nico, Ginger's in the house. Cheers, Ginger. Uh, who else in here? Brady. What's going on? You're a mailman. Cheers, buddy. Uh, T-Ben. Cheers, buddy. What's new, Spartan? Not a whole lot. What's up with you guys? Not much, man. We're just okay. giving off here. We're, uh, honestly getting ready to, uh, pop up a, a pale ale. In fact, I forgot to mention, I'm, I'm about to Hood River, Oregon from, uh, from Hood River, Oregon. Freem. You guys have heard me drink these guys before. Normally from a bottle though, just kind of funny. So now I'm going to have a can of it. But how's the garden, man? How's uh, how's life? How's the garden? How's everything? My my garden. That funny funny thing. We'll start. We'll start with my my mistakes, right? So I got a new veg light and threw a veg light in my bedroom, and somehow must have bumped my timer because no, I didn't know until I know. I mean couple weeks later, I know I'm starting to see pistols on everything in my fucking veg. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I realized, oh, everything is flowering because this thing is fucking on 12-12. So I have now everything in my veg is re-vegging. So my flower room is empty. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a positive out of, out of it. And I've uh, ripped everything out of my uh, flower room. I've uh, 
I mean, I've, I've stripped everything out of it. All the, all the, uh, you know, the dehumidifiers, the fans, I pulled everything down. I pulled all the countless hooks and fucking screws and shit. That's been just, just, you know, dinosaurs of grows past. So I pulled all that shit down. I hung new plastic and, uh, actually, today I was on my hands and knees scrubbing the floor, so uh, it's going to be a nice, clean space for when I mean, that's uh, the bright side. Yeah, stuff does get ready. Yeah, because I run perpetual, so I never really get a chance to do that. Hmm. So I said, "Fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna go in there with a fine tooth and get it clean." Then, dude, so, that's yeah. smart. You're gonna pay. It's gonna pay off in spades. You know, like how often do you get to just literally like deep clean the whole thing? You know, normally we just basically like, especially like smaller growers, we'll let things kind of just kind of compound, you know, and that's the last thing you want to do. You go to those commercial facilities, the ones that are good, they are basically like pressure washing between washes practically. So you don't ever have spider mite eggs or anything else. Right. In the corners, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the one thing like at work that I can, you know, we can do at work that I can't do at home. It's like, we can set off fucking procure bombs. We can do all kinds of shit to make sure it's, you know, a hundred percent clean. And I just missed, I just missed that being perpetual. I have two lights in my flower room. So they're on. So I harvest once a month kind of, you know what I mean? Depending on how it goes, but, uh, now it's the first time in shit five years or more that I haven't had a light on in flowers. So like I said, I'm not extremely thrilled about it, but I'm happy to be able to get in there and clean at least. I dig it, man. Yeah. No, all of us have had times where we had to just kind of like, you know, reset or whatever, like a, a not flower something for a while. Wes, you've, you've had to cut down the garden a couple of times. Noobs had to cut it down a couple of times. I keep not cut. I should have honestly just cut my garden down, but I didn't because I wanted to save a bunch of different plants, basically. So I thought, oh, if I'm saving those plants, I might as well just like, try to save everything. So I've been honestly kind of fighting with some issues for the longest time that I should have probably just like you did basically clean everything, start top to bottom, you know what I mean? But whatever, it is what it is. Um, oh, Chris, cheers, Chris. What's going on, man? Oh, are you still, are you muted? Or is he still hooking up? Still hooking up, man. Still hooking right up. Right on, man. Cheers. I will uh, get no right worries. back to you. Cheers, buddy. Uh, did I skip Smash? I feel like I skipped Smash. Or did we talk to him already? No, he's dabbing anyway. Uh, cheers, folks. Welcome to Hop yeah, On. Uh, we're, yeah. we're happy to. Uh, right on. No, we talked to me. Uh, all right, no, man. I guess I'm apparently stoned already. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, welcome to Hop On. We'd love to see uh, some fresh faces on here. We'd love to uh, uh, catch up with old, uh, uh, not old faces, but we'd like to catch up with old friends. Uh, what was I going to say? We'd love to, to to hear what's going on or, or whatever's new in the garden and stuff like that. So, uh, Spartan, um, what was I going to say? Uh, Man, you've been doing a lot of like uh, uh, weed advocacy stuff lately. Like, has that uh, I don't know changed your perspective on growing at all? Or um, I've been reading all the bills. Hmm. Has it changed my perspective? Not, I don't think so. Um, I guess maybe to some extent, maybe it makes me more cautious than than before because I realize that the people making the rules have no fucking clue what's going on. So. I'm more of the opinion that they can make a stupid role at any time. So um, I'm more cautious than before, I think. Um, other than that, no, I, I'm a little more encouraged that I can make a difference, if that makes sense. 
Whereas, um, I mean, I've changed people's minds in a conversation just, just out of them not having the right information, just their pure ignorance and, and to be able to put it in, you know, in simple terms to what they can understand, but, and then, and then allude to more advanced terms. It almost gives you credit in their eyes as a, uh, as a, as a, you know, trusted source of information, especially when they have no information or the, they're only getting one side all the time and they're not really ever hearing the other side. You know, one of my favorite things, and this usually comes from doctors, but I hear from politicians too. But one of my favorite things to hear is, is there's no, well, there's no, there's no, there's no um, studies on that yet. <laughs> I love hearing that because I'm like, well, you haven't Googled in the last 10 years, at least, because there's over a thousand. If you just go to Google scholar and just put cannabis as medicine, you know, cannabis, you know, just put cannabis in and you're going to get so much information. So to sit back and say that, oh no, there's not enough information on there. It's just me, you telling me that you haven't looked and you don't care to look. And when you tell them like that, 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 that tends to put them on notice. You know what I mean? They don't, nobody likes to look stupid. Nobody likes that. And when you just lay it out there for them, like, look, it's easily available. It's literally a Google search and you can find this information for yourself. You don't have to believe me. You can believe people way smarter than me. <laughs> are you talking about, uh, Spartan, are you talking about like, um, I don't know, uh, doctor folks or like medicine workers? I don't know, medicine workers. <laughs> shamans, assorted shamans in the field of the bison. <laughs> yeah, are you talking everybody. about medical professionals or are you talking about uh, uh, like politicians still? Both. I'm talking about both. I've had those conversations with doctors and I've had that conversation with politicians right both. and school teachers and administrations at schools. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm an advocate everywhere I go. Interesting. Right on, man. By I the way, Chief, Chris, the... I, I talked over you. Go ahead. Oh, no, I think they made their minds up. I don't think they're, they're going to change their mind. They have their money in uh, the, the, the other fields. So, they they don't want they don't want to have to deal with cannabis. They don't want to hear. They have the ears closed. It's 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 ridiculous. It, it, there's too much money until the money starts rolling in more from the other side, from cannabis. And I'm talking about all the states are bringing in cannabis tax money, and it's, it sucks that it has to be this way because I think it should be a fair tax rate because uh, all it's doing is. Uh, creating a black market, a gray market. Um, the traditional market uh, is still thriving because of the of the tax rate. So, I agree. I don't think that it has to be. I don't think it has to be. Um, if, uh, and just for my evidence, look at California; they're already suspending it. You know what I mean? If they can uh, invent a vaccine in 180, if they can invent a vaccine in 108 days later, approve it for. The use and injection in literally every human on the planet. Don't tell me there's not enough information on weed. Cannabis yeah. has been researched going back to the 30s, yeah. right? So don't give me that fucking excuse. If you, if something's approved after 108 days and 108 days is enough data, don't fucking tell me about weed. Exactly. Exactly. Every single fucking argument going back to the beginning. Like, no more arguments about weed then. 
they have their ears yeah, closed. Good point. They're good like point. the little the monkey with his ears closed. They don't want to fucking hear it. They don't care. They do not care. They have their money is in pharmaceutical drugs. They don't care about cannabis. They they don't they do not care about us at all. They would rather us be gone than yeah. than to listen to us. Until the money is and lawyers. Are I mean, paid. it depends on who you're talking about. They because there's there's I'm always somebody that will listen. There's always somebody yeah, that will yeah. listen. If there's a yeah, doctor it's, and it's, it's you walking out of there and saying, "I'll find another doctor," they'll listen. If it's a fucking politician and, and you say, "Look, I looked up your fucking voting record in your fucking district, and 83 percent of your constituents voted for the legalization of cannabis," you might want to pay attention to me. There's ways and strategies to talk to these people. You just got to figure out what motivates them besides money. Because money is the constant. That motivates everybody. Take that away. And what else motivates them? Well, their job. Because without their job, they don't get that money. And so you have to you have to use that against them. So like if it's a, a teacher, then I'm going to the principal. If it's a principal, then I'm going to their boss. And I get to the superintendent and they're still giving me trouble. I'm going to the paper. I'm going to tell them I need to, I'm going to go to the paper after I talk to you. And I mean, there's always a, there's always a way to apply pressure for sure. And it doesn't always have to be money because that's one thing that I don't have. Of course, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I've got enough, but I don't have enough to, to sway a vote. That's for sure. But you know, what you said earlier is, is uh, very true because a lot of the, the let's call it, and they're not just politicians. A lot of these folks that actually make these decisions or make these rules or stamp these ruling effects uh, will be like chairman of such and such committee and chairman of this, this, this uh, department. Uh, it'll be like, uh, let's say for example, the Oregon agricultural, what are they? The ones that do the pesticide testing and stuff like those people are quote unquote government officials, but they're not really politicians. They're full-time like just the just schlubs. Basically they clock in and clock out basically. Basically every day they, they go to work, they hope for a raise and so on. And a lot of those folks actually are oftentimes uh, involved in the cannabis industry and the growing industry or whatever. It's a little bit like how house inspectors used to be carpenters and stuff. There are some of these folks and it would be nice if there were more of the folks that are actually involved in making uh, the rules for different states that actually came from the cannabis industry, you know? But how do I put, <clears throat> put this? Uh, if nothing else, you have to remember some of these folks, even some of the politicians are really just people, you know, like there are shyster shithead politicians you can usually smell them from a mile away uh you can smell the money basically trailing behind them but there are like really normal folks and they just they honestly let's say for example first of all they're trying to get through their work day but second of all they basically they would like to know how best to wield their power or whatever that's probably a stupid way to look at it but i mean like a lot of folks don't know a lot about weed i'm, I'm constantly surprised by i am meandering a little bit in this, this, this discussion but it always stuns me how a little Educated people know about weed, doctors, lawyers, uh, architects, you name it, musicians, <clears throat> people who've smoked weed sometimes for 20, 30 years. A lot of them really don't know much about how the weed plants are grown. Many, many people who've uh, grown or smoked weed for 20 years have never once in their lives seen a whole weed plant except for on TV. And if you notice, like uh, I watched um, Pineapple Express the other day because uh, I can't remember exactly why it came up in conversation. But I was like, man, I don't even I don't even know if I've seen that movie from front to back, like the whole movie in one one sitting. So I was like, fuck, I'll watch it. Sure enough, like my friend of mine was like, man, that's not one of the best stoner movies. And I kind of remember my friend saying, oh, it's the best stoner movie. Sure enough, they were right. It's not the best stoner movie. Like at some point, Seth Rogen is like, man, weed is dumb and blah, 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 blah. You know, he's probably changed his tune since then. But at one point, they walk into this underground grow, right, as part of yeah, the plot. And the plants exactly. were all 
super fucking fake. They didn't look like weed plants in any way. Like there's no like dark, dark for flower room. Like none of it was real. They had lights and stuff. But so long story short, a lot of people's impressions of weed are from watching like Pineapple Express or talking to their roommate in college or whatever. And they don't know anything. They don't know. They don't know the limits that we're talking about. So for example, we here, we know four plants or eight plants or 12 plants, we know what those can provide us, right? But they don't necessarily know. And they've heard, oh my God, from one plant, you get 37,000 marijuanas, right? Yeah, and, and for them, that's true, right? Like, I mean, for and so each weed grower is like a small time kingpin, maybe even a big time kingpin. They probably have three Lamborghinis in their fucking basement on them. Like a lot of this stuff is just a complete and total disconnect. And you but basically that's have- good. That's good because it's easily fixed, right? I mean, that's what it is. When I go okay. when I go up to Lansing and I'm talking to these uh, all these different legislators, I I'm just like they've only heard from one side. So and like what you said is exactly the problem. They because they don't have the knowledge, they're easily easily manipulated to believe anything. So when you go in there and you're like, what? No, no. Like for example, plant count. I always tell them I, that's the that's my favorite thing to bring up because I hate it the most. Mm. But uh, I'm just like, you guys, I mean, I said, your regulations just proved to me that you guys have never even grown a plant or have any knowledge because a plant count means that I, you're giving me almost an unlimited amount with that because I can grow a, a plant for two years if I wanted to. This is going to get fucking huge. I said, you know, the only thing that makes any kind of sense is just to like, and I don't, I'm not even for this would be like what. I think California's done a couple other states and do canopy regulations mm. or square footage regulation, but uh, that actually means something. But to do a plant count, it just seems dumb because it doesn't mean anything. Wait. It could mean an ounce. It could mean fucking three pounds. I lost, I lost the place I was renting because actually it's a really funny story. Actually, I think it was right before I met Fumi for the first time, actually, funny enough. Uh, this is a fun story because of that. So Fumi, do you remember I brought like trays of Rice Krispie treats that were dyed green uh, up to the tray? So making those got I do me, remember that they were super cost strong. me where I lived at the time. So um, uh, what was really funny is so I worked in the cannabis industry, right? And when you work in the industry, like it's no big deal to have like half a trash bag of trim or a full regular like 50 gallon or 40 gallon trash bag of trim. Like that's a normal thing, right? Or even like having like four pounds, three or four pounds, especially if you're growing, like that's not a big deal, right? Like that's, that's just not a lot of weed. Like to, to someone who's buying eighths and, and dime bags, that's a lot of weed. But if you're growing, like that's, that's a pretty small amount of weed. So my roommate, I called her and I said, Hey, because I, live, I was living with an old lady at the time. She, I rented out half her house, like her mother-in-law suite, basically where her mom used to live. And I said, Hey, I'm going to make some edibles. Do you have anyone coming home tonight? Uh, like any guests or anything, can I make edible? Is that okay with you? Just asking permission because I hadn't lived there very long. And I figured the kind, courteous thing to do if I'm going to stink the kitchen up is just to ask this as a politeness to my roommate. Yeah, no, that's fine. You can totally make it. Okay, cool. Well, I come, I, she comes home and I have like two and a half, three pounds of trim that I'm cooking down and making decarboxylating and all that. And she loses her mind. Like I'm some kind of fucking kingpin, right? So she calls the cops. Right. And I have my I have my paper, right? For my my whatever it is, 16 pounds, I 99 plant count for California, right? So I can have way more than what I actually have in the whole house combined, including trim. Right. So she calls the cops, they show up and she's like, he has all this weed. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, here's my card. 
here's all the weed in the house. And I showed him like four pounds. And the guy's like, well, why did you call me? And I was like, so I ended up yelling at her and telling her if she calls the cops again, that she's going to be charged of wasting their time or what is it? Uh, false, false charges or false, false police getting report. T- almost getting a ticket out of the deal. And she tried to throw me under the bus. That's awesome. I thought it was funny, but I ended up having to move out after I got back after the event. It's kind of a hostile environment from then on out, I'm sure. Yeah, I was like, what do you need a douchebag for? Like, come on. Like, I don't even have that much weed. That is so messed up. Plus, like, like we're literally walking distance from Mavericks, right? They don't give a fuck about weed there. Like, unless you have like a van full, they could give two fucks. It's not even worth their time doing the paperwork. They'd probably be like, if you had that van full, they'd probably be like, uh, why don't you get a van full? Oh, I'm just going over to this place over here. They'd be like, okay. A lady was her next door neighbor was a psychopath too. When I was moving out, I had a a van with my company name on it. With the address and the phone number on the side of it. And then she called and said I was stealing stuff. A neighbor said I was stealing, robbing the house. And and the officer showed up and I said, why would I use the van that has the address and the phone number of where I work at to rob a house? Like, don't you think that that might not be a good idea? (laughs) And the cop thought it was as funny as I did. It was the same cop that showed up the other time with the weed stuff. So he was just like. Hiding in plain sight. That's why. I don't want to deal with this shit. Big brain trip. <laughs> but anyway, that was my my fun times in Half Moon Bay. What would happen if you drove a van around that said, "This is not a robbery van. <laughs> this is not a kidnapper van. Free <laughs> <laughs> candy, no puppies." <laughs> I do not intend to rob any banks with this van. You just got like park it in front of a bank. Free <laughs> candy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for free, free savings bonds or something. Tommy Tricombs, what's going on, man? Welcome. What's up, Tommy? It's good to see you, man. Cheers, everyone. Martin, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm uh, just hanging out, wrapping up some seeds. Nice. What are you packing? Uh, it's all the uh, all my Rambo breath crosses. Hmm. Rambo breath uh, mail. Most of them are only like probably 50 seeds, maybe 100 seeds per, you know, not, not big, not big batches. But right, uh, right now I'm doing the, uh, the Vita Rambo breath. F2, I guess. Anyways, you <laughs> please do stupid shit like that in APB. Anyways. <laughs> 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 the old game right uh christophe uh bonjour bonjour uh, Fumidor. Uh, good evening uh, my friends uh cheers buddy welcome what were we just talking about we were just talking about uh cheers bud. what were we just talking about we were talking about uh you know, uh, Farmex, uh, he used to come on here all the time. Actually, I think I was supposed to tag him. Actually, it's probably my fault that I haven't tagged him. Free candy. Uh, so Farmex has spent a lot of time, actually, uh, in the in the meeting rooms. You know, he, he lives uh, 
I think he lives right around the same place he used to live. He basically lives somewhere around, you know, close to Salem, basically. And every, well, a little bit farther from Salem. So he'd have to drive about an hour, basically, to Salem for any of the committee meetings. Uh, and then a lot of times it was in Portland. They had to drive to, to, you know, random, like, legalization meetings. He's been doing it for 10 years now. Like, he's been doing it, honestly, probably more than that uh, because he was uh, one of the one of the only, honestly, medical processors in the state. Uh, he and his friends were basically fighting for, well, they were fighting for the legal mushroom uh, movement on and on on like uh, how do i say uh and he's gotten very frustrated by it but at the same time he's seen real progress from it too which is why he keeps doing it so i don't know we'll have to get him back on the show and uh, chit chat about it if you guys don't know who i'm talking about it's a real cool guy uh Farmex. Uh, really fun. Uh, uh, he grows weed sometimes in the summer. He's mostly a consultant for that, but he does a lot of processing. And uh, what's his website? Uh, fatdogcbd.com, I want to say. I think that's what it is, fatdogcbd. He's anyway. on the market. Yeah, man. He's, no, he's legal now and stuff. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he used to be. He was literally the last medical processor in the state of Oregon because the state of Oregon was trying, very, very much trying to get rid of the medical program. And they made it very difficult for uh, the processors to exist. And the dispensaries basically just switched. When they could turn legal, most of them just switched straight over to uh, rec only. A few of them kept like a, a med shelf, basically, but uh, it was obvious whenever you'd go and shop at one of those things, the med shelf was always less shopped at, less trafficked than the rec uh, shelf, which was basically anybody off the street could walk in. You could walk in from Washington if you wanted to, like as long as you're not going back to Washington, you could buy anything you wanted to. Whereas with the medical, you had to have a card, you had to have, you know, in-state license, whatever else. So how do I put it? A lot of the dispensaries were just like, yeah, fuck it. We're just going to go full on rec. And uh, how do I say, uh, uh, Farmex was driving literally across the straight a state delivering weed to, you know, like the three or four dispensaries that still serve medical patients. I don't know, I'm babbling a little bit, but. Uh, Same things happen here in Michigan. They do it every single fucking state, man. I don't well, what get happens it. is because regulation, man. The right, so the regulation is is you got to pay that regulation fee every fucking year. So that means every license. So when I mean license, I mean the grow, the processor, the transporter, the dispensary. They they're, they're paying that every year to not only the local, but they're also paying a fee to the state. And why do you want to double your fees every time to have a medical and rec? of the same fucking plant, you know? So then it goes to what side got higher demand? Well, of course, the side that has less restrictions to the customer, the side that they don't have to jump through hoops, the side that all they got to do is go in with a license and they can buy the weed, the higher demand is there. So they give up when they pick which license they're going to give up, they give up the med license. Lower restrictions usually, lower levels on, uh, lower restrictions on the testing, you know what I mean? Uh, easier to... Easier levels. It's the same test, but they're different levels. So it's like, that's what's happening. It's cheaper to keep a rec license than a medical license. And now as a customer going into, we still have medical for now, but as a customer, when you, if you go into one of these uh, shops, when you look at just, just exactly what you were describing, when you look at the med side and their four choices and you go to the rec side in the same fucking building and there's fucking 10 counters and and a plethora of choices even as a med card person you're like man is it really worth me spending money to keep my med card going to i mean yes it is for the fucking uh protection it gives you but for the choices it gives you in the store not really yeah 
Yeah, it's What's a little it bit really problematic. do for protection, though? Go ahead. What's that? What's it really do for protection? If you have wreck, it's already legal to carry. Uh, potentially, uh, I, I don't know if this has really one. been played out. And I, you know, this should not be considered legal advice. But basically, if you were to be uh, inter, if you were to interact, let's say, with an officer of the law uh, with wreckweed, uh, uh, they could just have a normal conversation with you because it's just wreckweed. Whereas if they were to have a conversation with you uh, regarding, let's say, medical uh, uh, weed that you might be carrying, that would be, let's say, for example, a medical issue, and they wouldn't really be able to disclose something that they talked about. It's basically completely different rules. I don't want to get into the what i've heard from people talk about it basically cops are very reluctant to discuss anything with you if you are a medical patient uh, because they just they're they're a little bit out of their depth with the, the laws and stuff as far as michigan goes i can tell you unemployment is a huge one if you um if you are unemployed and you test positive for cannabis they'll cut your benefits unless you have a card same thing if you're on parole. If you're on parole and you test positive, that's fine if you have a card. But if you don't have a card, you just violated your parole. Yeah, there's some stupid stuff like that around here, but not a lot of it. Pretty much, like like I said, you guys are lucky because, like, well, they tried to take it away from you. But our rec side and our, our medical side has the same rules, pretty much. Nothing In California... Really point is that that will change they they started that way and then they basically whittle it away little by little by little michigan is suffering through that right now oregon has suffered through it a few years ago washington was first before it we saw washington lose their right to grow lose their medical privileges on and on and on uh, and then we basically lost them california lost them too it's like this thing that happens state by state by state by state it's really fucking it's it's grim honestly uh chris are you uh you might be muted unless you're talking off camera Talking off camera. Um, what I was going to say was that, uh, that I know for a fact that if you're not on, when you weren't on parole for cannabis or anything like that, they don't give a shit if you pee dirty for cannabis at all. So yeah, on, on that aspect of it and in California, that's all I, I, I know that for a fact. Well, it's probation officer to probation officer in every state. Yep. It doesn't matter. Like, I, I've been through this. I was system. talking about parole. I wasn't talking about Same probation. thing with parole. I've been on parole. Same thing with parole. It's parole officer to parole officer. There's nicer ones. There's, there's ones that are like, oh, yeah, go get your med card. And there's other ones that say, nope, don't fucking, you're not allowed to do shit. Well, in Michigan, they can't do that anymore because it just went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled if you have a med card, they cannot fucking mm-hmm. do about it. Exactly. Our, um, our judge right now, like when I was growing up, our judge, someone kept the, uh, he pretty much had a card and everything. He said, I don't give a fuck about that bullshit card. It's probably on record in court somewhere. Um, it didn't matter. Well, the Supreme Court's <clears throat> higher than that judge, so. Well, yeah, but that's Michigan to like East Coast. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a Supreme Court above him. You just go to his boss. You push that case to the night. You just you just fucking appeal. Oh, the day the U.S. Supreme Court has a cannabis case. Well, right now I don't know that'll go too well because of the way the majority is right now. But uh, that'll be an interesting day. There will be at some point. There will be a cannabis case before the actual Supreme Court. Didn't the Dish Network uh, employee that was uh, paralyzed? By the car accident over, or he had some kind of was like in Colorado, I believe. Yeah, it was a Colorado guy with Dish Network. 
Wasn't that a federal case or was that a state case? I don't remember. I think it was Colorado Supreme Court, but I might. Okay, be it was Colorado Supreme Court. Okay, that was my misunderstanding. But the thing with us, T T Ben said it. Like you do get tax breaks on buying stuff if you are going to a store. But you know, uh, a lot of yeah, us uh, unmuted. There we go. Uh, a lot of us aren't really. Uh, no, I regular know. dispensary shoppers. I mean, some of us occasionally go stop at a dispensary. I know plenty of growers who stop by. Pardon me, right? Uh, and even then, you know, you could save a little bit if you were uh, medically. It used to be when they basically shut down all the medical side of, of dispensaries, you could still basically get a lot of the same products, but you'd get them for the lower price. You get them for the tax free price, basically. Uh, so there was still some benefit for, you know, medical patients. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, but Anthony actually was, well, I guess I was babbling a little bit. Anthony was saying, how can we fight that or stop it from happening? Presumably he's talking about the uh, slow motion erosion of medical uh, uh, rules. Because honestly, I'm quite in favor of the medical. I think there, there I, mean, I know there's a lot of medical patients, actual, honest to God, people who need medical weed. And they need weed in amounts that wreck patients don't seem to be able to get or wreck uh, uh, customers don't be able to, uh, seem to be able to get. Because for example, the state doesn't want to allow like a thousand milligram uh, uh, gummies and stuff, literally like thousand milligram gummies or whatever. And there are people who need that. This is not like some big joke. Oh my God, who would ever take a thousand milligram gummy? Like, I promise you, I could eat a thousand milligram gummy and I could ride a, a bicycle. Like I could literally ride a bicycle afterwards. I could probably talk to you about different stuff. Like I'd be pretty fucking stoned, but I could ride a bicycle. And there are times when I need it. Like when I'm at my back hurts or something, there are times when I need it. There's people that need more than that. Honestly, people who have cancer issues or some bone issues or whatever. There's people who unironically need way more cannabis than that and they can't first of all on the rec markets these days you can't even come close to that they'll give you a candy bar that has 30 milligrams of of thc in it but that's a candy bar that you have to eat the whole fucking first of all it costs 30 40 bucks i was just gonna so say so to get enough amount, you'd have to pay 500 of them you have to pay yeah, 500 exactly. bucks of it plus you got to eat like four candy bars to get anywhere and you're still nowhere near that original one what is it thousand diabetic or whatever it's all in percent that's ridiculous the fucking milligram limits have to go because it's only hurting cancer patients like and other people that are fucked up i know when i hurt my back and i I, you know i was living off of three to four thousand milligrams a day right like that's nice that would cost in the rec market a lot and for no reason for no fucking reason and uh bigger so go ahead I'm sure I love RSO. There's no calories and you can get high as fuck on it. I eat half a gram. That gets me around 300 and some milligrams. I think of THC That is enough for me. And a lot of, uh, a lot of people that make edibles are just really shitty at making it bioavailable. And that's something you see so, so much, or if they do, it's MCT oil and you can't take MCT oil with a lot of medications. So it, you know, still fucks over a lot of people that are, you know, not in the best health. So it's like the, the politicians don't understand, you know, they need more doctors and less politicians making these rules. But you see the same thing with the pet trade, right? So like I've talked about this before, like the laws they make to like ban dangerous animals, two thirds of the time are written by people that have no fucking idea what the actual animal is they're trying to ban. Denver is a great example where they ban the whole genus Varanus rather than banning just Komodo dragons, the species. Right. So they banned all monitor lizards just because they're fucking dumb and don't know what a fucking genus versus a species is. Right. Like, or 
or Philadelphia that banned anything that contains a venom gland. So bees, coral, anemones, many fish species are all technically <laughs> illegal, right? Like who the Whoa. fuck? Like why is that the case, right? Because isn't there the a difference between venomous and poisonous, though? What's that? Isn't there a difference between venomous and poisonous? Venomous yeah, poison, poison, just another dose. Yeah, no, no, no. Venom means it can bite you, and then or has a spine or some other way of injecting you. Uh, with the thing, whereas poison is like a poison dart frog, where you have to eat it or otherwise yeah. get into a liquid membrane to have okay. it be toxic. Does that make sense? That's the difference between the two. But I don't think there's like, it's not like there's no hope. Um, you can still go and talk to politicians, and be like, look, this needs to be changed. Because a lot of, especially if you can find a politician that's a freshman politician, that just means their first term, they're looking for. Um, bills to write because that's how they that's their like pedigree that's their uh i don't know you know resume they just want to get bills if you can get their emails and you can literally set up like write a nice email out sign it and then just send it once a week (laughs) until they answer you back they'll answer they they look through the emails because i've gotten answers back and stuff it just takes a minute I've sent yeah. it a couple of times. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I find calling them is way the fuck better uh, or um, going down. I mean, if you can get down there, that's like obviously the best. But yeah, all I'm saying for like, all sorry, I'm also saying for some rural places, if you can't like get there, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. In Oklahoma, pay attention too, because they're trying to fuck with the laws here right now. And there's a pretty good chance that we'll be able to shoot it down. But and um, to be fair, though, some of the proposed bills aren't quite as bad as the one in Michigan. Like, they, there is still quite a bit of leniency in the laws, but it's still like, we what, what do we need rec for in Oklahoma right now? We have, we you know, people pay a small fee and, and everything is pretty pretty decently regulated. We don't need to go and fuck with the market right now. You have a, a huge boom for the economy here. There's, there's real no reason to, to move to rec other than maybe some of the legality with people being arrested. Maybe, but even that's low priority prosecution right now in Oklahoma. So it's like, who's really getting burdened by it? You know, they're not really prosecuting you unless you have like a resellable amount right now. Does Oklahoma honor cards from out of state? No, but you can get an out of state card though. So uh, it's it's like, I think that's about the same price as an in-state card, but you can get it. It's like 90 days or whatever for out of state people. That's the big business pushing. Big business is pushing to get the, the wreck. So they can get the out of out of state fucking uh well they wanna commerce. They want to consolidate the market here, but the state's like, why would we do that when we're making tax revenue off of you know every mom and pop and their brother and Dude. their sister and all the fucking what do, you, what do you think they're doing in Boston? That's all it is, is tourist traps. Realistically. Right, but, but you don't have the free licensing. We have eighty seven hundred licenses. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, we're totally when uh, we opened like up. 60 thousand total licenses across all of the industry so like no other state like just so you guys are aware oklahoma has more cultivation licenses than oregon washington and california combined yeah we opened up it was weird we only they had all the the farms licensing big money um corporations already in here and they opened up and let them pretty much prevail there was no home mom and pop grows there really isn't any to be honest 
you know, it was really have- crazy. Uh, was uh, we had Mila Jensen on the show on my show on two on Thursday. Oh, I heard. He was yeah, telling us show. about fucking cookies in Amsterdam. Like, go yeah. fuck yourself. Like, who the fuck is gonna fly all the way to Amsterdam to buy cookies? <laughs> absolutely somebody fucking. is that's like somebody that's is like going that's like me going to zimbabwe and going to the kfc in harare like why yeah but see it's not for you see it's Hard not Rock for you Cafe, Beijing. it's not for you potent that's not for you that's for that's for the europeans that have never experienced cookies and that's for all other other people all the rest of the travelers from around the world that that don't have cookies that aren't exposed to cookies yet don't worry where are they gonna smoke everywhere where are they gonna smoke it where the where are the travelers gonna smoke it? If it's illegal to smoke outside, where are they gonna smoke it? They can't smoke it at the Airbnbs. They can't smoke it at the hotels. They have to have some kind of place where they or it's a safe place to be able to smoke it. If they're gonna be selling, um, oh, there's plenty of places already to smoke there, though, uh, Chris. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of places to smoke in Amsterdam. No, no, no. no I'm talking about it's in the Boston. fact that cookies is now cookies has a place there. It is shocking, but at the same time, I understand it. it it's it's hype. So how it they're going to be as interested in that as we are here. Like, again, it's like going to halfway across the planet to go to McDonald's. Like, well, I agree. I why would you? No, exactly. I, I agree, hundred percent. I think so, Mila was saying American. Uh, they went. Mila was saying that you know everything's everybody said, likes American like, stuff. Like one hundred and twenty bucks a gram at fucking cookies. Like, Everybody wants that. to be American. It was $120 for a half gram of hash. That's what it was. $120 for a half Jesus gram of hash. US. Oh, man. Be a drug dealer there. And cheaper. Yeah, clearly, will pay. we're in the wrong country. So, I mean, cheaper will pay a potent. Like, there's bad. We'll line up and they'll fucking set fender shekels on it. I did want to, speaking of, uh, of good weed on the opposite end, shout out to. Um, uh, Bane over at Vertica got some Wook Stomper when we went and visited the farm. Well, take it back. And when we visited the dispensary after we visited the farm, we got some Wook Stomper. <laughs> and uh, uh, man, this shit kicks the fuck out of me, dude. The number one terpene, it's like 0.7% um, uh, transnerdal, which is a terpene that I have never had. Be never even I've heard I've seen of. it on, on COAs before, but I've never seen it the most dominant. And it smells incredible and it, it's just, like i can do two or three dabs of some pretty fire concentrates uh or rosin or whatever else and i can smoke a bowl of off of this in my bong and it gets me like twice as lit like it fucking sets me three sheets to the wind because of the turf profile nice. but i can't i cannot fucking hype it enough man i've not had a flower straight kick me in the teeth like this in a couple of years what's it smell like uh hold on i'll tell you It smells like a cross between like lavender, pine bark, and tire fire. Damn, it smells like a work. Yeah, it smells so, like a uh, work. It smoked too much DMT and maybe set his hair on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fun dice. But it has this Sounds weird like-, like floral smell, then kind of a pine, pine bark smell. And then like a, a back end kind of bite of like that tire fire smell. Oh, those really, are really bizarre turf profile. Right but like I said, the Ooh. only other thing that hit, hits me like this is like banana turps, but this this fucks me up even more. 
These shoes right here look like something ironically in like Back to the Future or something. I don't know. I agree. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or do they self lace? Uh, I believe so. I believe these basically when they when they drop, so to speak, uh, Smash was talking about shoe drops or something a couple days ago. Uh, when they drop, they basically sell out uh, immediately, from what I understand. And this is basically That's designed by is. a fucking rapper. So I don't know. I was just I, I don't know. I was just kind of using this as an analog to 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 cookies. I mean, some of these aren't even so that bad. Some of these shoes on, actually go look pretty through. good. But then some of these just look like a fucking joke. Man, I wouldn't wear any That's of those. Look at those. Look at those. Those are fucking ugly. Nah, I'd rock some. Put those on. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was one those here. Are like, no I want to say, like so, these yeah. right here, Wes, or not? Yeah. That, those are fine, right? No, I, I mean, they are right, but no sneakerhead ones. Those are sneakers. right. No, yeah, the easy <laughs> heads. Go back Look to these. How do you like these with the blue turt? Like the the uh, I don't even <laughs> soap so, bubbles or. Two, like, like, mediocre at best. Those other ones look like, like those other ones look like stealth Crocs. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> They're aerodynamic, like uh, Supreme, whatever. Like, like all like those companies. Aerosmith, so, uh, dude, even the weed leaves can't help this fucking shoe. Uh, I mean, I might wear those. And then stealth Crocs ain't getting no. There's the Louis Vuitton one with the big ass hook on the back. You know yeah, what that hook is I'd for? Wear- it's for pulling people out their freaking feet. Go back to those wheelie ones. I'd wear those in the garden. <laughs> I would. Your I'd plants would be ashamed of you. You'd be like, you spent <laughs> oh, how much I on this shit? Your plants would wilt when hey, you walked in the room. Hey, That's it. Do you have to tie them? Do you have to tie those? Or just, uh, no, I think you scientifically, uh, they have to be tied by the factory only. It's a specific okay. kind of easy tie. Dude, I would totally rock those in the garden. Those, that would be it. I want to go out of the house with those. Well, How about yeah. those, West Engine? Will look like a clown easy? They look hey, like Crocs, Check this man. shit out. circles <laughs> with Marilyn Manson and Justin Bieber. So the best streetway brands in Rolling Stone, and these are the companies that are, like, selling in cookies. Like, anyone that's going to these drops are the ones standing in line at a cookie store because it's a good We're fucking picture. Friends. Yeah, it's a good fucking picture. So you got what Supreme? I don't even know what that one is. <laughs> Off white, of course. All this shit sells out minutes. Carhartt's actually people are pissed off at Carhartt because they did a mask mandate. They can whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy some more because of that. I'm gonna go buy a Carhartt. Wait, me to too. It's probably gonna go on sale. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging the spandex. All this shit, bro. All these, all these stores like sell out instantly and anyone standing in line to buy those are the ones standing in line at cookie stores dude i can go to the <laughs> fucking the local grocery store and get carhartt yeah i love carhartt i like carhartt yeah. good jackets Solid. Yeah, right. jackets a little bit overpriced i'm not gonna lie it's a little overpriced for what you get but it, it's good shit like what it's good shit it's a little That's overpriced solid. but mm-hmm. what? i want one of those goose feather I'm wearing Carhartt right now. He's got he's got a t-shirt on right now. <laughs> oh, we gotta cut we gotta cut the we gotta cut it off. Why? Burn his card heart. Burn it. <laughs> 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 stuff has gone too far. Fuck me. Uh, whatever. Did you guys hear about this this fucking the, the, 
What do you guys think is going to happen with uh, Russia and Ukraine? I mean, obviously, this is a weed show. This is this is us just bullshitting about it. But do you think there's going to be a war there, or do you think they're going to yeah, fight back Ru- off? Well, what no, Russia's just going to walk in and take it back, and then dude, Ukraine is going to fight like crazy. By watch. Like nobody's going to fucking say anything. Like I'm it's gonna be like that. exactly like China with Taiwan or Singapore when that happens. Honestly, like that, that we're all going to be like, "Oh, wow, that's terrible," but we can't say anything. I think everyone's finally understanding that, like how shitty Biden is and how he was the only thing he had going for him was just that he wasn't mango Mussolini and that's it. And that's basically what we got. He's done absolutely fucking nothing. He's done nothing for student debt. He's done nothing for the fucking anything internationally. He's done nothing to stabilize the economy. He's done nothing. Arguably he has done a lot there. I I kind of agree with you on a lot of the rest of it, but he has arguably stabilized the economy and stuff like that. Added a lot of judges and things like that. The only thing yeah, me is Russia. I think out. the way that Russia usually does things is like they just fucking do them. They don't ask permission. And now they're walking around and kind of feeling it out. So to me, it feels weird. Like mm. to me, it sure. feels like they don't want to. Mm. Like, I don't the know. U.S. testing some new weapon system that kind of scares Russia. They're, they're going to just take what they want. Like. They're going to take them. I don't think so. I think Ukraine is a lot stronger than people give it credit for. Uh, Russia has a lot of uh, guns and stuff, and they have nuclear oh. weapons, but they're not going to use them on Ukraine. The Ukraine? Uh, oh, no, and there's, no, there's no way that uh, the nuclear weapons... Actually, Ukraine gave up their nuclear, nuclear weapons. It's kind yeah, of but Biden did say that we stand with them, so that's basically us saying we'll help defend them. So that's... Uh, he didn't say... He, no, no, he said he, would reply, he said he would supply the weapons. He did not say... Well, I mean, never, he never Never said he would supply troops. Never did he say supply troops. He said he would give them the weapons. We also have supply. We also have supply troops to fucking World War Two. And then what did we do? We ended up jumping on in. How I I just in Article Five them. I mean that would be the only thing. You know, attacking a NATO ally is attacking. Oh, Ukraine's not part of NATO. They're not going to send big weapons without troops. Sorry. That's just a Dude, fact. we're not no, exactly, because every time we send weapons, they end up in other people's hands. No. <laughs> exactly. They might send advisors, weapons. like the UK sends some advisors and stuff, but when you send like actual troops, then you're basically declaring war on the other countries. And yeah, that's probably you, something you are in that. We gotta get rid of all these bullets we're making. We gotta get rid of all this equipment we're making. So we gotta blow well, them like, up somehow. What what motivations the United States have? Like how many people Zero. in the army right now give two fucks about Ukraine? Zero. Nobody fucking gives a shit if they I mean, get hey, like, like, like oh, I think that's kind of like, foolish. Dude, I mean, I think Ukraine is a perfectly United valid country. I mean, honestly, they, they, first of all, they've really been fighting Russia for, for almost 10 years now. Yeah, honestly, they've been fighting for eight years. They're battle-hardened, actually. Ukraine's not a joke. They're battle-hardened. The United States doesn't have the attitude to fight that war. We just finally got into fucking Afghanistan and Iraq. Nobody wants to fucking go back into a new war. Like, the United States public... I don't think anybody says we want it to happen. I don't think it's anything. I don't think anybody's pushing for it to happen. No, I don't think anybody is. No, the U.S. needs to test its own. Like, if the U.S. wants to stop this, if Biden actually was a, like fucking had a brain in his fucking elderly head, wasn't just a senile old bitch, um, he would actually. How test, do you really like, feel? Supersonic, like, like, <laughs> look, the Russia, Russia and China both have tested supersonic cruise missiles in the last you know year and a half, right? So test publicly test the United States one. Put some fear back into these assholes. Like, don't hurt anybody, but you can test weapon systems and make it a public event that, you know, says, hey, maybe you should think twice about invading our friends. Like, that's what that's what he should do if he wanted to actually, like, stop this shit. 
You should do some kind of Mom, threatening thing. We got space like force, that bro. Matter. That's not crazy, buddy. Do they have space force? Yep. I don't think yeah, that actually distracts Russia. Uh, was it, it wasn't just Russia just the other day, just a, a month ago or something, that basically tested one of their own weapons in space. Like they yeah, give the zero fucks about that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that Putin is basically losing <laughs> yeah. a little bit of control of his country. And this, as a result thing. of that is trying to, to saber rattle, basically, to, to gain internal control. Um, China just put up a satellite destroyer. Fucking. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Was it, was Russia, spicy? Was it Russia? What's going on, Kenny? Russia like, blew up a satellite and just <laughs> fucking pissed everyone off. Yeah, because they created a bunch of space garbage, basically, that can like, yeah. kill people, right? Yeah, it was just, everybody was fucking like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> I'm like, Russia gives no fucks, man. They just do whatever the fuck they, they feel like doing. Dude, they've been, uh, they've been uh, misbehaving for a long time. You know, like, you My can track a lot of the kind of bad shit around the world, basically, to, not necessarily just to Russia. That would be kind of weird, right? If it was, oh, it's all right. fucking no, yeah. Fault. But somehow, weirdly enough, they have their hands in just about every goddamn thing. And that is literally everything from, like, organized crime to disinformation campaigns to literally the anti-vax movements. You name it, they're basically pushing it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they recently had that nuclear cruise missile at Russia in 2019. I thought it was 2020. Uh, 2019, they tested a nuclear-powered cruise missile, basically. Something that both the United States and Russia had sworn they wouldn't do before Trump. Thanks to Mango Mussolini, they're mm-hmm. testing uh, nuclear cruise missiles again. Um, and that's my favorite, you know, don't call him Trump. Call him Mango Mussolini. It's mm-hmm. far more appropriate. You know, we should, we should uh, when he's finally tried for his crimes, should totally cut off his balls, put them in his mouth and stitch his mouth oh, shut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're finding out more and more about that guy. It seems uh, like cruel. Makes me sad that uh, there are still people <laughs> supporting him, but we can't do My qu- How the fuck has no one been tried for treason? How the fuck are we a year later? And no I'm worried that Garland is slow walking everything. Yeah, like fuck? just like you say with Biden. I mean, I don't think he's a complete and total piece of shit, but I mean, I, I'm not a big fan. I have to be honest. And one of the reasons why is that it seems that they're basically slow walking all of this stuff to all of our. I don't know what you know. It's it's hard to think that it's going to be a good end. So how do I say um, this? If if no one is prosecuted, no one like serious, not just little people. Who gives a shit about the little people? They they prosecute the fuck out of the little people all the day, every day. Oh, but someone in charge, if someone in charge doesn't get thrown in fucking jail for that stuff for an actual coup attempt on the government, then they're just going to do it over and over and over and oh, over yeah. again. So, so I can say what happened here in Michigan. They were, they found enough evidence to try him. And they asked the attorney general why they didn't. And the attorney general said, because we forwarded everything to the federal government. And I guess the yep. federal government is trying, is building a case. I hope. Well, the other thing too, is like, look, the next He's- election, you better have a fucking gun. If you're, if you're for your own protection, but this country is going to eat itself this next election, because the Republicans are going to refuse to accept the election. And then there's going to be this whole like psychopathic fight where one side, like the de- like, very clearly they didn't get fucking elected, but they have thrown or otherwise chosen to have the state uh, senators and state um, uh, house representatives pick the electors because they've changed it in seventeen states now. The Republicans did so that they can pick the fucking electors. They can override what the people do, right? So they have no intention of actually following the will of the people. That's the thing. The Republicans give no fucks. They're going to straight take what they want next election. They've they test run it. So if they don't fucking throw all of these people in jail now and, and try these people and execute some of the people that fucking are responsible for this after proper trial, I'm not saying 
beforehand, but once everything's been proven out, people need to be executed for this shit. We executed spies in World War II. What was the couple in the 60s? Julius and Ethel Rosen, Rosenberg, right? The Rosenbergs, yeah. They were both Ethel Rosenberg. <coughs> what was her husband's name? Julius, I think. Julius, yeah. They should be executed. They did more damage to the United States than either of those people did, and they were executed. They did execute somebody that went through that door. Yeah, well, she deserved it. They should have yeah. put more of them down. Like, I honest to God, we, we all had popcorn. I thought the National Guard was going to surround them. Was, they were going to give them an order. One of the idiots was going to pull a gun and they were going to finish them all off. That's what I was so conflicted done. watching that. I was so conflicted because, for one, I was shocked. But you know what? You know I was what? shocked that not that one bullet was like, I didn't hear any bullets going off or anything. I was shocked. It was like, to me, it was like that was the most amazing restraint i'd ever seen in my entire well, fucking it turns life. out more and more it, it's coming down there were actually orders given to to deliberately show restraint or, i mean shit there was more snipers at the rally to restore sanity and or fear than there was on, on that day on the rooftop exactly. i was there but I, not at the night at, at the uh, january 16th but i was at the rally to restore sanity and the rooftops of the smithsonian mm. and everything else had fucking military snipers on there in case someone wild well, out, I've been right? saying this, and I'm not trying to belabor something. I'm not trying to make some kind of a gross point or something, but it is literally quite this. Imagine if all those folks that stormed the Capitol had been BLM protesters yeah. or the so-called Maybe. Antifa, right? Imagine, just imagine. It would have been a completely different story. And everyone that's listening okay. to this knows that that's the truth, right? Are they kidding themselves? Yep. And that's, that's, I mean, something has to be done. And the other thing, too, is like what happens if they do that? And seize power. Like, what happens if they had captured some of those people and held them hostage? You know, what then? Yeah, that's not going to last that's long. Right now. I think that's that shit's not going to last long. That's when they're going guns blazing. Once they point. touch high level, like, that's why they were pushing everyone away and stuff. Because once they touch high level, like, man, they got close. Uh, they, no, no, they got close, know, smash. They, they got real close. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, I won the one uh, black cop. I can't remember his name right now, but he basically kept, like, 30 yokels out of the Senate and the only reason he was able to do it, the dude was smart as fuck. He baited them. He was black and so he baited them. So he knew, I mean, what a fucking, I mean, what a, what a crazy statement about his daily yeah, work day. Has anyone stopped to think about this? I know, I know I talked about this like a, not too long after it happened, like a year ago, but I remember thinking like, can you imagine his average work day that he knows that this is strategically one of the tools that he can use in his arsenal, that he can basically bait them with his existence. So not just, oh, he has a baton and cuffs and this and that and shoes that he's wearing and so on yep. that he can think about using, but he can also, you know what? I could bait these fucking yokels into another room because they just want to hate me. What the fuck? It blows my mind. And so that probably is a daily occurrence for him that he has to deal with assholes well, and shitheads and racists and everything else. Anyway, his strategic awareness was fucking incredible. And he I literally think, kept some yokels from storming the Senate. Exactly. Just basically himself. And that was kind of the, the, the house was the same. Were, they finally did shut it down. But there were, there were literally was not some big wall of soldiers in between the, the Congress. Oh, and no. Was, I bring see back, Yeah. Bring back. If they were black, uh, there would have been. I don't know. I think they were just looking. I don't know why they were like they. They kind of did a lot of like damage. You know what I mean? Like oh, they smeared that that wasn't and everything. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a like it wasn't peaceful or any 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 portion of that word. It was not. You know, it was very it was very malicious. Pelosi's a pretty shitty person to begin with. She needed to be ice queen. Yeah. 
Miss but I mean, I don't know. They say she's Congress some super effective politician. Able, I don't even know. I mean, I wish I wish Congress they could find someone should younger. should be able to invest in stocks because yeah, I'm a greedy asshole. trading. Yeah, she's caught a ration of shit Insider for that. Insider trading? What's that? <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's gross. And basically How what it is is they, they make is the really rules. Though? Yeah, I mean, they make the rules for stuff. They know oh, when a company's going to explode. More than you can imagine, Smash. More than you oh, can imagine. I know, man. You know, I've been to rehab. Trust me, there's been right. some. Pelosi should have been tried for treason after Hillary won over Bernie and some of the shady shit that they put. She literally no, should don't use don't misuse Trump. words like that. That's 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 silly. Yeah. I mean, treason yeah. is. I'm sorry. Is no, 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 no. Country Pelosi and the DNC and Debbie washing machines, Schultz, and whatever the fuck other asshole Brazier uh, Brazier fucking. Whatever the Donna Brazier or whatever. I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, is that's not oh, true. Anyway. I'm sorry. Over we're going to go after Trump. Let, let, like, let's be honest. Like, no. she's not fair popular. Is fair. Couldn't win. Fair is fair. If Donald Trump's going to get fucking, and I'm not defending Trump, but Mango Mussolini can go to hell. Yeah, brother. don't use the words fair is but, fair when you talked about Trump fair. and literally no, 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 anyone no, no. else. Sorry, I don't think on, that that, I don't think that exists. That equi- establishes no, an equivalent. <laughs> oh, for real. I'm actually really quite serious about this. That's like ex- establishing ex- an equivalency between flat earth and round earth. There is no equivalence <laughs> between flat earth and round earth. The one is flat no, no, no. And, and the other. I agree with you. So, so rigging the election is rigging the election if it's rigging the primary you're rigging the general it's still rigging the fucking election you're still influencing what people have the right to vote on and you're still changing who our fucking vote is whether or not we we vote for it that's wrong i don't care if it's at the federal level or during the primary it's just as wrong in both cases and that's what i'm saying if it's wrong i the think major, there is actually i'm trying to figure out why i think that this is the case but i'm trying to general. i'm trying to I'm figure this out i think there is a difference and i'm trying to figure out if this is just basically because, um, i mean officially it's splitting hairs yeah, the party. Well, that's the thing. The left. difference is actually, and it's not a small difference. Actually, the difference is. Well, hold on. Don't don't talk over. We've been talking over each other other for like a half hour now. Uh, so how do I say this? There's the national election that has actually its own rules that are circumscribed. Let's say even by the constitution, and then there are state elections that are basically uh, circumscribed by their own basically state constitutions. Uh, and then how do I say this? Then there are party elections. They can basically pick their party leaders the way they would like to. They could basically like they could just basically declare someone king of the Democratic Party effectively. Uh, so realistically, you could say that there is a difference. I don't know if this makes it better or worse. And that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, does this really make a difference? I don't know. But I know that it's not treason. I can tell you that because picking the leader of the Democratic Party or whatever is not treason against the United States. That's just, I mean, maybe you're a shitty Democrat or something. I don't know. But that's definitely the language people use for that kind of stuff is just so inflammatory. inflammatory. I, yeah. It's, and it, it, it deliberately establishes this equivalency with someone who is actually like, certifiable piece of shit and a crazy person. Yeah, well, Nancy Pelosi is a not to say that I didn't think also. Bernie would have been a better politician. I mean, holy crap, like Hillary, let's not get into Hillary. it, right? But, uh, yeah, yeah. well, my point is if you vote for someone, your vote should matter and, and it should count for something. And if they're going to go ahead and they're going to say that your vote, even if you voted for them, we still think someone else should do it. Then it means your vote doesn't matter anymore. And that's, that is what the United States is built on. <laughs> That your vote matters. That's why we fight so hard and and have all these battles about. Well, if you're a white landowner, it's why we fight so hard to get people. And myself have voted three separate times in different states to give felony uh, people their right Mm. to vote back and all this other stuff because it is something that's so fucking important to our democracy, right? It is. If if, if I can vote for someone and it doesn't matter and they can override it, why even vote? Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
And this is why people are complaining to uh, Biden and the Democrats that they should actually do their best to pass voting rights laws, but they're even exactly. uh, somehow not even going to do that. They're going to exactly. blame it on Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, and that's the end of it. No, uh, it's bull- it's funny. They get horrors. All right, there's maybe no somebody explain to me explain to me this. Why does Joe Manchin take all the blame for it? It's a fucking democratic society. There's 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 well, there's fifty, 50 Republicans. They side. could take the blame, but we just assume that they're going to say no because they just they just always say no. And then these two uh, Democrats. So basically, the Senate. The reason why things are going the way they are right now, and the Democrats can't really pass anything. They do actually have a slight majority in the House, but in the Senate, where there's a hundred senators, I think just like with Canada, well, actually you have a different number of senators, but I think you also have a Senate. Uh, how do I say this? Or no, do you guys have like a House of Lords? I actually don't remember anymore. They have a prime ministry, right? A prime right, minister. But I thought they had a Senate and a House, but maybe I'm fucking wrong with that. Maybe I'm way off. Because I know muted. the UK is way different. Uh, the UK has the House of Lords and the House of Commons. House of Lords, House of Commons. Yeah. Oh, okay. So just like the UK, basically. All right. Uh, what was I going to say? Well, so the, the the Senate is basically like the House of Lords. You know, the House of Lords are a lot of those guys were appointed. Now they're elected, I guess, in the UK. But anyway, there's 100 of them. And uh, the, 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 the Democrats basically have 50. Essentially, they have 50 plus the vice president. So they have technically 51 votes. Uh, but for a lot of this stuff, they have to have more than 51 votes or even 60 votes, for example. But even for the stuff that they have uh, 51 votes, even that's with Kamala Harris basically uh, gaveling her uh, vote in. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, if Joe Manchin or Kristen Sinema say no then they're back down to 49 or 48 votes and they cannot even actually even table the the, the motion. So how do I say this? Uh, they become God, a uh, 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 king and queen or God and whatever else. Um, but again, you know, a lot of the, the Democrats could be shaming the Republicans. They could be shaming a lot of people. They could be talking about how not even using exactly. shame, they could be using uh, more positive language. They could be uh, trying to sell things better. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it why they're so uh, lackluster and you know what I mean? Yeah, I think Annoying. both sides yeah, just need to try to work together. Think you can. I have to be honest, out. the Republicans are full on saying on no. So that basically they, they will not, they have no platform anymore. Actually, the Republicans, I don't know if anyone noticed, they have no platform except for doing nothing about what the Democrats want to do. And unfortunately, the Democrats don't have a, much of a platform either anymore. So basically, we have like a country with no fucking platforms. Unfortunately, we no where we live, no we parties. have politicians that just want to filibuster each other, and they that means just fucking shutting down everything, right? Look at so, fucking soap operas. Get, get, get the money out of politics. That's here. what we need to do. Get the money, actually, money they're out actually of talking about taking away the filibuster. I hope that goes fucking through. Yeah. I let's, think that uh, Joe Manchin is going to kill that one, too, it looks like. Let's talk about local politics. So, um, shout out to Jordan River for organizing the uh, fucking amazing um broadcast meetup out in oklahoma city i think we're actually that meetup yesterday spawned uh, uh i think we're gonna i talked to the owners of the venue and they're super down we're gonna do a regularly monthly media monthly meetup there um and um just like spartan uh brennan rust was there talking about some of the new laws that are coming down the pipeline uh kind of being a, a little local spartan grown for us uh over there keeping on top of the local oaky laws uh so shout out to brennan rust on that as well but uh uh, if you have a local area and you can start up your own grow club or something and you have a place where you guys can meet up, even if you can't smoke there, uh, get that shit going. If if you're having problems trying to figure out what to cover, um, hit me up. I have the first six months worth of uh, grow decks and stuff for like a beginner's grow class and beginner's grow club. I used to do one down in Durant, Oklahoma. Um, I have all the decks from that. I'm happy to send it to you if you just need kind of a, a, a outline to get your, cl- your club started and then you can kind of pick it up from there. 
I'm trying to build out a first year worth of stuff so that, you know, people kind of have a, a easy street to, to get started. But um, something I want to get started on. And hey, uh, if you have a cannabis growers in your local area, hit me up. I'd love to kind of take um, stuff into that realm. And that's how you get started with some of the grassroots stuff on politics. Um, you know, get involved with some of these groups, get some people together and the group of you go down there and try to talk to your congressman and stuff. If you come down there with five, six people, bring somebody's grandma who's got a walker, who's got cancer or something, bring somebody else's grandma who's like also in need of cannabis for whatever reason. And suddenly they'll, they'll open the door for you. If she's the one who asks to go meet the congressman, you know, suddenly you can follow him behind her. And now all six of you has got five minutes with him, right? We, we can work together and do this. We can, we can change these guys, but you got to do it the right way. <clears throat> How would you uh, go about it in a uh, in a red state if it's totally find a venue, find a, a bar, like a billiard, find a hookah lounge, a cigar club, something else that's going to be a little more friendly to your community um, and or, or bar on a dead night even. And then and, you know, reach out to people and then post in places where, you know, go to head shops, maybe post a local grow club, their uh, gardening club. You know, you don't have to call it a weed grow club, store. Right? Um, but Girl call it a garden awesome club, place right? Or something up. else. And hey, if a grandma shows up and talks about roses, like talk about flowering plants, like just roll with it, right? But uh, we we did this in, call, in uh, Pennsylvania. We had a grow club, but it was in a nature center. And it was about like, you know, we kind of rolled in a lot of native plants and stuff. We were talking about tomatoes and peppers all the time, right? Like it's pretty obvious what you're talking about, but like it was kind of in code, right? So even if you're not quite there publicly, doesn't mean you still can't get the the all the important stuff across in the same meeting, right? Like it's just kind of on the DL and then you quietly figure out who's who at the club. You know what I mean? But I guarantee you, you're not going to have a ton of cops at like a, a grow club, right? Like a garden club, like nobody, they don't fucking care. Like it's totally off the radar, but we had so much luck though in, in Oklahoma, uh, multiple different areas getting clubs started and something I'd love to see more people do. And, and it's kind of something that really can have a huge impact on local policy, especially in the city level. Once you get enough people going, you can really start to change things and and have people that are informing people. I know when I was at, in um, in Half Moon Bay, we were able to get contact with the local San Mateo County Fish and Wildlife and a whole bunch of other people and have them come take the class for free. We just caught the class for free so that they could say that there was no exchange of money or monetary value uh, involved in the transaction and just educate them. Right. Here's what normal growers do. Here's what the kind of uh, pitfalls that might affect the local ecology. And even teach some free classes for some of these people so that they, they're actually unaware. I think um, when I first started tuning into the episode before I joined, you guys were talking about how ill-informed a lot of the local politicians and law enforcement were. You can be the person that informs them, right? But just take the time to do it. If you offer a public thing on a Saturday or a Sunday or talk to them on what's the best day to do it and come into their space and teach them, it can be the best thing for you. If you're a dispensary, go into local nursing homes. You'll have a hook, line, and sinker. They'll have a whole bus that goes to your dispensary. I've seen it happen, right? That's how you connect with it because the elderly people need cannabis. They need it for sleep and pain. That's some of the, the biggest reasons why people buy stuff for, for medical reasons. Those two reasons, right? Nursing homes are some of the best people you could go market to, right? Because they're the people that will benefit the most from this medicine. So this is the type of stuff where you can make huge inroads in your local politics. I guarantee you, you, you get the, 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 the whole bus full of little old ladies to show up Laws will start changing faster than you can realize. Especially they're afraid they of have, them. Especially when they have the positive effects, right? And when they go back and they actually use that fucking medicine and it's better than the medicine they're getting from the, you know, from the counter, then it's just a positive for everybody around. You start changing people's minds. 
And when the vote comes up next time and people have to vote, they'll check the yes box instead of the no box. I will also say, too, though, if the Democrats don't get their shit together, it's time for a new fucking party. And I've been voting third party. I've been voting third party for fucking... God, I think think one, I voted every election and I've only not voted third party in one of them. But I'm going to keep voting. (laughs) I'm hoping more parties. Yes. I want like 15 parties. Yeah. To abolish the the two party system needs to die in a fire. There needs to be a limited party. Five or seven parties minimum. The problem is, is once they got down to two, they started enacting laws to make it impossible for anything outside of the two. And they've done that for so many years now. Listen, if they don't do something soon, even that it's going to be one party. And then we're going to have to use the Second Amendment to fix that shit. Like, there's a reason why we have that. And that's the that's the kind of case glass. I I feel it. It's the glass. But if they if straight up like. What other option does the public have if, the, if and I'm not going to say anybody's going to cause it, but if one of the two parties in the next election seizes power, what other option is there left? And that's an honest question. I don't what is your peace unit going to do to military hardware? Exactly. Oh, I don't know. What is your peace unit going to do to a tank, man? Why don't you ask Kennedy what, how well that went? Yeah, no, what is it? What is, it, you, peace, well what is a peace shooter? gonna do to um to a uh a, a drone that you don't even see well, when people get involved as a missile and then yeah, people they get hard. Know, yeah they won't even know uh, that you even weren't even there they'd be like oh he must have exploded um he must have been making some uh about, some it's not about that shit. it's about one well-placed round in the right place i mean Ask Franz Ferdinand how well, you know, one fucking pistol round and one grenade went, right? Like, fucking one round changed history and it killed fucking 80 million people. One round did that, right? So, so I don't... Yeah, there's tactical timing. For sure. Different text. Hopefully he doesn't come to that. Insane. Or another man, another famous martyr, uh, Muhammad Bouaziz. How many of you know that name? Muhammad Bouaziz is the man who started the um, the Arab Spring. He's the man who set himself on fire in the steps of in Libya. There we go. Uh, the truth of the matter is that the World War One would have like broken out anyway. That was like an excuse, basically. But uh, you know, it is true that it broke out that day. It was a crazy story too. Like uh, they originally basically missed Franz Ferdinand and his wife, but sissy, whatever. Uh, and then uh, Gavrilo Princip basically like was consoling himself with a fucking sandwich, and basically happened the 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 chauffeur of the car was lost. And basically ended up driving by the freaking sandwich shop. And he's like, wait a second, what the fuck? And he literally drops his sandwich on the ground and goes and shoots him. It's so freaking ridiculous. Yep. Moral of the story, sandwiches are evil. <laughs> the irony is, too, that uh, 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 Archduke Ferdinand and his wife were actually known to be uh, mod- like uh, moderni- modernizers and reformers. Uh, Sisi was really... Uh, uh, beloved by like the, the the Hungarians and so on, and uh, Ferdinand was in favor of modernizing the the military. In fact, he was catching a lot of shit from his. Uh, oh, the fuck!
Yeah, man. Catching some <laughs> dead air, man. Give <laughs> <laughs> a mic dead problem, air, man. I got the Damn. Skywalker. I'm putting the Skywalkers in the, in the jar right now. Skywalker times Rambo, bro. Look out for that heat, baby. <laughs> well, yeah. what was weird about that was that he he must have heard himself go, go uh, his mic go out before we did because I still heard him after he thought his mic went out. Yeah, that is true. That is I as well. Same. So you heard me, but I didn't hear you. Right. I can so hear like, you the sound right now, completely yeah. went dead. You're perfect. This is really annoying. Hold on. Good sound. Perfect sound. <clears throat> All right. Testing, testing. Anyway, uh, what was I saying was uh, Sisi was really popular among the Hungarians, and Ferdinand was actually trying to modernize his uh, military, and they were trying to actually remove some of the, I don't even remember right now, uh, unfriendly provisions to, it was like Yugoslavia, basically, because Yugoslavia was essentially part of, or at least part of it, Serbia, Croatia, whatever. Anyway, was still part of the Australian, Austro-Hungarian Empire, and uh, he was in favor of modernizing, whatever. Long, stuff, long fucking story short. Uh, so they killed the wrong dudes. But it doesn't matter. They, they want to kill somebody. Very important when you're killing people. Make sure you kill the right ones. That's a, <laughs> exactly. It is key. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they killed the right people to start the war, but they basically like they killed the future of like a happy Austria on some sense. You know, like because they basically killed those guys. There were no like reformers left. So, for example, when Hitler took over Germany, they just rolled in basically into Austria. There was nobody to oppose them morally or anything else. And he was just like, and the Austrians were like, yay. Basically, speaking of um, Hitler, aren't they supposed to dig up that uh, Nazi gold train this year? Um, I think that I was last year. Was I want to say that was last year, and then we suspiciously didn't hear anything more about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying. Like, I, I thought for some reason I thought it was like March of this year they were going to finally break into that, but there's like mm -hmm. two or three missing Nazi gold trains that are like pulled into tunnels and then detonated for later use and. Uh, they never went back and got them, and they supposedly found one beginning of last year. And then I don't know. That's why I was kind of hoping that maybe, maybe somebody had a little follow-up. I haven't heard it. I don't know. Like actual gold? Like made oh, yeah. of gold? Oh, yeah. No, they, the, the Nazis stole everything. They stole no, art. Like they stole gold. They stole everything. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, Dolly like billions gold. of it. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't going to hear shit. Nothing. Never. What else is new, gentlemen? What's going on, Tommy? Tommy's muted. It's sir. Mute. Is that an iron cross? Yeah, my grandpa took that from a Nazi in mm. World War II. Took it right off his neck. Mm. Before they, uh, whatever, you know, mm. handle some business, but... Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've heard a few stories of different things. I don't, I don't know how do I say this. There you go. Right I probably said something uh, offensive. There's we have a few uh, Austrian listeners and stuff. I'm not trying to say that the Austrians are terrible people. <laughs> now they're going to say motherfucking people are these fucking colors Nazis and shit. But. Be, be <laughs> you know, there the was like a million people the at the, in front of the Hofplatz. There was like a million people there basically saying hello to Hitler when he showed up. So it wasn't all of Austria, but there was a ton of them there. Well, yeah, have you popped into new genetics to change the subject? To I've just popped something called Russell because that's my name. I had to oh, right on. that shit. And 
it's Jack here. It's they're both back. There's a Jack Herrera back cross, and then that's crossed to a Chem Dog back cross. So Jack Herrera BX times Chem Dog BX. So I'm excited about those. I got a couple going right now. Little seedlings about this big. That sounds good. Right on. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't had any jack in a long time. Dude, that looks nice. I used to grow it, but... Smash, where'd you get it? Oh, here, let me... I guess I could spotlight it's it. It's easier now. There's uh, a who's bunch the of different phenos with jack hair. Feminized. Dr. Blaze? I don't know it. <laughs> right Mashed, if you want to grow jack hair, I can get you some way back jack. It's about this was a uh, well, I just figured she's here now. <clears throat> I was gonna say, so decent. Mr. Mr. Green Jean is that a refresh of some old uh jack hair <laughs> recently called Wayback Jack. I can get you some of those. It's just basically a, a self cross. Okay, yeah, we'll talk. I'll hit you up on Discord or something. I'm going to see him in a couple days, so I'll have him bring me some for you. I really want some of that Oreo. Like, that's what I, I want that. So, so I have bad. a I have an Oreo Chill Jill cross right now. I could send you those. Actually, I gave some out yesterday if you were out at the OKC meetup. Um, it's an Oreo Chill Jill, uh, which is a Jack Herrera crossed with Jilly Bean. Um, uh, so actually, that same Jack Herrera cut I was just referring to uh, crossed with a Jilly Bean uh, is the Chill Jill. Uh, and then uh, those two are crossed with a female. That's the male. And then the female is the Oreo. And that I have. I can absolutely send you those. Uh, Oreo, what's a cross on Oreo? What is that? Oreo is, um, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The cut that Mr. Green Jeans has of the Oreo that he works with, it yeah. smells like DMT when it's growing. When you separate the trichome heads and you press the rosin, it really smells like DMT like that. Like you like you put like a, a a plastic grocery bag onto like a lava lamp or like an easy bake oven and it like melts the plastic and it smells awful. That's what a plant smells like. But when you smoke it, it tastes like chocolate. It has the strangest fucking huh. turbo. Oh. Huh. Yeah, then that is. I mean, I get the burnt plastic kind of smell sometimes, but uh, uh, got some funky shit right now. And I got that blueberry, dude. That blueberry raz is loud down there. I want to cross the Oreo with this fucking wolf stomper, and it'll make mm. fucking turp profile the world's ever seen between that trans nerdall and the weird shit in the fucking Oreo. I can't think of anything weirder to cross than those two. Throw G- GMO in that shit too, and make mm-hmm. it real yeah, fucking little, disgusting. Yeah, a little GMO. <laughs> really make it fucking stink. I have some bag seed from some Oreos. Okay. Some bag- no, I want Oreo cookies. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I know double stuff. Right? I just had a piece of chocolate right now. Shh, or the the Trader Joe's ones, dude. If you guys haven't, haven't tried those, they're amazing. They're called JoJo's because it's Trader Joe's. But they have like uh, in the holiday season, they had peppermint ones. The cookies were chocolate with little itty bitty spe- specks of peppermint in it, and the filling was basically cream with peppermint chunks in it. It was fucking mm. magical. Toblerones are great. I would. Dude, I don't know peppermint. I'm not the biggest fan of. I'd have a couple of. You joke. know what I mean? Fuck off this show right now. 
I'll, I'd, I'd more of like a, mm, what kind of mint? Like a Girl Scout cookie mint. Girl Scout cookie oh. mint. Yeah, like you guys remember thin mint. It's like a light spearmint or something. Yeah, thin mints are my favorite. Did you guys ever try? Um, and this is gonna sound really bitchy. Um, Mike's hard lemonade had a mold wine, like cold mold wine fucking like spiced drink that was like five percent that was the shit and they only made it for like a year or two and never made it again did you ever have it it was it was really fucking good like like addictively good no i've had four loco <laughs> i've had four loco <laughs> i cracked my head on the bottom of a pool after drinking four and that's something that reminded me of that taste in my mouth all of a sudden. I was like, oh my God, I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs> Remember, uh, MD 2020 or Boone's Farm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the, oh, and the dude grabbed one of those in a 40. Yeah, bro. bro. That shit was big, bro. That shit was big. The brown bag with the 40. That was... Speaking of which, when is our 40s night? We said we were having a 40s uh, night. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking it would be tonight, but then I was like, man, I'd have to advertise it ahead of time. If we're doing a 40 night, we got to do an old school style and everyone has to duct tape them with both hands until they're done. Hell no. We're not playing Edward 40 <laughs> in the show. Like old school. <laughs> well, there's no. a name for that. And I can't remember. Edward 40 hands. Edward 40 hands. No, that wasn't what we called it. That was our... And we would we would get a 40 ounce like at the end of uh our shift and me and this dude we, we would, stuff uh, taped we would them. race them and just pound like a whole 40 ounce not like malt liquor but like just a, like a normal beer. We used to do anyone play wizard staffs <laughs> every beer you drank you taped together until it made a staff. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one. Or, they call them grand slams or strikeouts. Where you rip a bong, do a shot, chug your beer, and then blow your bong hit out. Yep. Yeah. Everyone here probably, everyone here has made a gravity bong. But the best is to do a gravity bong and have like an old, like 20 or 30 gallon cooler. Because you can make it and get into like a swimming pool where you like. Pop up inside of it and then just fucking fill the whole fucking cooler. That's what we used to do in my exercise, man. That was the shit. That's hardcore. Yeah, we used to get the big juices and make them. Yeah, some next level shit. Yeah, what you do is you make the whole fucking thing. Uh, again, in the shallow end, obviously, you don't want to do this in the deep end, kiss you black out. But you, 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 you do the fill the whole cooler, or you know what else works really well is those, um, like gallon jugs they use for water coolers, you know, you just cut the bottom off and those work really good too. Cause they have those nice caps you can put on top and drill the hole. It works really well for adapting them as a bong rig. Uh, and then you fill those bits. Steve, I don't want to waste pop up inside of it and just fucking puff an on, it. on every like hit. About to black out and you just pull it off your head. <laughs> Steve's putting an eighth in each, each rip. He's like <laughs> down there trying to 
Oh, oh you would, I would black out. So like I've never not had access to weed basically since then. Mm. I mean, I feel you, but I've gotten dry for a little bit. Yeah, like I literally haven't been dry since I was 15. That's cool. I can't think of yeah, it. It happened. It still happens to me once in a while. Oh, it'll well, probably few me too. Like like anybody that's on the West Coast, they're probably even less so than me. Mm. I can't remember the last time. You always had like a friend. You could be like, man, I'm down and out right now. Can I just get a fucking mm. couple of nugs? Like, cause it's, that's how it works, man. Like everybody has like a bad week or bills or car breaks down. Like <coughs> you know, your own circle of friends and like, man, if somebody can't afford it, you just help them out. Cause like there might be a week. Exactly. Now where I'm in that spot, but they help you out. Like I kind of miss the camaraderie from that kind of the old black market days. Right. Like where people just took care of each other a little bit. You know what I mean? That definitely is gone in the new era, for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Still going strong here in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, you guys been doing me. shit forever. But I mean, over here is way different. Like, if you came over here, you would be like, "What the fuck?" This our scene's totally different. It's all big business. There's no real growers clubs or fucking anything like that over here. Maybe up in Maine. You might find a cool, like, couple people. When I was back in Philly in uh, December, and I'm going to go back out to Philly in March, so I'll give you an update when I go back to out there. Um, uh, the store-bought stuff was trash compared to what my homies were growing. It was just like, like a couple I of my still don't guys, have anyone growing, though. I don't want that. Like, here, let me give you some better shit. Like, <laughs> I got to like, leave in a couple of days. Like, I'll give you some of what I got. Yes, I know people that grow, but they're not like local or anything. You know, I can't just, yo, I'm coming to see you. Well, Smash, don't you live in a little bit smaller community or no? Not really. I mean, at the same time, when I say that, like, I mean, there's honestly probably plenty of people that like in 30, 40,000, 50,000 person towns, there's still plenty of people that grow. But I guess to say that there might not be a, there's enough of a stigma with weed honestly well i don't know honestly uh, there's enough of a stigma frankly with weed there's enough of even a perceived stigma with weed that a lot of folks will still keep under the radar i want to say especially in newer places uh uh, places that have just legalized and and so on colorado a lot of places now they're just like yeah whatever we grow like who gives a shit nobody really cares nobody judges you it's been around for a long time but even in oregon people still kind of judge you a little bit it's changing a lot but uh, uh, there's still a stigma against uh, growing weed or, oh my God, they're growing weed next door. Da, 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 da. If someone found out you're a weed grower, they might think a little bit less of you. They might not, but then they might think less of you. So I'm like, I'm not honestly surprised. I'm kind of speculating, I have to be honest, but based on just knowing, you know, other people around the country and so on, I don't think I'm that far off. I wouldn't be surprised if it's literally just the fact that it's new, still a little bit uh, uh, suspicious for people to do. They're happy buying it. A plan. lot of folks are happy buying it. No, it is just really? a plant, man. People need to know that. It's just a plant. It's not yeah. going to attack you. It's well, not yeah, but come through they, your window at night. A lot of people don't like. I noticed a lot of people don't really want to grow it. They just want to get it. Oh, dude, that's common. A lot of people don't want to grow their tomatoes. A lot of people don't want to grow their uh, cucumbers or whatever else. Like it's too much work. 
like this is all out here. Store. You, you know, it takes, home. yeah, man, it takes a real, it takes a commitment basically to want to grow your tomatoes, you know, and a lot of folks will be frugal and they'll basically approach growing a vegetable garden out of frugality. But then some folks will basically not be frugal about it. And they'll basically say like, I want the best tomato. And you'll have both of those kinds of groups, not to mention others, but you'll have both of those groups basically growing tomatoes for completely different reasons, essentially. You know, think of like a, a weed people the same way. There's some people who'd be like, how do I say this? Uh, I guess I'm losing you my know, thoughts it's kind of sad because I can bring something like, even if it's, I think like I've been told my stuff's okay. You know what I mean? I've been told it's pretty good, but like the Cali packs are what people want for some odd reason. I'm like, why, why? Like I try to educate and they just like, yeah, I don't, they like smoking it. They like, they like the, buying the bags or the mylars and the, like ounce mylar bag, you know, like, it sucks. I'm like, yo, I'm telling you, you can grow better or you can find someone that gets better, but no one wants and seems to want to pick it up. Well, it's a, I guess now that we talk about that too, like it's a, it's a pretty massive commitment to start growing, you know, and, and someone tells you like, uh, yeah, trust me, you can grow better weed. Okay. I trust you. Now what? Well, now you got to spend a thousand bucks on a tent and they were, what? Oh, well, I'm just going to go back and buy some shit. You know, I'm just going to go yeah, exactly. or, you know, a quarter or yeah. whatever. You know, you, how do I say this? Like you have to be kind of a DIY person. That's one of the reasons why so many of us do overlap in this community. And we're like, oh, Charlie's Farm, you also like spicy food or so-and-so. I can't remember. Someone else was like, oh, you have the exact same interest as like all the rest. And then people like half the audience basically raises their hand. They do too. We have very significant overlaps. And some of those overlaps are basically wanting to and being able to DIY basically. Like exactly. Some people do not want to and do not care to. Go ahead. I built my deck. I built my fence. Um, and if I if I build, I'm going to build everything else. You know, I I worked. I started working um, in uh, in electrical, and then went into HVAC. And so, yeah, when when I was doing the construction work. You know, I always wanted to learn different stuff. I always wanted, I, I didn't want to be in one spot. So and then I wanted to learn how to cook. So I went to culinary school. Then I wanted to learn how to um, work on cars. So I went to auto uh, technology school and I graduated from that. So uh, I went to a lot of different schools to, to be able to learn all the different things. I think, uh, I think pretty much everybody here probably has done a lot of different things and and they pretty much like you said be they're they're uh, a jack of all trades yeah. well i think you you gotta have the want to do it that's for sure um like i love this hobby so and i you know i don't have the cash to burn you know fucking everything that they say you need so you just what do you need you have to, you know, you need a can of man. Try to do something, so. <laughs> make something work. You know, build something you've seen, or try your own things. Uh, be creative. There's, you know, you don't have to buy that product. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. I seen, I seen some. Uh, I guess we'll say like uh, black market grows in California, San Bernardino County. And they're going over their like trash pile with a camera, and all you see is Fox Farm products by the five gallon jug. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> damn. And they're in dirt. I'm like, why wouldn't you just put more dirt, good dirt, and start? Like, why do you, why would you keep adding that shit? You, you, you guys have Fox Farm over there? We have it here. Yeah, it's all over. It's oh, you do? coast to coast. 
Yeah, really? they sell it at the, at the big box store. They sell it at the grocery so store. So what they yeah, did, yeah. So <laughs> what they did is they have their original plant, Akeda or whatever, and then they were like, yeah. "Oh, we we've noticed the East Coast is starting to legalize, so they put a halfway plant somewhere." And Coot says it's different products between the two. That's why it sucks over here. Speaking of which, oh, I want to give a okay, shout out to okay. Brendan Rust. So Brendan Rust has some fucking awesome soil mix he's working with now. And it actually is like fully rounded on all your nutrients, uh, macro and micro, um, and uh, is is cheaper than a lot of the competitors with, that have much shittier nutrient profiles. Because um, I was over at his place yesterday and he was showing us side by sides of the different nutrients and nutrient comparisons and stuff. And he was like torching them on most of the, so uh, and it's much better per yard. Uh, it's like 200 and something per yard versus oh. most of the other competitors are 300 something per yard. Um, so uh, I'm going to definitely do a test run of it on one of my commercial runs next run uh, and get from him once he gets me the final pricing on the pallet price uh, delivered to where we're, we needed to get it to for my customer. So but I will be running that. But when I looked at the numbers on it, I was like, man, this is this is fucking awesome. So um, definitely reach out to Brandon Ross if you're interested in, in bulk soil because I was very impressed with the numbers he showed me yesterday. What well, so, soil was that? Spartan. I got a question for you. Uh, Brandon Rust is a soil on his uh, Bokashi Earthworks. He's killing okay. it. Okay. You still got your like living cocoa thing going? Um, no, I just took, I just uh, got rid of those. I just I'm going to try doing the little living cocoa situation. Yeah, I used uh, Coco Loco, and that's just cocoa mixed with uh, earthworm castings, basically. It's basically making the coots mix soil with cocoa instead of peat, is what it is. If you mm. just, and Coco Loco is cheap as fuck. It's like 10 bucks. Yeah. I got on sale for like $10 for, I want to say, was it two cubic foot? Maybe two cubic feet in that bag? I can't remember. So you have to use that as, as like the two, uh, two thirds instead of one yeah. third of each. Well, where you normally use peat, you just sub out cocoa. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're using, well, since it has the worm castings though, so you just use. Yeah, it's already putting twenty five percent or seventy five percent cocoa, twenty five percent worm castings and compost. Sixty six to start. Sixty six percent. I might take. I mean. I figured that's that might be a little more, a little less. I don't know. This my round, I guess. How are you watering it? I was gonna put it on a system. I want to put the apple fritter on a system. I think if you're gonna put it like on a dripper or even top feed it, I would just uh, I would put it. I'd more top. You know, I mean, I know I understand what you're saying, like mixing it in, but I would honestly just top top dress the castings and then maybe do it. You know. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you. Time, time it out, right? Light in your cocoa. Uh, I use I when I do the cocoa, I use the same thing. It's uh, loco cocoa, wherever. Uh, yeah, coco loco. Yeah, coco loco. And I uh, I used to use uh, royal gold. I just I ran out. I, I bought a pallet of that, and I ran out. But uh, the tuper. Yeah, tuper. Yeah. So that's just perlite and cocoa, right? Yep, thirty then, uh, thirty seventy blend, I think. Right. And then the uh, the Coco Loco, <laughs> I used to use that just for uh, like seedlings and stuff because I like the consistency of it. And like, you can just like get it wet, like poke a hole with your finger in a, in a cup and transplant clones into it. So, yeah. But, uh, 
but smash if you're, if you're coming from the top like the way the way you know you cocoa you're going to keep a little more moist right then you're going to you know so you either want to add aeration because you want to keep it a little more moist and i would like like put more of the the amendments at the top especially if you're going to only be coming you know top watering like i do both i i do i flood and drain but then like once a week i come over top with all my microbes and stuff and then i rinse down the castings and the frass and you, you can just you know what i mean you can just watch it di- sorry and then yeah. you can watch it disappear down into there so i'm just saying you know what i mean like this the stuff in the bottom it almost you're not going to want to wash it out but it it's I don't know. I just think it would work better if you do more of it on the top, even if you just amended it into like the top half of the cocoa. That'd be a recommendation I would have. Uh, Because you do want to keep it a little more moist. uh, I would say Uh, that's one that's one of the like benefits, I think. Yeah, if you were to use Coco Loco, it's already blended in there and then you can top dress more on top. Top. Yeah, yeah. What Smash is talking about is building his own cocoa local by using straight cocoa, and he wants to blend a little worm casting with it to make that right consistency or whatever. Instead of using kilt, whatever that word is for the soil, when you mix the two, they right? Guess we're gonna have to. I don't need this. Is like foreplay. You're gonna have to talk about pH next, and what else? Uh, PPMs. What else? You're gonna have to do the whole thing for the freaking audience. I don't even know. Yes, I get to Jeez. be a salt grower for a little bit. Shit. I get to be a salt well, grower is... for a little bit. We still have the, I'll still have organic pots going, like always, but this is just having fun. I'm yeah, just having good. fun, honestly. Yeah. Well, you can Why not try again. it again and try to get some success off and make a living cocoa pot? That would be cool to have. You know, That's I got a living it. cocoa pot. It's not salt. I don't think there's a such thing as a living cocoa pot. If you were to have a living soil pot that has cocoa in it, it would just be living soil, but it would have cocoa in it to its detriment, really. But See, like, well, living cocoa, I, really, I don't know if there's a such thing. I mean, you mix uh, worm soil and serve worm castings in it. Yeah. But I mean, like, the cocoa itself is inert. Like, that's why people use it, because it's basically inert. Well, right. it but, you know, but pretty much the same goes for Pete. I yeah, ran about two years. Well, Pete pot, actually is interactive. Pot. Like, Pete, Pete, a little bit Pete is mostly but inert, but it's basically it it's acidic, it has humic acid in it. Can't even say it. It well, does break down. Yeah, cocoa well, holds it, calcium it, and stuff would, very well, and the ionic exchange between it's a little bit lower than peat, but you still get some. The thing I like about cocoa is it hydrates better. That's the reason I like cocoa in a soil. There you go. That's why I use half peat, half cocoa milled in my soil. Is because it hydrates better because the peat will is hydrophobic, and unless you're using a wetting agent. It's hard as fuck. You have to fucking come out and water like three times and do it real slow to get that fucking water going unless you're going to ask add a wedding aid. I would just argue that the, the peat you're letting it get you dry then. But I agree, it is very hydrophobic. Um, well, I, you can I, I ran them. I ran cocoa 100%. I ran cocos for like two straight without ever changing them. I were messing running uh, cover crops and running autoflowers again and again and again and again. There's worms in the pot. Yeah, I called it living soil. I mean, it was just cocoa and not peat. And it didn't seem to have any issues. I don't know. I just did top dresses with uh, fucking amendments here and there. And that was it. So, so you think there is a good amount of stuff in the uh, the local cocoa then, right? Yeah, I mean, 
Oh, worm it, dude, yeah, look in the bag, bro. It's like not only is it worm casting, I think they've got like minerals in there, like uh, rock dust and some other yeah, shit. Yeah, but that's, I mean, I just wasn't sure. You know, it doesn't see, I don't know. I, I guess I've never. Dude, like, I, uh, I ran, I think, I think I ran two runs in that cocoa with autoflowers before I saw any deficiencies. Right. Without any. So then I started to trust. Yeah. Well, I was doing, I was doing a cover crop and they had worms in there and, and some right. worm castings, but that was it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, like I said, yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never tested it. You know what I'm saying? I just, so I didn't really, I've never tested it either. I just ran that shit. So saw what right, I could right. do with it. That's well, that's, I mean, that's basically, yeah, you did test it then. So if you got two crops out of uh, some, you know, some autos, I mean, I don't think the autos probably don't feed as heavy as, you know, but uh, that's, yeah, that's why I wanted to test it. And in in when I was how, testing, how big of a pot? How big of a pot was it? It was one of my city pickers, so I would say equivalent of at least a ten gallon. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, a lot of Yep. And uh, it was bottom watered the whole time. You know, it was a sip container. Hmm. And it was out white, some white clover was the cover crop. Just, just cut the top off the bag and then stick the plant right in, or just cut it off. In the plastic, I, I think I read it. I had a couple of bricks I hydrated. Right into the bag. <laughs> there you it go. Work. It'll work. That's how people do potatoes. Exactly yeah. how they do potatoes. Yeah. Just drop the potatoes. I got to pull everything out of the fucking tent first and get that hung up and dried. Like, And then I'm going to put, well, while I'm doing that, the apple fritter is going to go on the flour. I've got some apple fritter going right now. I'm going to take clones of it. Have you guys had it before? I got it. I haven't had it from a good grower. No, what, but I've apple had fritter? it. Yeah, apple fritter. Yeah, I mean, I grew, I grew some uh, when I first got the cut. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's, it's all right. I think it produces. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I feel about it. I, I was like, like it's not a New York grower. Yes, New Yorker. It's okay. It's just, mm. it's okay. It's not yeah. like any. It's just okay. I don't mm. know. To me, it's a mid. Hey, it's yeah, it not like knock my socks off. I mean, there's better stuff, but I just you know, I'm, exactly. I, right now, I'm growing. Basically, I grow. Uh, you know, one plant of everything to that I have in my library, and then I just I flower them out. I'm just playing the plant count game with the, uh, you know, tiptoeing around with that. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing like what under. I do twelve plants right now under eight lights. So um, that it just comes in rotation, but yeah, I don't think I'm gonna cut clones. You know, I, I already know I didn't cut clones of the apple. I need another there. light, so. and I've been looking. I need to. So we're, we're I'm working on my basement. Obviously, I'm trying to build. A, like it's gonna end up being like a ten by ten room, probably, realistically. Um, and then I'm gonna use the five by five veg only. And then I have another tent for, I have two other tents for clone and, and other things. So I'm trying to build like a five to, by five room. Or a I 10 like by 10 apologize. room next. I'd like to apologize to the person who made uh, that strain. I don't want them to be upset that we. Well, I like apple fruit. <laughs> what is the cross on apple fruit? Fumi doesn't like Mac 1. 
I like Maple Leaf, and, and I, Spartan and loves I'm, it. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of apple fritter though, but that's just I like it. I like drop cookies and oh, I like the animal cookies. I See, that's say. the thing. See, that's the thing. I'm not a huge fan. Of Y'all need to send me cuts of all of them so I can try them all, and then I will get back to you with my answer. But I do love. You have to meet me. I love chopped cookies, though. I like a chopped cookies. I want to try a good chopped cookies. You have that border problem issue. That come like bad eggs or something. So. I'll, they'll let me in. They don't. They should be. It's old enough. They should no, let me in soon. They don't care. I jaywalked one time, and they don't. They won't let me in. I, I yeah, bet you those smash. You, smash. I bet you if you called ahead and you fucking yeah, talked exactly. to them and you I set it up. Set it up. I bet you you get you get through fine. If you fucking yeah. as long as you're declaring everything and you fucking call ahead mm-hmm. and you tell them you'd like to do it and that stuff and where you're going and all that, I'm sure they'll be fine to let you in. All like right. as, as long as you do it right. I watched the border get... show. I don't think so. I bet you a hundred dollars you won't be able to get in. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a hundred on it. Well, all it's gonna no. take is a phone call to find out. I just he read said he was on probation or parole. If he was on probation or parole. He's not getting in. I'm yeah, telling you right now. They have certain things. Trust me, I've looked into it very closely. My one of my good friends' is families from out there. So I was trying to go with them. But I wanted they will consider it if it's a certain amount of time away from the crime. And you've been like like an actual citizen that's actually been a good citizen without getting in trouble for anything, even seatbelt or anything, they'll actually consider letting you in. Um. <clears throat> so this Delman says the uh, apple fritter strain is unknown, and this is supposed to be lumpy. Uh, right? Oh yeah, lumpy flowers. I think flowers. they say that this is the, the this is the suspected cut, but I guess lumpy won't confirm or uh, deny, supposedly. Yeah, something like that, but that's what supposedly is in it. Man, I was hoping Coop would come on. I was going to tell him I did the avocado. Right? <laughs> oh, you did the avocado tech? I was going to fuck with that. I did it, though. I mean, I'd like and to see all of, uh, see how, like, what was Coop's I'd like to really see how alive they all are. Like, damn, there they all are. There's a lot of them. Like, okay, what? cool. And then you take it away, you know what I mean? It, you know, and then they go back. Down Dude, didn't back. I tell you about the freaking uh, solo like cup that. tech? Like I was yeah, laughing about like, it because like everyone's talking about avocado tech to basically expose the worms there. And I accidentally had a solo cup tipped over on the soil and I literally picked it up. And sure enough, there was like a million fucking worms yeah, there, yeah. just like avocados. So it was like, yeah, it literally like just everything. has to be a covered area pretty much. Yeah, it could be a fucking rock. No, they don't hey, like, that's I, why I, went, I did it with a rock. They don't go under them as much. Like I have some, some rocks just like you know kind of give you like a natural kind of thing but you ever like i was going to the rocks and i looked under rocks i see tommy sprinkling rocks and all his spots what's jim's opinion what's jim's opinion on this i haven't heard it you got some gems on there too it's crazy he thinks it's freaking ridiculous that you should eat them instead of putting them on your soil and listen to this i can even get them for real cheap at the uh uh, like you know what you can get for real cheap? Minerals. I hope you get your rocks real cheap. Dude, how would you get cheaper avocados in Michigan than we get in Oregon? 
Like they're always over a dollar now. Well, I'm just saying you get the the ones that are almost rotten anyway. Like I, I go oh, okay. to this uh, market, right, and they have all the clearance stuff. So basically, like you can buy it and like yeah, feed it to rabbits or you know what I'm saying. If you if you're real broke, you can you can eat. The, you know what I'm saying. The, I mean, the, see, that's the, different, right? Like honestly, if I owned an avocado orchard or if I had an avocado tree and you have like fruit fall and there's a bunch of fruits that are you know overripe, I would use the shit out of avocados because they have like right. a, a, probably a pulp that breaks down extremely easily. It's I'm sure it's all plant available. It's filled with all kinds of plant oils that probably I would imagine are somehow, uh, this is speculation, but I would imagine all those oleo, blah, 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 saccharide, whatever the fucks, I bet you that the plants yeah. could use them in the synthesis of terpenes and so on. I mean, that's really a sure. leap on my part, but I, I, I would suspect, because I mean, when Coot talks about, I don't know if Coot's listening right now, but uh, if he knows anything about this, I'd be happy to, to hear it because avocados are by no means the only plant that has anything like this, but like any fruit, vegetable, squash, we were talking about potatoes a second ago. Like as we learn more and more about fermenting stuff in the future, there will probably be things that we actually actively uh, compost for our plants so that we will actually uh, uh, push the plants to, to create, I don't know, for all, I guess, uh, let's say, for example, uh, anthocyanins. For all we know, if you were to compost a bunch of potatoes on top of your plant, please don't do this. This is just speculation on my part. But let's say, for example, avocado or potato or whatever, maybe it pushes transneurolidol or maybe it pushes like a freaking jasminic acid or whatever the fuck. And maybe you'll have a noticeable difference in uh, uh, terpene content, uh, THC content, plant morphology, on and on and on. Maybe the plant will just grow a little bit bigger. I was going to say that a lot of these compounds are really plant available. It's one of the reasons why when Coot talks about just grinding up a, a seed sprout tea or even easier, just using malted barley because it literally is just a seed sprout tea that's dry already. The plants are able to assemble that stuff because they don't really know that it comes from a, a, a barley plant. They don't really care. Like for the most part, there are some compounds they do care about, but basically those primary compounds, they don't give a shit and they'll absorb them from the soil no matter what. So I don't know if I had, long story short, if I had an avocado orchard or a fucking tree in my backyard with lots of avocados, or if I did, if I lived next door to a, a, a grocery store that basically sold rotting organic avocados, I'd use the shit out of them. But I would never, never happen in Portland. Sorry. Or in Sorry. I still think that's a good. Extra uh, large. I like what you're saying there, Humidor, because just think of, if nothing else, it's providing some, a, a different source of food for a microbe that you're probably not going to have in abundance. And you're going to bloom that <laughs> microbe, and that's going to affect a change in your soil, hopefully for the better. But it'd be interesting to see. But then again, like you just said, actually, it's a good point. It's not always for the better. You know, no, we might put something in there. We might put too much. Uh, I don't even know what, you know. Yeah, it uh, may make the perfect uh, scenario for avocado, not for cannabis. <clears throat> Does the fruit come from a flowering tree? So is it? Yes. Flowering so the, let's look it up. Yeah, usually it flowers. Yeah, I have avocado get, flowers. So avocado yeah. flowers. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, can I use my old blossoms? Can I use my old guacamole? You know, flip over the container and use all guacamole. As long as you know it's Green. organic, so you know that it hasn't had any weird shit on yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who? Let's, see why not. I mean, let's keep it real. Avocados are expensive mm -hmm. enough as it is. It's just a, a little bit more to get the, the if you get um, them free, like organic ones. Yeah. Shit's, yeah. Use yeah. this shit. Don't your compost. Who cares? Well, really, that's what all this is, is composting on your soil. Which you've got to be careful, you know, that you don't go overboard because then you're going to heat up your soil and it's going to get warm. Yeah. 
Damn, that's a moldy pit. Look yeah. at that freaking. That oh, is. Shit. You're feeding on both. Whoa. I want that tree. Right? You mean? Where's the echo from? Not the from echo me. from. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say you are you gonna mute it over there. <laughs> Oops. Uh technical issues, ladies and gentlemen. Um D Groot Cherry Garcia. I don't have a lighter. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> you don't have a lighter? No, Man. mine actually died. I know the feeling. I have all I try not to buy disposable lighters, but the non-disposable lighters lighters I buy are consistently dog shit. So now I have two nice lighters. Literally, this is pissing me off. I have okay. Granted, one is older. Like this one has it's old. But I got this old Calibri, or no, this is a Corona. They're both Japanese lighters. This one basically is dead, and this one you guys have heard me talk about is basically dead. This one, the brand name is even in Japanese Spark, but this piece of shit can't even spark like. Anything. So I have to send it both basically back to fucking warranty. Yeah, the name is ironic. So anyway, I ended up buying like uh, reluctantly because I hate buying uh, uh, disposable lighters. But wouldn't you know it? They run out of gas. So, so I basically bought. I, have, I, I know the feeling. I have one lighter basically. This one I just a of, pack of fifty big lighters from Big oh. at the beginning of the pandemic because I wasn't about to go to Target. And and go get lighters because he's the last time went to Target to go get lighters. All they have Target's is the bougie ones. place, man. And go to Target for lighters? That's bougie as hell. That's the bougie Target's that's the bougie Walmart. <laughs> we don't have Walmart's here, bro. Walmart Walmart's oh, monopolized in, in, in the county. I don't live in the county. I live in the city. So there's no Walmarts are always out in the county area. They're not hey, never in the city. Hey, don't defend and the it. Targets are. Don't defend it, bro, no, man. If you're going to be no, bougie, no, no. be bougie about your goddamn no, 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 no. lighters. Fuck yes. Be bougie. It's like no, no. a funny like stigma that like Target's always been like Big the life. bougie one. Yeah. There's I always totally memes agree. about it. I'm like dying laughing. You don't have you don't hey, you don't have people at Target. Target Target is the one with Starbucks in it. I gotta say that. Exactly. You don't have people at Target, like you like they said. The they have people at Walmart. The toy my kids like the toys section there better. Walmart has Subway. <laughs> and McDonald's. or Duncan's. Walmart is crazy. All right, if you guys Walmart want to talk about bougie, either, if you, you guys don't even know the the meaning of the word bougie, I think you guys are just like making it up at this point because you're target calling uh, target. It's <laughs> just bougie. If you want to know bougie, you can take a look right now. You can, by the way, buy me one if you don't think that I'm lying. Uh, don't buy this one because I would probably Damn. sell it. That one looks. I don't think I would I'm use that with own? your hand, honestly. That is absurd, but I bet you anything that that's like super popular right there. These are crazy good quality lighters, uh, but it looks like they've gone nuts in style. Like, look at these. This one, this one looks bizarre, but I almost want it because of the the, the lacquer. Uh, St. Dupont, basically, the their uh, the lighters make a characteristic ping sound. Like when you open them, they go ping. 
They're really, uh, 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 once you know that sound, you're like, oh, it's a DuPont. Uh, anyway, this is this is bougie lighters right here. If you want a bougie lighter, pick up one of these. $700 freaking lighter that goes bing. All it does is go bing and light your freaking uh, uh, joints. But that's <laughs> a bougie lighter that right there. That's a bougie <laughs> fucking lighter. This one's $1,200 right there. That's bougie. Not a big lighter from fucking Target. Now, I don't know where, I think it's on page two. I want that one right there. I want the space one that's the regular. Here we go. So they even call themselves luxury light. These guys are their torch lighters. They look like a freaking Hummer. Hey, you know but, the bing uh, still works better anyways. Probably. <laughs> most likely. Exactly. You know what? Uh, that was all right. These guys are. Oh, uh, look at weird. the duck. LOL. Yeah, those are. I don't even know, man. Well, I guess this is like their. Dude, I guess this is like their cheap brand or something. I don't even know. All right. They don't have the one that I wanted. I wanted the. Uh, dang it. That's unfortunate. I wanted this one right here, basically. That Galaxy. Dude, that looks yeah. nice. The, the engraving's a little like bougie, doctor. honestly, but yeah. the, the Galaxy shit, dude, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. If I had one of those, right. I'd put an air tag on it. Oh, I, I haven't asked you, Fueler. How up are you on the expense? I finished it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. It. yeah. I was, uh, I don't know. Did you find yourself being uh, perplexed at how quickly they just wrapped everything up and it was like, oh, yeah, see you, bye. Yeah, they read, there was, I feel like there's supposed to be three more episodes there. But mm. Yeah, they, they sure, it sure went pretty fast in the end. You're goddamn right. Well, I wonder if we're going to find all, like, that he, they're not dead. Show. They've just gone to some other dimension or some shit. And he's mm. yet to pose a future. What happened? I don't know. We'll see. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about that show, oh, uh, The Expanse, on uh, Amazon. Marcus DeNaro, really, you know. It's mm. on Amazon. Yeah, I'm hoping talk. that uh, the alien entities are actually... Um, Marshmallow people coming back. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just joking. No, I think uh, Marco Anaros is one of the uh, one of my least favorite characters on the show. Also, he just seemed overwrought and silly. I mean, his his uh, his role or whatever is like a revolutionary was understandable, but he was just so like theatrically like made up and I don't know, just like a cartoon was character, Dracula. Or the something, exact you know? opposite of the Holden they created. Which, which again, whole, James Holden is probably the, one of the weakest parts of the entire show. Yeah, which he isn't in the book. Let me tell you. That's what you said. Was it the yeah. actor, or was it the show running, or what was it? Well, a good bit of the actor, I'd say, oh. but it was also what they changed in the what they changed in the storyline uh, made Holden way more holy than holier out than he was in the book. In the book, oh. he was just regular dude, and like he didn't. He didn't like log the the call all by himself, so everybody had to go do it. It was more; it was a captain's decision, not his. And yeah, yeah. a whole bunch then, of other, a whole bunch of. And things. then, like the 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 missile, like uh, I don't know, is it a spoiler alert when I say like? Oh, the missile! missile? Fuck me! Was I pissed at that? Fuck! Mm. Was I pissed at that? Amos should have fucked him off the fucking side mm. of the shuttle. But, you know, <laughs> dude, Naomi just about threw him off the shuttle. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing it's in space. Yeah. Pigs in space, bro. Pigs in space. Yeah, it's a pretty hey, it's a it's science man. fiction show. Hey, it's pretty good. good. <laughs> it's it's uh I don't know if you would get anything from watching one. I don't know, maybe you would because like the first couple episodes are kind of fun because they you gotta get fly around in space. You gotta get four deep before you're right. interested. Uh, that's yeah. what she said. Uh yeah. but uh yeah. <laughs> 
Cool. More like six. <laughs> <laughs> but how do I say this? Uh, it's like, I don't know. It was a good show. Like uh, a lot of times the science fiction shows are disappointing and cartoonish, you know, or, or you know, juvenile, or they're just used like big words. Like uh, we frabulated the Klingonimater and, and, and uh, Captain, we need to uh, defarculate the uh, such and such. You know, they just make shit up, right? Uh, the Expanse actually made some attempt, at least it seems like, to be somewhat cohesive and coherent. Uh, it, re- it reminded me a little bit of the whole like, how do I say this? Well, maybe like a new wave of sci-fi. Like there's the Martian. There's, uh, I guess, the new interpretation of Dune. There's some other stuff that I'm completely oh, forgetting right now. But how do I say this? Less cartoony, less space lasers, space dragons, space opera, and more like actual, how do I say this? Like 1950s style science fiction. I don't know. Maybe I'm freaking BSing. But uh, I guess what I, what I liked about the show is that it seemed plausible. Like it's depressing in that sense because it is very plausible because you have these billionaires run amok. Uh, the billionaires caused more problems than just about anybody in the entire show because it wasn't really the billionaires that basically brought the proto-molecule and then essentially uh, gave it up to basically uh, Marco Inaros through their uh, uh, negligence uh, and the Martians. The Martians got jealous basically because they thought like Earth was going to run away with the proto-molecule. Uh, so they basically hatched this unholy little alliance with the, the, the revolutionaries basically because of what the billionaires did, right? And the billionaires just kind of watched their hands of it and, we never really heard from them again, right? A couple of them went to jail, but the rest were like, yeah, see ya. Uh, how do I say this? Um, there's a lot of injustice in the show. You know, like, for example, Marco Inaros represents an entire class of people who are basically verifiably in the show uh, subjugated, right? They're basically treated as slaves. Uh, as, like shit by both sides. 100%, yeah, yeah, by the yeah, Martians by, and by their own. very even. much the middle, the, the middle group. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, like uh, when they uh, uh, they'll work on space stations and stuff, and when the boss basically doesn't want to pay them, they can just basically like space them. Like, they just like throw them into space. So like they literally like slave workers that they execute at the end of their job, and the, the, these people know that that happens like all the time. So I don't know. It's a very a little bit of a bleak uh, a show, honestly, because like Earth of the Future has I don't remember like some crazy number of people, like 40 billion people or something. And most of them are basically like unemployed on welfare. It's a very bleak way of looking at the world. Uh, not to mention that we basically ruined the world. Like uh, uh, the sea levels have risen. Like I don't even know, 20 feet. Like every time they show the earth, like basically there's like uh, dikes and levees around every single possible city. And like New York is completely submerged. There's water all the way around it. Dude, it's bleak as fuck. But I don't know. I guess it's science fiction that gets you talking. You know, like that, that's that's the reason why they use such extreme storytelling devices because they want you to get to get you talking. I guess I don't know. Fucking babbling. Good show. Check it out. Good show. If you haven't seen it. But be prepared to dislike some of the characters. Like yeah, James most Holden, of them. Like most Naomi. of them at some point. Uh, the only one I never disliked was Amos. Man, I don't know. I liked Miller, even though he was just like a dipshit character. But at least he kind of, no. you, you hated Miller? I, no, I hated Miller from start to finish. I, Why'd you hate I him? Because he, he was a dirty cop. I mean, he's a cop uh, and he was dirty. Yeah, no. I just never liked him. I just, I, even when he turned around, I didn't want him. I just wanted him dead. That's true, because they try to, I don't know, I guess I haven't read the books. So I'm just trying to remember back now. I'm like, even from the beginning, he was kind of the, the dirty cop good guy, right? Like that sort of trope. Um, who is that? Yeah. Other stories. 
But like, you know, if you were like just, you know, oh, those rowdy kids, he didn't, you know, steal their shit and throw them in jail or whatever else. He just kind of let them go with the warning. Sure, sure. He, but he, he would totally steal the shit out of your freaking wallet, you know, if you deserved it. Yeah, no, he, he, well, exactly. No, 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 that is true. That is true. He is that he was that dirty kind of cop. He accepted pay, but he still did good all along the way. Mm. Yeah. And then somehow, I don't know, by I little by little, he becomes him. better. No, I get it. Yeah. I get what you mean. I was kind of relieved when they got rid of him. I have to be honest. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, dude, my favorite character, uh, Amos and Avasarala. I have to be honest. Avasarala, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, same, same and I never movie. disliked her, even though uh, you know get at this, the time she was like this. a douche or whatever. Go ahead. First, first fucking book. Avasarala's not even fucking mentioned it. No, and I was just like waiting for her to come in the whole time. Oh, I was like, come on. Bring it on. I'm like, I can't wait to see how the book fucking brings her and nothing about her. So I'm like, okay, maybe she's in the second book. Like, I'm like, is she not in the books at all? Is she different than like, if, if she's made up after the fact, I mean, like, holy fuck, that ruined everything for me. That's pretty funny. Yeah. She hasn't, in the first book, she's not even mentioned. Next, you're going to say Amos wasn't in it. And, and, and like, no, Amos was in it. But uh, Fred Johnson plays a fucking way bigger role. Huh. Oh, Dude, I you're thought you tripping me out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're alive, man. Uh, no, they keep going like right behind him, and like, uh, like they're going in and out of him. I wouldn't be surprised if those fish like look at the the computer screen, honestly, because his fish are uh, smart oh, enough probably man. to recognize people and stuff. So all of those basically are Not are smart enough. They're basically, dumb. they're all dumb. There's some the weird Oscars. The Oscars, fish. And I'm, the Oscars are done. One Oscar I traded in, and one Oscar died. So, but the Oscars are smart. These meatheads, I don't know about them. Those are mine. Those are the those are the wives. Those mutants. They can't breathe. They can't do anything. They're they're like they're blood parrots, right? So they're like uh, orange cichlids and uh, and uh, uh, red devils crossed with each other. So they're not even actually a real species of fish. Just a hybrid. Gee. And as a result, they're, freaks they're like of nature. Yeah, they're freaks of nature. That's why they they have these beaks and yeah, they're they're real weird looking fish. I don't even. Do you like ever go in there and just make fun of them? Just be like, you're not even real. Pretty just well like, all the time. You're a fake species. Well, yeah. Just fake they get really, they like, get all, all angry like, and they try to pretend me. like they can mate. They like get all territorial. They're like, oh no, we're going to mate. We're going to mate. And then they like push all the fish to the other the tank and then nothing happens. Because <laughs> they're sterile. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, it's. Well, early or late, depending on your perspective from me. So I want to have to. Great to see you, Spartan. Cheers, buddy. Yep. Thanks for having me. How can people find you, man? Have a good night, bro. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Spartan. Oh, well. I guess he left too early, but I think you can find him at uh, Spartan Grown uh, on Instagram. Spartan underscore or. Michigan uh, no, just Spartan Grown on Instagram. He's on the Cheap Home Grows and Michigan Bros most of the time. That's where you can catch him. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's everybody drinking? 
I'm having a black bee porter at the moment. Look at that. Speak of uh, some devil's evil deadly fart is coming uh, uh, into the room. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm drinking black butte porter, which is uh, one of my old favorites. And sure enough, I haven't had it for a little bit. Uh, Deschutes, great brewery here in uh, Bend, Oregon. Uh, a beautiful beer, honestly, really a, a great beer. One of my old, old, old favorites. Uh, fruitier than I remember. It's been six or eight months, I want to say, since I've had just a straight up black beet porter because they have all kinds of special editions, aged nice. editions, whatever else. And I was just at their distillery a couple uh, times in the last couple of months and I had like black butte special edition this and barrel aged such and such and they were fucking amazing. But then just a simple black butte porter is wonderful. It's a little bit fruity porter. It's nice. excellent. Anyway. What's everybody else drinking? Coors Light. <laughs> I had a coffee. <laughs> I had a like tonight. <laughs> uh, hey, my my one this one uh, reads is probably buy a whole six pack of them. <laughs> Man, I can't see it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, these things are expensive as hell. I was, my wife was complaining. Oh, right on. She was like, she was like a four pack was like uh, sixteen bucks. No oh, shit. Dude, Do they have those? Is it the ginger or the the, the yeah? Was it? I want to say Reed's they have ginger the, uh, beer. Reed's ginger beer at uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah, uh, these ones are the ginger, craft ginger mule, Reed's <laughs> natural brewed. We got them at the, what was it, at the, uh, what's the place that's owned by, by Amazon? Oh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Whole Paycheck. Yeah, over at, in, in uh, Santa Cruz. Try uh, Trader Joe's because I think they have uh, uh, reeds. They're in glass bottles. I want to say they have. Uh, yeah, I want to say they have the ginger beer. Yeah, straight up. I mean, every Trader Joe's probably is different, but uh, uh, check Trader Joe's. Check Bevmo too. They'll definitely have ginger beer. Um, check a Jamaican store too. They might freaking have it. Yeah, this is. I think this is like more of the Moscow Mule type of thing. The classic mule. Right on. It's a little different from the ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> Around Sacramento? Fuck yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's everything. In Sacramento, they have everything. Uh, freaking Asian people, yeah, uh, Korean like a, people, Asian people, Mexican people, you name it. You get everything there. A million or so people in the area. So, yeah. We have everything. We have a, a, we have a real high density of Vietnamese. Uh, we have a high density of, of Chinese, um, uh, and it's wonderful because we get a, a lot of great food of all the people that are over here. That's the most wonderful thing about having a diverse com community is all the great food that they bring. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, and then they have all the festivals, which is awesome, too. It blows my mind that some people basically eat the same food over and over and over again, just like their whole life. Like there are some folks, and I mean, I guess if, if your tastes are that way, that's fine. I don't want to make fun of you, but I, I guess I grew up differently. I don't know. And, and uh, for me, eating the same thing over and over again, Why you not must to say be that like I never eat the same are. thing, but. I eat curry that? chicken all the time and go all the same thing. <laughs> well, there you go. You must be like that. Is it, is it just your favorite flavor? Or what is it? Was that curry? No, no. I, mm -hmm. I eat all kinds of food. I eat all kinds oh, right of food. But gotcha. No, no. I'm just joking. I, 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 mean, I have met people, honestly, now that I think about it, I have met people that are just like, they don't want to have uh, 
they don't want to have complicated choices in their life. I think I've heard people There's say people that eat very bland. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Canadians lived off the maple syrup. Well, it is. It's an IV drip in the morning. They just tap uh, in. I am Philly. I'm a half immigrant. See, I'm only a half breed. See, gotcha. My mother's Canadian gotcha. and my, my okay. father's from the Caribbean. He's trying right? to make up for it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So you see what happens. So you, uh, you can never really take me as a whole Canadian, you know? I never saw snow until I was 18. How do you expect me to be Canadian? Um. <laughs> That's yeah. a very good point. Well, no, Sanjan, you don't have your your Cheers, Canadian underwear? I, don't know, I I have lots of Canadian underwear, bro. I, I got more than the Canadian because I'm Antiguan. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> good on, What's going on, evil 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 Yeah, I was uh, talking with Steel Bard on uh, Discord, and I was like, well, I go say hello to all those guys. Uh, yeah, I see some uh, interesting people. Um, did he where's... Deadly Farts get his badge? That's what I need to know. Did he get his? Did he get his badge? I think so. Okay, uh, well, that's all I need to know. On this card, yeah, I got yeah. my. Okay, my, perfect, perfect. That's all I need to know. Yeah, now I'm in red. My agent is working. Perfect. You see. Uh, but be careful, uh, evil deadly fart that were red, it's not always good news. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I'm kind, I'm kind. Uh, what else is new, buddy? Um, now I'm popping new seeds of uh, Chernobyl's and uh, I'm excited. I got two mail and one mail look really like a northern light in it so i don't know at one point i was uh, watching a uh, mean gene uh, saying everything got northern light in it yeah my uh, that breed got that uh, disease of uh, it seems like there's northern light in it too <laughs> he's right though everything does have northern lights in it i mean it really does i mean just about everything i have has well pretty much everything i have has northern lights in it because everything has been crossed the ruby jack that has northern lights in it. And you can see it, like the nugs, you can just physically see it. You can see the green, you can see the shape, the flavor, you name it. Yeah, and some kind of Afghan. I can see like the, the print of the Afghan on some of your cross when I see picture. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the Afghan on it. Mm -hmm. That's the Afghan that put it that small difference that we, we can see it with the time. It's a chunky Afghan, more fat mm -hmm. leaf. Uh, yeah, it can be a northern light sometimes that we see that kind of thing, but yeah. it's like the skunk too. We see skunk and northern light and Afghan and everything, and it's just fun to see that kind of. 20 years ago, I've brought the, the northern light. Like, I've stopped, I mean, no, 20 years ago, I've stopped growing that northern light. I was growing it like in fucking uh, around 2000. After that was the white white widow, white Renault, Jackery people were going into that too. I remember for a while everyone was on a, a, a lot of people were loving the blueberry cross with bubble gum from Sagarmata. Mm. It was one of the flavor on the the menu. 
before the OG Kush thing that people start to go on it. That's cool too. I just find the, the OG Kush a bit more of a goofy buzz. I like to smoke it more at night than uh, passing all day to it to, to smoke it. Uh, funny because a lot of people say that it's like the heaviest weed you can get. Blah, 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 the heavy annihilator shit, whatever. Um, I don't know what I was going to say with that. I don't know. I, don't I kind know of find it in the middle of the road, I have to be honest. Yeah, kind of the same, a little bit like Mac 1. Like, it's not super uplifting weed, but it's definitely not, not, not like knock you on the couch, like fall asleep weed. That's what like I look for. Um, well, remember, everybody's different. It affects everybody different. That's true. It, it, it won't, what affects you may, may knock you on your butt, may energize me. So, yeah, even. It's it's all chemically done in our own body, so that's why there's no such thing as sativa or indica. Oh, it's, it's, question. it's yeah. Me when I smoke something really a strong heavy indica, I feel more goofy, I've, and I have to be careful because some of them will put me on a depressed mode if I overuse of it. You know what you, you know what I kind of know what you mean. Uh, it, it perhaps. Tell me if I'm wrong. I've said before on this show that when I smoke a really nice heavy indica, I've never had more kind of complete moments of just self-goofiness. So, for example, I'll just sit there and I'll be thinking and it'll be like a meditation, but it'll be a meditation in the form of like self-humor. I'll, I'll remember past incidents or whatever. And I'll just burst out laughing. It'll be an empty, quiet room, and I'll just burst out laughing because I literally made myself laugh by looking at something in my past or something differently. Uh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, like, uh, I, was, I was going to work with my friends. We're used to do that work, so we always smoke a joint before. And I was I was not able to stay serious smoking his OG Kush. I was just goofing around, and I wasn't, like, on a high high that you just laugh all the time, but I was still really feeling goofy, not able to be serious. Well, and I was feeling, I don't know, man. To me, it's a, it's a good boss to have, but it was just kind of funny because I, 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 I can feel that you see in my face, I'm stoned. You know, besides some other stuff that I smoke that I just, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm that stoned. I look at my face in the mirror and don't look like something, someone super high, but I'm still high. So it's, I just find it really funny to see what kind of stuff I smoke and people around me notice that I'm fucking stoned now. <laughs> I know when I, as last time I smoked at Friesland in front of my dad, my dad said, holy shit, you look stoned. He was looking at my eyes and could not believe how I was looking stoned. <laughs> how do your parents feel about cannabis? Um, they're They've heard me talk about it too much. They are tired to heard about it. My dad, I've had uh, some crazy driver that made him scary, and the guy was smoking a joint when he was doing scary stuff. So my dad, I've changed his view. But he was a, he, he smoked in the seventies, eighties, and yeah, 
So they, yeah, they did dark things in that time, but uh, when we were young, they started smoking. And uh, like uh, pretty much around that uh, operation, Green Martian that you guys had, uh, was pretty much around that time. A lot of people over here have changed over. Like, okay, I got my small family, I do my shit. But they think it's a good idea, the legalization. At least you can have uh, good regulation and stop just uh, talking about uh it's a evil and this and that. There's good, there's bad. They just don't want to use it anymore. They, if they have to use it as medical, I think that my parents will use it if they get suggested by the, the doctor. But otherwise, they won't go by themselves going uh, to use it. Because I've offered to my dad CBD. if you want to. You're like, she won't even do a CBD lotion. I don't know why. But. Yeah, my, yeah, my mom told me like uh, it's not her thing. Uh, she smoked a uh, long time ago, and she just don't think it's for her. That's uh, it, it. Sucks that um, <laughs> people are so close-minded. I was just gonna say, how many times did she uh, did she try it? Was it the typical like one time, and they decide like, oh, it's not for me, or was it like five, ten, fifteen times? Because you do sometimes hear people who try it a few times and give it an honest try, and then say, you know what, it's just not for me. And I respect that if you give it a good solid try, you know what, despite the the the, the positive evidence and the positive uh, 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 feedback from my friends and you know family and whatever else and societies, blah blah blah. If it doesn't work for you, hey, that's cool. You tried. That happened uh, with my mom. I sent her a bunch of cannabis stuff when she found out she was, uh, you know, pretty fucked up and uh, she refused to take any of it. And she didn't last very long. Sucks, man. I, I, it, it really sucks. Thank God my mom was a cannabis user when she was going through cancer um, because, you know, I would go get her um, cannabis all the time. Uh, when she was going through it and and I'd smoke out with her and and uh yeah, I'm glad she made it through that, but then good old heart disease took her. So that she survived cancer to die of heart disease probably like eight years later. So you gotta watch out for that too. Saw my mom, she was like I saw her way she was eating. I was like, oh, dude, there's like, you have no vegetables on your plate, mom. You're eating a piece of fried chicken and and some some uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, and you know, you have no vegetables or anything. And I was like, that's probably not so healthy to be eating at your age. And just like a few months later after that, she died. And I was like, I was like, man, uh, I'm going to do so much. So, you know, that's pretty much why I swim almost uh, five, five, four or five days a week. Make sure I get my exercise because I know I love eating. But yeah, fun times. Yeah, if you got any uh, heart disease, uh, high THC stuff, it's something to get. That way, it's not always a good idea. Mostly, if people get some medication that can affect their heart, high THC can be a bad thing. 
Thanks, YouTube problem too. <laughs> I've I've got some of my friends that have stopped smoking because they were like, and I got thanks, YouTube problem. And every time I smoke weed, I start to feel strange. It's not the effect itself; it's just the the mood that they are they stay in. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Hmm. I'm actually gonna get off. I'm tired. Thanks. Take it off, man. Cheers, yeah. Smash. Everyone have a great night. I can people find you, man? All right, Smash. Um, oh, you can check out my YouTube. It's Smash Cannabis. Then Instagram's the same name you see on the screen. You've seen it. Uh, at 420 Smashed. But yeah, um, I'm tired. Have a great night. I gotta. Shit, I gotta make sure the plants. Because it was such low humidity today. I was down there. It was 15%. So. Mm. All right, guys. Have a good night. Later, Smash. Have a good one. Yeah. I think it's about that time for me to do. Cheers, man. Tommy, how about you? How can people find you, man? Uh, Tommy Dot Tricone on Instagram. Oh man. And you can find Great me. To see uh, you. Find me at the uh, at Target. That's <laughs> it. Getting bougie big lighters. Uh, cheers, everybody. Apparently, uh, bougie. Uh, Regen conference too. I'm going to that uh, Michigan, the Michigan oh, yeah? one right in on. Michigan. So nice. Yep. All right, everybody, have a good Cheers. night. Stay safe out there. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, hop on. Uh, I guess we're deciding now at the moment as we speak if we're gonna hit the next 420 or hit another hour or whatever else. I guess it's kind of partly up to you. If you guys have not seen this before, by the way, the show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Wes is asking for one more hour, I believe. Uh, but uh, uh, Or maybe he's asking for one more victory uh, against the, 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 <laughs> the space aliens. I don't know. It could be that, too. Both, both really. Both, both, both. One, more, yeah. one more hour, one more victory, whatever. Why not both? Why not both? Uh, I, go ahead. I got one thing to say. Go for it. We're on the theme of ones. Unity. Let's fucking one go. 49ers. Man. 49ers <laughs> won today, and they weren't supposed to. Everybody was betting on Green Bay Packers, and the 49ers pulled it off at the end. They're going to the NFC Championships. I am so stoked. They weren't. They were so unlikely to even get there, it's ridiculous because of all the injuries they've had. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a big 49er fan. It's all right. On this show, we say you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I used to have a, a – growing up, I had a couple friends who were rabid fans of different f other sports teams. Portland has never really had a football team. So uh, yeah. Portlanders have always kind of shared allegiances with everyone else. A lot of folks here have been like uh, – um, uh, uh, the fuck are they even called? Uh, this is how much I give so a shit about Seahawks. football anymore. The Seahawks. The, yeah. But the, at the same time, Paul Allen kind of, I don't know, like a lot of people dislike him. So I want to say like some people just dislike him, dislike the Seahawks because of that. But at the same time, yeah. he owned the, the Trailblazers for a long time. Or Blazers, I guess yeah. called now. Anyway, uh, how do I say this? Uh, uh, one buddy of mine was a passionate uh, Broncos fan. I mean, to the point yeah. that if you'd say anything against, what was that fucking guy's name? Uh, uh, Elway? 
right? Uh, yeah, John Elway. John Elway. If you said anything against John Elway, he would fist fight you. And this was in like elementary school. Like, the kid was just obsessed with John Elway and the fucking Broncos. Uh, and then later on, uh, the, the 49ers. And of course, uh, uh, I got to hear every single little detail about Joe Montana's life. I got to hear what yeah. his, uh, uh, I think that was my friend Jason growing up. Uh, I got to hear what his diet was, what his uh, uh, exercise regimen was. It was obsessive. The amounts of Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. I think I knew more about them than my friend. Well, obviously he knew more, but he would tell me everything. There's a new doc on him. What's that? There's a new documentary on uh, Joe Montana on the Peacock. Actually, no, I was making fun of them at the time. And then I realized, you know, actually that was kind of fascinating. Those stories, like those dudes were pretty, like a pretty like in-sync team and stuff. I didn't mean to talk over both of you guys. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's a, go ahead, Putin. Steve, I was going to say Steve Young, the old quarterback for 49ers, spoke in my elementary school. He was related mm. to, I don't know, the brother, I don't know, his fucking nephew or niece or some shit went to my school. Yeah. I don't remember when I stopped giving a shit about football, but there was a time when I just kind of was like, meh, I don't know. I know I, part of the religion of Philadelphians. I think so. I mean, it's, it's, it's legit the most popular sport in America. Like, uh, uh, something like ninety-five percent of American men follow football, so it's, it's kind of crazy not to. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of lost interest in it. I don't know. It's like uh, I kind of I, I do like the strategy. I have to be honest. I love the strategy. I love the plays. I love to see uh, a plays executed down the field. You know, I love. I, how do I say this? Of course, it's always nice to see a hundred-yard run, but it's really fun to see like a, a team and a coach basically think out the next touchdown or even a field position for the future touchdown after the next uh, uh, freaking swap or what's the yeah. word I'm looking for? Uh, what do they call it? Defense versus offensive switch. Uh, uh, I can't think of it. Whatever. Anyway, uh, um, how do I say it? I, I do find all of that fascinating, but then some part of it basically just turns me off. I don't know what it is. It's not even necessarily like the, 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 the I mean, it is a little bit the head injuries and stuff, but I don't know. No, I understand. Totally. They it's know, not for everybody. They, if they're going to get paid that much and they want to destroy their brains, like that's fine. Like they chose to do that, right? Like, kind of. I mean, it's kind of up to them. I mean, I was wondering. You know, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm kind of wrapping that up. I didn't know what where I was exactly going with that, frankly, because I don't know exactly where I'm going with that. I don't. I don't think we should ban football. I think that'd be kind of silly too. I mean, it's fun to see football. Honestly, I just don't. I don't really follow teams or anything. So yeah. how do I say this? Uh, but I, I was listening to. Uh, how bougie is this? Speaking of bougie shit, I was listening to NPR and they were talking about how uh, high school and uh, elementary, basically Pop Warner football, all the kind of uh, kids football has dropped in popularity precipitously, like 65% or something, to the point that a lot of uh, high school teams are, are struggling to field a football team, which is a massive difference from like 20 years ago. Let's just be honest though. A lot of the kids that are excel in football, not exactly on the AP Fuck it, not taking AP classes, right? Like, oh, I disagree. Some of the best football players in my high school and college, both they were uh, like tops, basically in the in uh, academically and so on. There are a couple of new meatheads right, too, of course. Right, but, but but sports was always kind of a way for the kids that weren't too bright or like just you know weren't as accelerating in education as much as some of the other kids to still have a chance at a good scholarship and and. It kind of even the playing field, you know, you didn't have to necessarily be the smartest kid in the room. You still had a pathway to get a free college, right? And 
if sports goes away, especially some of these contact sports, like there's a lot of kids that maybe had an opportunity to get their college paid for that, that door is closing. Well, that even is arguable too, because if you're telling me basically that they were essentially not academically viable, but we basically sent them to college. I actually knew some of those kids and some of those kids basically got nothing from college and they basically went to college and they left. Uh, once football was over, they left, they, they got pretty basically passing grades in whatever classes, the, the, the minimum classes they, they had to take to be eligible for football. But then again, there were some kids that, that they used that as their, uh, how do I say that, as their path to success. I would say, honestly, a better way exactly. to do that, if you wanted to just like advantage, disadvantaged kids, have a fucking program to advantage disadvantaged exactly. kids. I feel like that would be the better way to do it. If you want to give scholarships to football kids by all means. But I mean, if the whole point is to advantage disadvantaged kids, like, just give disadvantaged kids scholarships. That's all that needs to be done. Like, uh, um, how do I say this? Uh, the highest paid uh, employee of any state is always the uh, highest paid coach of any state's uh, football team, basically. So the exactly. highest paid Oregon uh, employee by like an order of magnitude, literally, is the coach of, of uh, the UVO. And I want to say his assistant coaches are the second and third highest paid uh, staff because they, again, make like one and a half, four million. And so I'm saying like an order of magnitude because literally like the governor makes, I want to say like $300,000 and this fucking guy makes like $4 million. So it's like fucking a decimal point. You know what I mean? Like, I was just thinking of the four kids uh, that I know that ended up in the NFL from my high school or ended up doing being really successful in college. None of them were all that bright. <laughs> And they were the ones that actually made it. I mean, I don't so, know. Uh, go ahead. Are you saying that that the that they're not bright because of brain damage, <laughs> or they're not bright? I think it's probably a combination of thereof. But my, you know, my point is is that uh, if you took everyone on the football team and averaged the uh, their their grades, probably lower than the chess team. I mean, maybe just because, because the, the football team is so big, you know, I mean, there there was what, like 64 players on the football team or something. So okay, I guess just because of that, there's a lot of people. Man, chess and football is not fair to compare either. That's like and the that's smartest the football fucking is game very... fucking, like, yeah. fucking football. Like, what the fuck? Hey, <laughs> football is actually, I was just saying like this, it is, I, I was just poo-pooing okay, it, but it is a very strategic guy game. always wins. The exactly. best player always wins. All right. You guys have heard about the the ch- chess and box, they do a round of box and then chess you have boxing. to yes, chess yeah, boxing. Chess boxing. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know if I would be able to do a whole game. I would love to see. So when I was in Jamaica. I think I've told you this story before about going to the agricultural expo and they had live mandingo boxing. But I would love to see like mandingo chess. That'd be amazing. Like submission boxing, like like you basically UFC style, but like. <laughs> So one minute rounds and then they have to do like chess for whatever two minutes and then back to UFC. That would be <laughs> fucking awesome. Hell yeah. So you, I want to see gonna, Kangaroo's fight. Yeah, like tag teams, the, you have the like real three thing. or four fighters. Like think of it, play it like Pokemon. So you have or, or like WoW pet battles. So you have like three fighters on each side and they have to defeat each other either through chess or through their you know physical bout and then once that guy's down the next guy gets tagged in that would be odd like we could make a whole new sport here that's be way better than this bullshit ass shit with the youtuber fighting mike tyson or whatever the just the greco roman uh uh 
Olympic uh, wrestling, you know, it can be something really <laughs> good because uh, after you exhausted physically, trying to be smart is really hard. <laughs> no, I Seriously. think it's like it brings a whole new level of challenge to both chess and boxing. I think it's fucking awesome. Right. That's <laughs> what the world needs. Lars is talking about battle chess. We should do uh, uh, because uh, you should uh, <coughs> make love, not war. Uh, you should do uh, smoke a joint, then uh, uh, do five minutes of chess. Smoke another joint, five minutes on the clock. Smoke another joint, five minutes on the clock. Maybe <laughs> one long chess game. We're gonna do that. Do be dabs every every <laughs> yeah. every every thirty seconds or a minute. They have to do a fat dab until they decide. There you go. There you go. Or a dab after every single move. And that means yeah. after every single move. So you move, both dab. Oh, but yeah, you move, you both stalling. dab. You move, you both dab. He's stalling, you both dab. Yeah, yeah if you're, oh, uh, if funny. you get eight, you have to double dab. <laughs> Two dabs. Or, or poker, right? So poker after uh, every, like the whole, the, the whole thing goes around, everyone places their bets, everyone has to smoke. Hmm. And then uh, uh, every single yeah, I yeah, would yeah. I would yes I I support that game I want to <laughs> be in that game <laughs> right. <laughs> a funny story about that. So it was my buddy's birthday up in Montreal, and uh, we wanted to do something different and fun. So my his brother, uh, his girlfriend at the time, uh, had some kind of uh, what's the thing when you don't have the hairs in your lungs, uh, cystic fibrosis. And so she has cystic fibrosis. So. She had like a bajillion syringes, but she took he so he saved them all for a couple months and uh, the ones that she used for her medicine, not for blood, obviously, but for just regular medicine injections. Uh, and then took them all, ran them all through the dishwasher and soaked them all to get them all clean. And then we saved all the syringes and then we did jello shots in, in green and red and different colored like jello syringes for, for jello shots, right? And then instead of using regular alcohol, I made infused al uh, alcohol. Mm -hmm. Right. So we did a, a cannabis infused vodka and 151 rum and then used that for the jello shots. And uh, uh, people got really like so we put them all out and then we went to the grocery store, but they mixed up all the syringes so that they didn't know which ones are which and put them all into like this giant like bowl like that his girlfriend had set up in this nice, beautiful platter, but completely like, you know, separated. There was no way to tell what which ones are which anymore. And uh, this kid that was there, this Mormon kid, or I don't know if he was Mormon or some kind of like highly religious background, had never done weed before. And he got one of the wrong syringes. And we're sitting there playing poker after my buddy's birthday party up in Montreal. And this kid looks at his cards and he just goes right to the fucking table. <laughs> <laughs> just flopped over completely like someone just hit his off switch. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's a fold. <laughs> he was all in. <laughs> I think so, he was all in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he said. <laughs> that's what I heard. Just before the thump. <laughs> all in. <laughs> I, I I think he had a green flash. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, yeah, you do that and you turn him and he, and he won the hands. Fuck! <laughs> yeah, right? You're lucky he's got double aces. <laughs> aces full! <laughs> his chest. Hop on, folks. Uh, come bullshit with us. Otherwise, you're going to hear us talk about like dead men playing poker. Uh, what else is new? Uh, uh, Evil Deadly Fart, uh, How Are the Bees? Oh man, I did not win there till we've wrapped the hive. To be honest with you, there was not a lot of snow, so I don't worry about uh, having uh, snow clogging the hive. But that's pretty much the only thing I have to do in the winter. Just be careful that there's a good airflow, the entrance of the hive, uh, remove a, sometimes the dead bees that clog the bottom of the hive. Uh, Hope for the best till the spring. Yeah. It it gonna be a, a challenge, a challenge years and next next spring. I have to uh, figure out a way to have a railable truck to go there. You know, when your piece of crop get too old, to one point you got trouble to find a mechanic that want to work on something too rusty <laughs> and find a part to repair it. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm I'm too linked uh, emotionally with that old truck. No, it's just because I wasn't able to get a new one. But uh, the the price of truck you just, went you, you need to up. find one of those mechanics that basically thinks of that old truck as like a classic. Like I was saying this uh, on uh, Aria uh, on the show. I don't know a few weeks ago. I took my old bike, uh, just a mountain bike, to REI to get tuned up, and I hadn't gotten it tuned up for just just ages honestly ages and ages and i bought the fucking thing new when i was a kid uh like i remember you know ordering it i remember driving to the store in beaverton to pick it up and whatever like i can't remember why it was a special order but it was a special order anyway uh evidently it's been so long that the fucking thing is a classic now so when i took it to rei the guy was like i want to work on this would you would you allow me to work on this and i was like fine fine i don't care who works on it and he's like i really want to work on it i really really want to work on this bike and so the, the dude was just totally nerding out because I don't even think it's that special of a bike, honestly, but he was just like, oh, this part is cool and this is cool and blah, 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 and such and such. And it was really fun, frankly, to hear him just nerd out on every possible little detail on it. Uh, but uh, how do I say, uh, you need to find a mechanic that is like that for your car. He's like, oh, my God, it's got the, the freaking the, the, the rusty fenders. What the hell bike is it? It's just an old Schwinn Moab. <laughs> but I guess it was like cool. So I guess he was like, oh, it's, it's unique and interesting and blah, 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 and whatever. One of my friends loved the Mustang uh, bicycle and uh, mm. with the banana seat and all that kind of thing. Mm. And he went into a lot of trouble to buy many of those old ones to find a good part and put it them good together, put a new chrome or repaint them. Yeah, well, it, it looks cool now, but it mm. makes me think uh, I've did uh, some a lot of uh, BMX when I was a teen. Um, I've really destroyed all my body a few times with it. It was fun. Uh, but when I, I went in BC and I was like, man, the guy over there are way more crazy than I was. Did I want to kill myself trying to do those things or... And um, yeah, when I went back uh, here, I've uh, just sold my, my BMX. I was like, okay, I think I'm done with uh, hurting myself. Uh, 
Because when I've switched from skateboard to BMX, I was thinking at first that I would not have the same kind of injury. Yeah, but you you still hurt yourself a lot with a, a bicycle. It's not better. It, it, it's it's a lot of fun, but I've discovered that uh, trying to do backflip and this and that, it, it's another level of uh, destroying your face a few times before you get good. But yeah, I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, cool, yeah. Playing with BMX. I think yeah, it was better than just doing uh, my my bad boy in the neighborhood. At least I was uh, making myself busy trying to do something good of my life. Mm. <laughs> Hipsters love Schwins, Mars is saying. <laughs> yeah, I guess it had. Uh, it was uh, evidently an early version of like the the certain kind of welded. Uh, whatever, some new weld, uh, a couple different body design styles were evidently like, uh, uh, like they're, they're common, commonplace now, but they were basically brand new when that bike was basically new. Um, like the, I can't remember what it's called, but the break off on the back of the, the rear derailleur, uh, used to be basically the rear derailleur would basically just be attached to the bike. But if the rear derailleur ever got knocked or banged or something, it would bend the back of the frame. And then you'd literally have to unbend the frame basically to, to fix it. Uh, Schwinn started to include this break off basically that either would literally break off and you could literally just, uh, weld a new one on there or uh, it would bend and you could just like uh, tap it back on there or even the derailleur would just pop right off, which is normally what would happen. And evidently that was one of the first ones that was on there. And anyway, it was, it was uh, cool to hear him talk about it. But Lars is saying evidently they're worth a lot of money now. And also that was another cool thing. They, they, I thought they were making fun of me because the, the, the other dude at the REI was like, uh, when he picked up the bike, he's like, Oh, this is Schwinn. It's going to be light. And he like, uh, threw it up on the, the freaking rack. But I actually kind of forgot like, yeah, actually my bike is really freaking light. Like it's always been super light. So, uh, how do I say this? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you, you, you get jaded with something you've had for many years and you think to yourself like, Oh, this, this thing, I actually went into REI and I actually asked them like, Oh, is this bike worth uh, fixing? Cause I hadn't, you know, ridden it for I don't know, a bunch of years or whatever. And so I literally asked him, like, I've had this bike for ages and ages. And I know all these new bikes have uh, disc brakes. This doesn't have disc brakes on and on. So I was like, is this worth getting a service on for a couple, 300 bucks or whatever? And they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you guys have old bikes, if you have an old, uh, what were those old, uh, uh, Taiwanese bikes, Univega or something, the ones with the cool fork that was like, like a hexagonal fork, or whatever. Evidently, those are worth a fucking fortune now. I've heard. You're muted, buddy. So my wife races bikes. So um, yeah, she has a she has a road race bike, and it's pretty expensive with the carbon fiber wheels. And then she has a um, cyclocross bike, and then she has a single speed steel bike. And then she has a full suspension mountain bike. Um, she hasn't raced on yet. She's going to race on next year. Um, so, yeah, she she has quite a few bikes. Right behind me, there's like three bikes right there, three of her race bikes. Fun time. The bike people are way more obsessed with their freaking gear than we ever are. Like people yes. make fun of growers and stuff. Dude, the bike people, they'll drop. Like, literally, okay. you probably okay. just described. 25, 30 grand in bikes. I, not ironically, right? My my wife's shorts. 
not kidding you. 350 bucks. <laughs> I believe it because it's all like the ass padding and whatever else. Yeah. yeah. $350. Yeah. And That's it, crazy. And it, it, dude, it's ridiculous. And she buys one all the time. Hmm. It's crazy. It's it's not a it's not a uh, inclusive um, sport. It is a very that's a good way to sport. put it. Yeah, it isn't that inclusive, is it? I bought no. the at REI. I bought one of the honestly one of the lesser expensive helmets. I guess I could have spent way less honestly. So maybe middle of the road, let's call it. But I bought one of the middle of the middle to lower middle of the road because honestly there were some way more expensive helmets. Uh, but I bought it basically and I kind of, I was like, fuck, can I justify this shit? Cause it was like, I want to say I spent pretty close to 200 bucks. I might've even honestly spent a little bit over 200 bucks, but they unironically had helmets for like 450, 475. I think they had one for 500 bucks. Uh, but the dude actually to his credit, he told me for some reason not to get that helmet. I don't remember why, but, uh, the reason why I got the $200 helmet, I might be misquoting the price on it, but it had this new, um, MEPS, I think it's called, or MIPS, I don't quite remember. But anyway, it's a a, a, a force distribution, why can't I think of it, mesh, wafer mesh, fuck, why can't I think of the honeycomb, there we go, it's a honeycomb that basically distributes force. He probably has one right there. Go That's ahead. right, this helmet right here uh -huh. is like $300. Wow. It's ultra light. We can barely hear you about in your era. mic's really quiet. Okay, I'm not trying because my wife. I don't want her hearing me. Oh no, worries. Stuff. He's just—he's also quiet too, though. Can you hear me now? Uh, no. A little bit better. Oh, okay. Still kind of quiet. Yeah, though. kind yeah. of quiet. Maybe it's me. Shit, I don't think so. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Steve that was uh, sounding low. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. Um, why not just get a motorcycle helmet at that point? I mean, for those price ranges, you might as well get a motorcycle no, helmet. They're, they're well, those light. are very different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're way light. Like, I don't super, know, if you're, super duper light. Plus, your posture is different. If you're going to ride your bike in traffic a lot, there's mips. Like, straight up, like, you're going to crash this eventually. Some assholes are not going to pay attention and it's going to save your teeth. Like, that's one thing that I like. I definitely wish I got a, a chin guard earlier on for how much I ride my bike and stuff like that. And then after going and smashing the shit out of my mouth um, mm -hmm. more than once, um, I definitely recommend, uh, again, especially in the city where you... They do have motocross helmets. They do. Yeah. They, do. Uh, they actually do. I had one of my friends when I was doing BMX that were a bit laughing of him, but because at first, like when he was really like 11 years old, he was wearing his uh, motocross uh, helmet just for the fun of the... It was a style of it, whatever. But later on, he discovered that uh, it was a really good idea to do some BMX with it. Because, yeah, it protects you well. And you, like, I've bite my, my tongue a few times, but uh, it wasn't too bad. But I saw some people fucking their teeth uh, on the, doing uh, with their uh, the BMX stuff. So this is what you were talking about right here. This is wave cell technology. And that's what you were talking about. That's the newest thing. This is like a two hundred and fifty dollar helmet or two hundred dollar helmet somewhere in there. But yeah, I also have one too for my mountain bike helmet. I have one that's uh also same thing. Hmm. Same way. Yeah, I have that exactly that same kind of mesh. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has that has their stuff in there. It's they all have like, that in motorcycle helmets too. It's not just they have it in I think uh, Formula One and whatever. 
the the honeycomb yeah. stuff is actually super effective at, at destroying yeah. the force. You can see it in there. Yeah, so kind of funny. Uh, it's like the old uh, uh, Japanese origami uh, uh, armor, right? Like they used to have yeah, like uh, exactly. paper armor and stuff, and it stopped bullets and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, we're totally into bikes here. It's ridiculous. Um, well, and my kids are at the age of where they could ride her size bikes, so she wants to buy more bikes for herself. <laughs> I mean, basically. To hand down the old ones, yeah. yeah. Well, so now she's gonna be like, "Well, so uh, they really need a good quality bike, and blah blah blah." She's gonna justify it. She's gonna be like, "Well, but if they want to get into it, they really need." Let's say selfless from her heart. Yeah, she's willing to sacrifice her old bike. Yeah, I mean, it just so happens that the model five thousand is out, but you know, exactly, exactly. Her cheapest race bike is only is only like two thousand bucks or something like that. It's, or with all the gear on it, it's probably like that's that's her beater one probably twenty three hundred bucks. And then right. her road race bike's like a sixty five hundred dollar bike. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. I've heard of prices that are even way higher than that. I've heard no, no, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's inexpensive compared to like there's thirteen thousand dollar bikes, right. fourteen thousand dollar bikes. So yeah, it's ridiculous. Those are with the ETAP. She doesn't have ETAP. She has Ultegra, which is like the middle of the road of, of racing. So yeah, it goes to Dura Ace, and then it goes to ETAP Dura Ace, and then it goes to it goes Ultegra uh, ETAP. I mean the DI two. Sorry, the D, DI two, um, uh, which is electronic shifting. So they don't have doesn't have the wires anymore. It's all by electronics. So yeah, and it's more of a clicking. It goes click, huh. click, click into gears. It's really cool. Um, sometimes lazy people forget to charge them, and they get out and get stuck in a gear, <laughs> and uh, out out in the out about. Um, so yeah. Well, really I guess you happen. can have a small pa- pa- a solar panel to hook on it, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Solar panel t-shirt. Come or on. Carry extra battery. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to go on a ride and be in the middle of nowhere and be like, yo, so I'm in your gear one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Try to go up the hill. <laughs> Can't wait to wear all solar panel clothes. Right. It's fucking dope. You have to find a Tesla and hook yourself, your bike on the Tesla. <laughs> I have a cool uh, right on the back. In my backpack when I go hiking. I can I can hang this little solar panel in my backpack when I'm hiking, and I can plug my cell phone into it, and so or my um, you know GPS uh, device and stuff. It's super cool. There's a lot of cool yeah, ones yeah. that I think people don't realize. There's also a really cool one if you're into hiking and camping that you put into a stream and it uses the water power. They have little hydro turbines that you can set. You basically just tie it off to a big rock and throw it in the middle of the river and, and you can plug in a whole bunch of stuff to it. It's pretty sweet. Oh, dude, that's sick. And then you can have a solar oven. What? Yeah. And you're like chilling there. Over it's here, awesome. the solar, solar oven, water heater. I'm not sure I would use it all summer because it. you may wait a bit. But Get uh, your solar water heater and then you make a solar hot tub. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey. Would would you be that guy though? That wasn't 
Wasn't that on a commercial where dude pulled up and he had a hot tub already at the at the spot at the uh, Walmart look at Walmart? You can actually get a hot tub thing liner for your pickup bed. They actually had them at the one here in Oklahoma. I was like, that's the most redneck shit I've ever seen for sale. Oh, in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Best class. What are you talking about, Bowden? Uh, and you got the barbecue on, on the uh, on the back on of the, the pickup yeah. on the inch. my people. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the the new electric one of the companies is Toyota or Ford or Chevy. One of them has a built-in grill in one of their electric trucks. It's like underneath the truck bed. It's you push a button and it slides out and it has a full electric grill. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, well, it's ideal for a fishing trip. Man, I'm gonna be so pissed when my truck doesn't start because I was cooking fucking hot dogs. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You did a, a, a 14 hours full park on the grill. <laughs> slow roasting, slow cooking. Hell yeah. No, I like, we want to get the new uh, Ford uh, F 150 Lightning, the new electric one, when it comes out. But um, my wife says she doesn't want to buy one until it's like a couple years old or a couple. Uh, not the first year of it, the second year or so, so it works out the bugs and stuff. But I just, I don't care. I just want to go get one because the, the only thing, the reason why I never really wanted a truck before, it wasn't really logical to have a truck and and pay all that much money for gas mileage when, you know, I only do a few trips and stuff. So now having the truck and I'll be able to use it for uh taking the bikes and everything going to the races and stuff and and i could still justify i could take my kids to school and pick them up and everything and and still still be just to be able to plug it into the 110 you know what i mean so i i can't i can't wait till more uh electric vehicles come out and it starts to be a lot more affordable to to the masses because it's ridiculous of how much overhead it is on the electric vehicle because it's electric and the gas engines um, cost so cheap comparative to electric. Um, when Once it comes down, I think a lot more people will jump on board. I don't think it's uh, range so much as cost. Because uh, I think uh, it's pretty much leveling out to about 200, 250 miles, so which is perfectly fine with me, um, it would, especially if it's a quick charge. You, you could get well, pretty far. 250 miles of autonomy for an electric truck, that's what you mean? It could be good for me, yeah. The yeah. problem is electric trucks don't have the, aren't good at pulling. They, their uh, electrics aren't good at pulling. They don't like, have any torque. That's what you mean. Because uh, no, no, my... they're fine. Okay, because my uncle said. Really? Why has big... Why hasn't Tesla put any of their trucks on the road yet? Then mm. they have the electric. They, uh... they, they, no, they haven't put a single one. No, on they yet. have the, the diesel. I, I I I've just heard about the big trucks uh, that oh, uh, driving trucks. They have to get approval in every state, and there was like some incident in Arizona, and there's like a federal thing currently with like autonomous vehicles. I don't think they're 
they have to have somebody in the vehicle. Yeah, but there's still there's still no electric there's still no electric semis on the market. Oh, there's like zero, and there's a reason for it because they're not efficient. It doesn't work for pulling that thing. And there's a reason that there's no electric tractors all too. Well, you'll find out. I think that was exactly right. In Canada, they're about to cut off eighty-five percent of the fucking truckers in Canada right now. So I think be- I think that was true though. What you said was true, but I don't think it's true anymore because um, those vans that all the vans that I see now, pretty much for uh, Amazon or in, rolling around Sacramento, are all electric vans. The, the was it the Rivians or what, what what brand is it that the that the Amazon bought and, and got all the vans from? Is it Rivian? Well, I see them all over the place. So if they have vehicles that to get handled the weight. I know for a while there was some truck with the propane. Uh... Uh, oh. so here you go uh, Volvo actually has some on the road is there is it only in Europe that they, they can get it on the road or no no it's in the US I'm reading this oh. here on, oh, hold up, hold on. it's in, in auto week so should be legit let's be a hydrogen hybrid So they're saying that it was deployed in August. Uh, I'm, I'm going to roll around in that, put a flatbed on the back of it. So this thing can charge in an hour and 10 minutes. I think if they can make a charge up for, you know, truck drivers can only drive for, what is it, nine hours, I think it is, straight? Yeah. They can make a charge so that they could get a full run and then have to but stop. But it says 150 miles. That's not all that far. That's basically local deliveries only. I think it's, yeah. But I'm just saying if they could if they could make it to where the truck driver can only drive for so long and then you know charge it up again, then I think that would be fine. You know. Mm-hmm. And then or are they gonna yeah, do you have to only do an hour and a half of driving before it needs to drive. I'm sorry so. guys. I have to inter interfere interfere because because I, I keep hearing uh, uh, battery charging, fast charging and stuff, but I never hear about uh, battery swapping. What the hell? It's it's a stupid it's a stupid thing. It's like just a normal battery. You just swap it for a new one, and there you go. Nobody. Well, that, that would be the That's smart been proposed, way. But it's been. Uh, uh, I think the infrastructure doesn't exist because you have to have like. And a, then you have, you, know, to the, you have to get all the drive up to and Tesla. You, you have Tesla to get all the manufacturers to agree on one battery, and then yeah. that one battery for from then on out. That's the point. That's the point, Wes. But that the, the problem is the manufacturer are competing with it, with each other, trying to find the best battery to be the best on the market. And that's all. Look, it's all a competition. No, they're trying to corner the market. They don't want people they're, to. They, they want you to invest in a bunch of batteries, uh, just like camera companies or but, anybody else. They want you to invest in their batteries so that you are reluctant to switch companies, basically. Right. It's, same same it's with the lenses. Same with the lenses. There's why is it not just one universal lens to all cameras, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. There's no reason why it couldn't be Nikon. There's no reason everybody. why. Exactly. Keep you brand loyal. 
I, I do think that the United States does need to regulate that they should all use have used the same charger plug uh, for connecting, or they, they should have some level. Dude, tell me about it. Fucking iPhones, they're still. Okay, this is finally USB C. No, this isn't even USB C. This is their idiot version of USB C. Yeah, cell phones in the United States are actually regulated. And I think Europe is now too, where they have to have the same universal connector. And um, I think somehow Apple has managed to get around that, but most other companies all abide by it. Yeah, it's there's still their lightning, whatever the fuck. Yeah, the wire is another scam that they found out. Uh, yeah, let's use another plug, but it it, it passed the same quantity of electricity, uh, the same kind of thing. It just no, no, you got another set of plug. I hate them, but it's I funny. Think. My my cell phone plug are fitting with my headset uh, plug for the charge and everything. I can inter switch them. I can plug them on my laptop, no problem. Something. Okay, at least I got something that worked together now. If I change one of those gear, I may be fucked up. <laughs> Need a, an adapter, and whatever. Well, I, I think you'll see potent for um for like the tractors, for the trucks, for that type of thing. I think what you'll see is more like a hybrid, where you're gonna get a generation plant and they have like four electric engines, like they do with the big fucking trucks in the mines and stuff. Where that's it's essentially just a generator and four fucking electric motors. So it's a VHS and, player with a DVD player. No, I think it's just a speaking best of which, world. I don't have a VHS player anymore. I don't. Well, I might somewhere, but I don't think so. I I literally can't play like CDs and VHS tapes anymore. Neither. I've, I've been twenty years. I've been able to play VHS. I refuse to buy a computer. It doesn't have at least the capabilities of having a CD-ROM drive because, like, you always have some shit that you need it for. I mean, you can yeah, buy one. Shit, like the capability of having one, I could literally plug one in. But do you mean like? What do you I mean? had a bunch of surveying programs that were all in CD-ROM that I was like, I can't lose these ones. These ones are like the ones that can do all the stuff, and like now I can't even load them on the computers now. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, they're they're, they're essentially useless. I mean, again, you can just buy a CD drive, you know, like, I have I've honestly a, been, pardon? I have a whole bunch of binders with all the, my old video games in them, and my old, like, <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica, and, like, fucking whole bunch of awesome shit from back in the day that still will load up if I fucking fired into Windows. Mm. Some nostalgia in that, you know? <laughs> If I can give you an advice, uh, because I made a mistake myself, and so you won't make the same. If you want to go uh, uh, solar, uh, first invest in your battery rack and uh, invest in uh, in the technology you know about. Because you can save money already uh, by uh, by having the battery. And then you can uh, invest in the in the solar panels. Solar panels are cheaper, but still, uh, you should uh, you should wire them uh, at last. I wanted uh, That's, uh, just an, uh, an advice I give now. I wanted to also say, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, I did throw a link in chat. Um, there's a new David Attenborough special called The Green Planet, which is like Blue Planet, but it's just about plants. And the filmatography and some of the, the different cool shit that they have in that is just fucking amazing. 
Um, and if you haven't had a chance to check it out, please do. It's not out in the United States yet. I think the first two episodes, the next episode is out tomorrow night um, in uh, in the UK. But uh, use a VPN, connect to the UK and watch it on BBC or uh, use the link that I threw in chat there. But really, really awesome fucking camera work and just neat film work on, on plants. They talk about how like the... Uh, so everyone's sort of like leaf cutter ants to cut down the trees, but after the leaf cutter ants eat so many leaves, the plants produce a toxin. The toxin doesn't fuck with the ants. It kills the fungi that they grow on the, the leaf matter from on. So they, they take the leaf matter, they chew it up and they spit it out on this fungi. Um, and it starts to kill the fungi uh, after a certain amount of leaves have been cut down. So um, they have to switch plants because the plants become too toxic to feed the fungi. But like, that, that's such a mind fuck on like, how do these trees figure out that they need to kill the fungi, not the ants? To, they like, didn't get... figure it out. It was random chance, man. It's even more interesting. Like it just right, took that long that random combinations happen to work think... successfully. No, 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 no. It makes me think that it's the mycelium. There's a mycelium in the root system that's got to be communicating some of this stuff to me because they also show examples of like different trees in that same jungle all fruiting at the same time, right? So it, it to me, it was like more proof that like all these trees are talking together via the root systems and communicating together and kind of coordinating their their defense as a single organism almost. Like that, yeah, that they can kind of feel the, the I mean, that presupposes, I mean, you might not be wrong, but that presupposes that they can communicate, that presupposes that they can perceive, that presupposes that they have like a theory of mind whereby well, the trees basically no, want other trees no, to know what they know. It doesn't say that they have a theory of mind. It's Consciously. Yeah. Why would you communicate something if you didn't think that your your rivals needed to know that information? It, it reacts to what it, it, it can sense from the environment. It's more about it. It's not like a brain, like an animal. It's a reaction. Yeah. It can feel and react. It's not yeah, the same thing than having a brain. And that's basically where I was getting to, that basically that, that is more likely, that it's essentially a series of accidental reactions that happen to be successful. So, for example, all the plants just happen to be successful when they f fruit at the same time, and that happened over literally hundreds of thousands of freaking cycles uh, for them to basically figure that out somehow by random chance, as opposed to the, the trees naturally communicating that, oh, we should flower together, comrades, we'll be one. Uh, I mean, it, it is possible. We're discovering more and more about plant communication. But like I say, it's a pretty huge logical leap to say, oh, well, therefore, it's because the plants are talking. Wouldn't you say? Or the garden gnome is talking to the plants. Right. I, I'm pretty it's a, it's sure they. I'm pretty sure they prove that plants have talked to each other. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he's 100 right. So they yeah. proven, and how they how they proved it is super cool. I don't know if you guys have ever like looked at how they proved that out. They put a radioactive material into a tree and looked at how it went through the. Um, uh, what's it called? The mycelial network through the root system into local trees and how they're exchanging certain isotopes of different minerals with each other. And the, the nuclear um, material is binding onto certain minerals that they were able to track through. That's how they actually they figured out with the albino trees that they're hyper accumulating the heavy metals was actually through that same exact process where they took some radioactive material and then tracked that through the soil because it's easier for them to detect. 
radioactive and heavy metal and mutant. Man, I've been raised on that. We were drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> mm, Kool-Aid. Grape Grey. Wonderful world of nuclear technology. Right. Radiation and radon. What are you rolling up? Uh, I think this is a phenotype of Thousand One Nights. I did not okay. label it, but I'm pretty sure it's Thousand One Nights. So you gonna bring me some story? Uh, probably not. I have to be honest. Uh, especially not live on air. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> probably not. Some. Uh, yeah, you're only gonna bring what, like a uh, a gram, right? Okay. Not even that. You're not even actually allowed to bring anything. Isn't that crazy? Are you, you're not allowed what? to, believe it or not, you're not allowed to drive across a border if you're intoxicated in any form. Did you know that? Wait, whoa, whoa. Seriously, you're not allowed to drive across a border between that state if you're intoxicated. You're not allowed, you're to not allowed to bring intoxicants across. anywhere if you're intoxicated, but just I, yeah. well, throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, you, even if you're under the legal limit, I believe you, you, you're not allowed under any circumstances to drink. Are you telling me I can't bring my smoke. cannabis over to Oregon if I want to drive my cannabis? Legally speaking, Oregon? that's what they say. Isn't that lame? No, you unless you want not. some other very good prisoner giving you the Oregon. Good but thing if you come in Canada, I always find a really good bag every time I hit the first rest stop. That's it. That's all you got to yeah. do. Right. And it's if amazing. You, if you guys come in Canada, don't bring any weed. But you can transport an ounce with you all over Canada if you got the proof of purchase from a legal store. You're 100 percent legal for your thing. I thought it was but like be careful. 50. Isn't the airlines 150 grams? I thought I could have swore it was 150 grams. No, uh, I that's think it's at home. Medical. 150 is your medical license. If you have your medical license, you can have 150 on you at all times, anywhere, anywhere, any place. <laughs> yeah, planes, the closest anywhere. thing I come to Canada. It's Canadian bacon and maple syrup. They're never going to let me up there. You know what else is really good is they're, uh, they do a uh, ice whiskey. So they do an ice maple whiskey where they freeze the maple syrup and then mm. the, like, the liquid part, they make a uh, whiskey from that. It is really addictively good. Mm. I recommend our women too. Mm. Yeah, great women. Owen's been up here a few times. You know, French women, wonderful. <laughs> I, I live in a city that there's a college and uh, two university. Yeah, we had a, a lot of fun. I know many women at McGill University are used to. <laughs> nice. Some alumni now. <laughs> uh, I, I spent a lot. Of, I went, went through McGill University quite a few times over the years. And you're lucky to be able to hang in, in McGill because uh, yeah, it got the that's a well, better reputation. Cool there are some really about. smart people over there. Yeah, all the chicks in Miguel, you could have a nice conversation and a couple of drinks and then have fun. Like that was the cool thing about Miguel, right? Yeah. And when I have hang with people there, there, you know, Uquam? The Uquam uh, University. Yeah, Uquam. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 explain that to people that don't know, because the Uquam is um uh how do you say uh so, like, in Montreal, you have this huge, like, underground 
So imagine if like the whole main street also had like a second floor below ground level that you could get out into. So it was like a mall that's underneath main street, underneath St. Catharines, um, that kind of is like this underground mall. So when it's too fucking cold in the, in the winter time, you just like, don't walk above ground. Like, so you, you don't have to be out in the cold. You can stay inside and be like in this enormous, super long mall underground. That's kind of the same buildings as upstairs. Just California. Yeah, up. yeah, you can go by Yokohama and to that one. Yeah, yeah, when there, it's it's fun to go there the first time, but uh, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, it's crazy place. Do uh, people pee in those places? Because I feel that's this place that it's gonna be pissed in all. There's the time. like public bathrooms and shit. There's civilized people. It don't matter. <laughs> Yeah, and there's there's a there's, yeah. uh, there's some run of uh, security around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not it's not like New York. So people don't drink there in in Canada. It's and not a bunch of West Indians. Not in the spot that uh, Steve talk about. No, we don't go there for that. Like, Yo, man, you're stinking up my smoke spot. What are you doing? <laughs> You know, it's kind of like it was kind of. Yeah, it's not all West Indians up here, right? Like, what, what was that? What, Strange Brew, I think, was the first Canadian movie I've seen. So, like, can can Canadian movie I've seen. So, I mean, they were peeing all over the place. Yeah, I, I mean, remember. outside. Yeah, no, above ground, the Frenchies like anything and everything, right? But once you're below ground and like in a proper building, then they are they're civilized. I can confirm on it. I will. I will be in a car outside if it look like a spot to be, but I will not be inside. Well, I, I, somewhere I, I have a picture from. Uh, 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 for, uh, here you go. Here's something that you'll definitely know from Quebec, but uh, Fafon Electronique. Uh, yeah. 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 Have you been to Fafon? Yeah, the Fafon Electronique. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the Fafon Electronique. Uh, so um, for people that haven't been to Fafon. Uh, Fafona Electronique is like, um, it's where they used to have the World's Fair in Montreal. Uh, if anyone's ever seen um, uh, Men in Black, you know, when the roach is like climbing up into the spaceship, that's where they filmed it. Um, uh, just so that it, that's that's the old World's Fair place. This, but, um, uh, they have this huge outdoor rave every Sunday when it's in the summertime when the weather's nice. But they have giant signs that say like, please don't pee on the plants. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and it has oh, like it's not in english or french it's like stick figure peeing on plants with like hydroglyphics hieroglyphics it's for everybody and you know it's just kind of it's not a woman electronique if you're a little younger and if you're a little older you go up to tam tam <laughs> tam tams is cool because you'll have like a 2,000 person drum circle going and then you have dudes LARPing in like full medieval armor and people juggling and people like <laughs> practicing tuba and like people juggling. It's like a fucking like carnival, right? Like, yeah. Steve, are you a LARPer? Amazing no. thing that happens every Sunday when the weather's nice on, on Mount Royal Park. That's yeah, Steve. You're a LARPer, aren't you? Now, <coughs> the the tam uh, event and every Sunday. I mean, it's kind of funny, uh, Steve. Did you say that? Because I would say, like, if I would like to meet someone with dreads that look like you, 
and having a good mushroom trip and buying weed and I don't know whatever. I'm in Montreal. I go Sunday at the Tam Tam. I will get some good weed easily. Have some fun playing Tam Tam. Yeah, are there Tam Tams or on Saint Denis on like a Friday or Saturday night, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, the like end of Sophia or uh, or one of the other seedier bars up there or seedier clubs. Yeah. Uh, uh, for a while, there was a, a place that was show called Licks, but it have closed. But it was one of those uh, underground places that you can get some good uh, literature. And there was a kind of library, and there was some show uh, like many times a week. It have ended up closing, but I guess there is other places that have uh, opened like that. And yeah, the Tam Tam event, it's something for everyone that go there. It's something that I will guess after that uh, all the restriction we live right now when it pass over i guess that we'll start again because uh, the last few two last two summer uh, there was nothing over there but uh, yeah it was really cool i've i've been there really often I, i've smoked weed at the base of the pope beacon too it's it also has a pope beacon which is also kind of funny yeah. Oh, there's a uh, Labbey symbol. I know. There is a what's kind the of. A... That, uh, what's the name of the big abandoned amusement park there? Because I, I, I'm there's a a warehouse right across from it, and a bunch of friends of my friends of mine have like rented out the whole top floor of the warehouse there. Oh, I don't remember that place. But yeah, I think the, you know the... what I'm talking about, though. But I can't remember the name of the building. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I just don't remember what it's called and where it was. But yeah, I know I've heard about it. I've woken uh, up there many a time with no idea how I got there. Man, I, I, I've lived a few, few events in Montreal that I cannot remember yeah. exactly all. The other cool it. thing, that, for those of you that haven't been to Montreal, that's like super fucking cool. I don't think, I don't know if they still do, but they used to do. So, like, if you ever played a video game, and they have like races, like with indie cars through downtown. Montreal used to have full blown F1 racing through downtown, like through the fucking business district and shit. Like, no other, like, very few cities outside of Europe do like that kind of like enduro racing, like through their main city streets, right? Like, that's a whole, whole thing that's basically not even done in the United States at all, which I always thought was super fucking cool to go up for. Um, which again, yeah, uh, I don't this, I don't know of a single U.S. city that does that. I I know that there was like an electric F1 that they did it the last time, and I don't know why there was a scandal around it, something like that, and it had just been abandoned. But uh, I guess that it may be back at one point. But yeah, because the normal F1 there's a racetrack for it. But yeah, what you said, I think it was for the electric. Uh, uh, Kind of F1 that they did of uh, right in the. I mean, this was, I saw it back in the 2000s and this was like regular gas powered cars through downtown. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking cool as fuck. It was like watching a video game, but in real life. Yeah, I think it was in the old, old Montreal, like yeah, on the side of the, the St. Lawrence River, uh, the neighborhood just right on the side that the, the one that you thought. Okay, yeah. Ah, it's a long time ago, yeah.
Evidently, Potin, you look like a Ren Fair uh, person. Or just saying in the chat. I used to go to the Ren Fair a lot. My ex used to, yeah, my ex used to have quite the armor too that she made back in the day. Uh, Chris, you're muted, bud. Dude, I was watching this. Uh, I was, uh, I guess I was talking about this on the, the show, I don't know, maybe like last week or something. I was watching some dude's YouTube channel. I don't remember how I got on this guy's channel, but suddenly I was watching this guy's channel. I was fascinated for like, I don't know, maybe two or three videos. This guy and his whole crew, they're all young people too. I don't know. They must have fallen into money or something because uh, they have these crazy handmade suits of armor and they're basically replica mid medieval armor. Uh, and uh, they have full-on sword fights, like full-on. The, the blades are actually yeah, sharpened. There's a whole new uh, league for that shit. Yeah, yeah. is there a, a pretty like decently paying league too, where the dudes in medieval yeah, that's where they get the fucking money for the armor. Because the dude, the armor has to be really wickedly expensive. Oh, it's, like it's all handmade and two hundred pieces so, probably. So going back to Montreal, I have some friends, and they run this giant event called Domain which is usually like in August or September, but it's like the biggest LARPing event that you can get to, but it's like multi-day. So it's like four or five days of LARPing so that people can sneak into it. And it started off as like a bunch of friends and they gradually got richer and richer. So now they have this huge property that's like permanently built out and that's like an orc encampment, an elvish encampment. And they're all like permanent, like huge structures that people have built over the years. Um, but they come in like full battle armor and like the full nine. And it's kind of funny to see a bunch of nerds kind of like gradually like get older and just the budget that they had to do the same shit they were into just get more and more ridiculous. Is it the one called Bigolem? The, theirs is called Domain. I don't okay, know. Okay, Domain. Because I, I know the, another one called uh, Bigolem. And yeah, it, Yeah, I think there's two or three big one uh, in Quebec like that. that the, yeah, the, for the I'm people that really trip on that uh, medieval kind of uh, restitution, whatever, reconstitution, uh, medieval thing. Yeah, there's a big scene of that over here. I I, I know that uh, there's some people that had those kind of uh, weekend that the They have those uh, medieval character and they, they have to play a character in the story and uh, there was that the pub and everything i always so, like that in a campaign paintball so we used to do a campaign paintball on airsoft out in new jersey and they would have like a d-day reenactments or like hunt for like um like terror like a terrorist hunt or like different kind of things where it was like scenario based and that was always super fun kind of having like more than just the red versus blue kind of having like uh, objectives and things like that and then having respawns after an hour or two or you could get back into the fight if you got taken out and i always thought that was super fun and you know a little bit different than you know just normal stuff someone yeah, in chat said pirate um do you guys know why people uh why pirates wear eye, eye patches did you guys did we ever talk about that on this show so think about it a huge pirate fan i don't even know If you're out on the deck of a ship and you're attacking the other ship in daylight, right? The reflection off the water and oh, night vision and uh, bright, day vision. Right? Yeah. So when they, if they went below deck, it's super dark and they can't see anymore, right? And they're they're gonna get shot. So if they went below deck, they'd immediately pull up their their eye patch so they could that eye was adjusted to the dark and they could still see. That that's the whole reasoning behind the eye patches Clear. during boarding. Oh, it makes so a lot of sense. I, 
context. Uh, I need the eye patch now. Never right. know. That's it. Never know. All right. All right, Let's open another bottle of rum and shoot the yeah, cannon. Yeah. <laughs> More rum. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Except back then, like having a pirate's flag or whatever was enough to get you killed. Sorry, like, Roger flag. Yeah. I'm shooting the cannon bang uh, every uh, every shooter. So, the uh, Port Royal, is the old capital of Jamaica, was one of the biggest pirate capitals in 1678. There was a huge earthquake there and sank the whole fucking city. Right? Isn't that crazy? Arr, a lot of my kid lost. <laughs> hey, you're the one from Antigua. That's it. <laughs> I always like, do you guys ever look at Pitcairn Island? The Pitcairn? Um, yeah. Uh, the fucking Dutch or whatever went there, just killed all the men, and then took all the women as like <laughs> fucking bounty. So the the language is like fifty percent native Polynesian, fifty percent Dutch pirate, because they just hybridized the two languages and were like, "Fuck it, we're <laughs> <laughs> so this the most ridiculous." All right, this be the language. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, is it Pitcairn that like uh, the the guy that uh, like there was like two or three guys surviving and having kids with most of the women that were there, and they've like. Kind of been peaceful from that moment. Is it that place that they oh, had sure. a big was, fight at the end? There was another one that was like a lighthouse or whatever, and it had like five or six women and like two or three men. And then the one guy decided he was going to kill the other dudes and take all the women as his own. And then eventually they ended up killing him and then getting rescued by like. Uh, like Dutch sailors or English sailors or something that were stopping for provisions. You say rescue, I say ruined. <laughs> hey, man, like, they're getting taken advantage of more power to those women throttling that asshole. Yeah, right? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a freaking trip. Look at this. They're not, I forgot all about this boat, and I'm like, fuck, this rings a bell. So according to Wikipedia, the Pitcairn Islands, officially the Pitcairn, Henderson, Ducey, or Uno Islands, is a group of four volcanic islands in the southern Pacific Ocean that form the sole British overseas territory in the Pacific Ocean. The four islands, Pitcairn, Henderson, Ducey, and Eno, or Eno or whatever, are scattered across several hundred miles of ocean, have a combined land area of about 18 square miles. Henderson Island accounts for 86% of the land area, but only Pitcairn Island is inhabited. The islands nearest to the Pitcairn Islands are Mangareva, of French Polynesia, to the west and eastern island to the east. Pitcairn is the least populous national jurisdiction in the world. The Pitcairn Islanders are a biracial ethnic group descended mostly from nine bounty mutineers and a handful of Tahitian consorts, as is still apparent from the surnames of many of the islanders. This famous mutiny and its aftermath have been the subject of many books and film. As of January 2020, there were only 47 permanent inhabitants. Wow. Now, I was watching and they were offering job. If that. you got the skill that they need over there, you, you, you can go there, live there, whatever, have your job mm, over there. No. I bet. Yeah. What do they need? Plumbers, electricians, 
I don't know. Everything. You Maybe. write an email people. to Pitcairn Surveys. Computer people. Surveyors. I mean, look at it. Yeah, all the fishing you could possibly ever hope to want. Man, if you're like, a dentist or uh, whatever, right. your eye specialist, you know. You're not going to get the newest iPhone when it comes out, though. FedEx oh, is very delivered or very late. Maybe you're going to win penguin eggs and fish. <laughs> I mean, who are you going to text pictures of where you're at? Like, like you're, you're there. Like, no internet. Yeah, but think about how great the spear fishing oh. would be there. Like, right. Yeah, it'd be fucking wow. choice. As a spear fisherman, I, that fucking like a spear fisherman like motherfucker. Yeah. I oh, fucking look at that. Know. Wes, you me, you and me need to go to my spot in Jamaica sometime and just go spearfishing for a fucking weekend. So much fucking fun. Man, I I grew up spearfishing, so like I'm down. Yo, a few things I like better than taking some shrooms and going spearfishing. That is like uh, the best shit ever. I can't say I've ever taken shrooms and spearfishing, but I'm down to do it. Oh, you feel like you're a spaceship flying around looking for food. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the shark that eats you? Huh? No, man. Hey, he's he's going to be fucking high. You're like, <laughs> when you're in the zone, though, like, it's not, they're not, like, trying to eat you. You're, They're all, like, you can talk to them all. All different. It's true. It's true. You are plugged into oh, nature's internet. I've, I've had many spiritual go? experiences in Jamaica, like, on the reef, just, like, no, making the right arm. amount of, of uh, mind, mind expanders and just cruising through that reef. And being one with the reef and just so much soul healing on that shit, man. So good. So can can you organize a, a group uh, trip that it's uh, talking with fishes with Steve? Man, I would I would take a lesson of that one. No, I just gotta get that. I just gotta get Aquaman's body, and I'll be set. Cool. Me too. Cool. Any iteration of him. What does that sound? Oh, I yeah. don't know. It sounds like some Beat someone that. jerking off in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go oh, away, Baton. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, fuck, that movie just hopped up on something. Is it on HBO, maybe? So it's on either HBO or Amazon. I want to say I still have Amazon. Maybe it popped up on Amazon. I think Super Troopers and that movie, um, Idiocracy, hopped up on... Uh, Fucking Amazon. Or am I thinking of a different movie right now? Damn it, I might be thinking of a different movie oh, than Idiocracy. So good. Yeah. If you've uh, never, anyone listening, if you've never seen Idiocracy, stop oh, what you're doing awesome. right now. Awesome. Welcome to yeah. Costco. Yeah. We love, love you. you. Go watch it. Water? Yeah. Like from the toilet? <laughs> when it came out, I was like, like, what was the name oh. of the like, Gatorade they were feeding their plants? <laughs> Brongo. Smartest man alive. I thought you had thirst mutilator. <laughs> it's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So much good shit. And then 
Not only that, but like how much of that movie became true. But they're totally right, though. Smart people aren't breeding enough, and dumb people are breeding too much. And that's the whole, it's going to doom our species. Like whether or not. But guess what? That's why I got a gang of kids. I have to disagree with you. Dumb people do make smart children. They see, they look at their parents. It's an education issue. They didn't. I didn't say that they didn't. I'm just saying, if you look at the total percentage of offspring, intelligent people have fewer offspring. And that's the whole point of that movie. So get better schools. Because literally, like, you get dumb people from smart families, you get smart people from dumb families, but education equalizes it. Yeah. We yeah. just need to get, we just need to stop making people like Kardashians fucking popular. That's, that's the whole thing. So good bad, luck ever. Brazilian good luck lift. ever kill that. Good luck ever kill that. <laughs> but, like, but like, but like, shout out to people like Dolly Parton, who actually fucking does good and like, Sends out kids, uh, books to kids all over the world. Shut up, Dolly Parton. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. No, seriously. No, she's out. Dolly Parton has donated an incredible amount of her wealth over the years. (laughs) To to underprivileged children, bro. Humidor, bingo card. What's that? (laughs) Dolly Parton. (laughs) Right. People have donated as much of their total wealth as her in their life. As her. No, she's a fucking, she's a good woman. Yeah, Yeah, and she does it quietly in most cases. She's not. uh, She ain't looking for for fucking the praise. Mm. She did it because she loved reading books when she was a kid, man. Books are awesome. We need to get LeVar Burton on this show. I bet LeVar Burton smokes weed. If anybody here knows LeVar Burton, please let me know. No one's endorsing eugenics. I'm just pointing out the fucking literal point of that movie. Like, that's that's the whole plot of the movie. I mean, that's what I didn't like about that movie. That that literally is the thing that I didn't like about the movie. Because any flirtation with eugenics is something that I'm not interested in, I have to be honest. That's one of the reasons why even plant breeding, dog breeding, anything else always weirds me out a little bit. I say this with a visible hint, a sense of irony, I guess. Because, of course, I'm a plant breeder. But there's, I mean, plant plants don't feel pain in, in the sense that we do. They don't have culture in the sense that we do. They don't have, uh, natural I don't know, uh, uh, pardon? Like natural selection crime. Eugenics and, and considered bad? Like, I feel like that's basically... Well, that's the thing. Social Darwinism has actually been a concept that's been used by a lot of different people to basically abuse minorities, to abuse uh, yeah. classes, to abuse the, abuse the poor, to justify the rich doing whatever they wanted to, to literally create uh, uh, laissez-faire rules to allow the rich to uh, agglomerate more money uh, because, uh, hey, the winners, uh, to the winners go the spoils. Right. Like the these, these concepts are, I think, pseudoscientific, though, because right. Darwin Darwinism, in like a biological sense, is science. But ascribing that, let's say, to like human behavioral patterns, I think it's just really simplistic. Right, but overlap that with the fact that Donald goddamn Trump got elected. And tell me that because we live in the worst timeline. I mean, you've seen Rick and Morty. We're in like oh my god, which which parallel universe? Parallel universe where like green zebras are. Everything that you said that was like people have no justification for using race. They have no justification for using religion or any of the other stuff that you just mentioned. But at the same time, people that are not capable of critical thought are breeding at a faster rate, and Donald Trump is an, is a result of that. 
Well, I don't and think that's the problem, because right? when you use that word breeding, it really dehumanizes them. You know what I mean? It's like using the I, word, I, so the subtle word feeding I, I versus hate to eating. Say that, I hate to think that we're that far potent. I feel like Donald Trump was just like they wanted a change from the status quo. Exactly. They wanted to get away from your politicians. I, I don't think they really wanted Donald Trump, and they fucking ended up with something that they didn't fucking want, as you see. That they fucking, people were willing to select off. a senile guy fucking as, as his replacement. So, like, you know, my I don't know. Is, my point is people capable of critical thought would not vote for that man. I I, I agree. I agree. How I feel about him was, like, how did he win the South? How did he win? Although he's a New Yorker, that was given everything people hate to him. The, 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 they they are Republican to that degree. They've been propagandized to that degree that uh, they think the Democrats are evil baby killers and whatever else. It's really it's kind of bizarre to me. And so literally anything that they can do, they think uh, that will trigger liberals will will be something. So that's that whole let's go Brandon thing. To this day, evidently, they think that makes liberals super mad when you say that. I just, I'm kind of baffled because I'm just like, nobody's even upset when you say fuck Biden. Like, I mean, you could go ahead and say that if you wanted to, uh, but they say this even stupider version of that, pretending that it's going to make everybody upset. I don't, I don't understand that mentality, but it's this trollish, I don't know. It's so stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, they say, united we stand, divided we fall. Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Rich. We've been, we've been, divi- we've divided ourselves, and we've divided ourselves, and we've been divided, and we've divided ourselves. There's a bunch no, of. No, I say we've been divided. Back. Yeah, they, they no, it, they've actively been dividing us. Mm. Exactly, the rich, the rich are doing it because there's money to be made in this to divide us. No, 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 no. Because nothing gets changed in this because there's no mm. fucking yeah. changes. There's no. There's, there's no money to be made. They continue just going on and collecting their shekels. Exactly. Right? I mean, it's true. The ten richest uh, people basically doubled their wealth in the last two years. They're all bill, you know, multi-billionaires. Musk and Bezos and I can't remember Carlos Slim and probably half a dozen Asian billionaires and so on. They doubled their wealth under this pandemic. Well, tons Nobody of people. Uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well. A lot of the knee-jerk reactions with some of the different uh, uh, virus restrictions are going to cause a wave of, of right-wing politics because people are angry, and they're angry at the wrong. Unfortunately, I think he's right. Justified or unjustified, they're angry. Unfortunately, uh, I think he's right. I'm going to move to Bitcoin Ireland. Fuck it. And that's not good for anything right now, especially given how unstable everything is globally. That's, that's not going to mean a peaceful world. I, I tend to agree with them. Like, honestly, I tend to agree with them. I think that's the way it's going. Like, honestly. No, I, I, I genuinely fully expect the Republicans to try and steal the next election. And I think that that's why. Oh, uh, well, it's not like it's not like they haven't tried to steal every other war. Like, yeah. no, more and more Democrats are born every day compared to Republicans. That's well, why the they're stealing the elections, the basically. Yeah. yeah, that's why they. they that's the specific reason. Why do you? Why you guys have to get on the two party? Can can it work if you got four or five of it? Oh, no, yeah, it. Yeah, no, my entire life I've been asking because the problem is uh, we have this really farcical discussion in this country where we basically dance around and do like a kabuki theater. It's like a, 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 a you know like a Chinese you know the fancy opera, right? Because uh, basically the 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 parties themselves really 
don't have much of a position. And the positions themselves are, in many cases, not all that far off. Like in foreign policy, the Republicans are really usually not that far off from most of the Democrats. You know, you have the, the, the hawkish Democrats, you have the hawkish Republicans, and together they all basically invade Iraq or Iran or whoever the, 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 the next uh, country will be. Uh, domestically, even in many cases, they won't even have that different of policies when you actually lay it down on the table. Famously, Obamacare was actually stolen or cribbed, rather, from the Heritage Foundation, which is an ultra-right-wing uh, yeah. conservative think tank that was literally right-wing literally right-wing policy that the exactly. Democrats took and said, hey, let's do that so that we get bipartisan support. They still didn't get bipartisan yep. support because that's the way our country is right now. Um, <coughs> where was I fucking going with that? <coughs> uh, that we basically don't have uh, 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 parties. So even when they basically interchange their policies, it still doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. The parties themselves really are basically money-making machines at this point to uh, exactly. get more get campaign the cash for the next election. So they both basically they both hit up the same billionaires, the same billionaires. They know that either one party or the other will be in power. They know that the politics won't really radically change. Biden is famously a business-friendly Democrat. Like he mm -hmm. he was uh, he was one of the guys that voted for. People always Good think it's Republicans. Quo. He was one of the guys that actually voted for the really uh, uh, generous credit card rules and the the payday loan stuff and the, I think even the college loan stuff, honestly, he had something to do with. And yeah, just on and on and on and on. That's they used to call him the Senator right there. Oh, they used to call him the Senator from MDMA or MMD. What's that fucking huge uh, credit card company? Yeah. Because basically that was his biggest, biggest constituent, not the people of fucking Scranton, Pennsylvania, where he was born or whatever the fuck. Like, who, who, was it Delaware? I always forget where, where he was from. Anyway, after all other considerations, <laughs> economics is the most viable reason. That's it, I guess. Um, I don't know. I guess where I was going to with that is that it's the farcical part of that. That's where I was uh, trying to get to again, uh, where I called it farcical. What I meant by that was that our discussions of, oh, super left wing and super right wing are basically meaningless because even Bernie Sanders is not super left wing if you were to plop him Basically, in any other other Western country, even maybe Canada, like Canada, Canada is yeah. not that different from the U.S. But they're they're I think still pretty different because you guys have universal health care. No, no, for real, you have a huge military and on and on. There's I think there's some pretty severe differences even when you just kind of peer under the hood. But definitely, if you were to go to the U.K. or Germany or fucking Ireland or whatever, you know these countries that we're allies with, right, and NATO and stuff. Bernie would be like in the right wing, basically, almost, you know, he'd, he'd be basically a moderate, essentially. And he said this before, that he's not especially le a left wing, basically, compared to like, you know, worldwide politics. But in the US, oh my fucking God, he's a goddamn fucking fire-headed communist, because our discussion is so messed up. You know, and how do I put this? Because partly because we have these two parties that don't really have to align themselves. They can basically be like... um uh, fuck, what is the word for it? Not aspirational. Maybe that is the, that is the word. They can be like lifestyle brands. They can basically be lifestyle brands. And so the Republicans are a lifestyle brand. Everyone knows they're a fucking lifestyle brand. You, know, you wear the hat, you wear the freaking clothes, you wear the Republican truck. And then, assumedly, uh, the Democrats are a lifestyle brand where you get to, you know, not hate gay people and blah, 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 and you get to feel good about yourself. But that's not a political position, you know, not hating gay people. What a stupid freaking political position that is in this country. Oh, I just, our party doesn't hate gay people. Good for you, dumb fuck. I mean, what the shit? And the other party, ipso facto, must hate gay people. That's our 
That's the level exactly. of our discourse in this country. But I guess where I'm getting to is like none of that is healthy or constructive politics. It's just fucking dog shit and divisiveness. You know, the whole anti-abortion thing. The Bible doesn't even talk about abortion. And if the Bible talks about it, it's kind of pro-killing the fetus. Like fucking God stones people. He, he, he floods any number of places. Anytime there's a mistake, God spites, smites it. Do you think God really would be that anti-abortion, honestly? That stuff is made up to fucking be divisive for the evangelical party, for the Republicans. All these hot button issues, even guns and on and on and on. These things are not even really political positions, honestly. Like the whole gun platform. We're pro guns. Okay. Good for you. You're pro guns. All right. I'm pro hammers. Go ahead, Well, I'm pro. I'm pro. What kind of infallible God has to wipe out all the humans and hit reset? Right. Right. Oh my God. They'd be butt fucking. We got to wipe them all out. Not like that. He doesn't have to admit to fucking up, but he has to full of mulligan. <laughs> the world's first mulligan was when he flooded the earth, and that's Noah's that's Noah's ark. He's like, fuck, I'll that's take it. him off. That's Dude, it. I'm pro not letting crazy that's people when, have guns. That's when that so so God created that's when God created Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> We just lost the entire Irish audience. Oh, it's that world concept of divi- divide to reign and uh, like uh, you unite your troop by saying that we are against the enemy instead mm. of just saying, hey, wait a minute, they're just talk about one other solution to a problem that we have to. We may examine uh, that thing that maybe we can try something in the middle that can work really better than one side or the other or whatever. Maybe one guy got a good solution on the other side. Like you say, if they adopt a concept on the on a, a far right uh, thinking group, whatever. Now, if they think it's a good idea, it's a, you know. That's you're describing coalition governments, yeah. And a lot of countries around the world have these co- uh, productive coalition governments. They're not always productive. Sometimes they're really unproductive. But you'll have a right wing party with a left wing party because they're like, you know what? Even though we think you're totally fucking dumb about xyz uh we both are super in favor of infrastructure you know we, we think streetcars are great we want uh, uh uh just we want the trains to run on time we want uh whatever you know post office boxes i don't even know what's so just make something up uh, and those parties will basically run together even though for example they they very much differ on uh immigration policy or uh, welfare policy or whatever else you know what i mean and that to me is a lot more rational than the shit that we have now whereby for example like all 50 republicans do you really mean to tell me that all 50 of those republicans disagree about literally everything that the democrats say come on no but the party has decided they will vote no on every single thing as a party you know that's just not there's nothing healthy about that and the republicans basically like they even had power you know a couple years ago they didn't pass anything they literally didn't pass anything except for tax cuts for the rich like so the democrats will come in and do almost nothing and then the Republicans will come in and do less than nothing, and then the rinse and repeat and rinse. I mean, our country's fucked. Quid you know what I mean? Pro. So yeah, we we really desperately need multiple parties, real parties, parties that actually stand for something that you can vote for, and you can say, oh, you know what? I think that is what I would like, or you know what? No, that sounds weird to me. Let's go do that. But then you'll have to hey. also have as that you'll have to have an educated populace, which we don't want to have either. We'd rather watch. I feel like Reality a broken TV record when I say we need to get money out of politics oh yeah. yeah yeah we really need to get the money out of politics we need to put a spending cap on campaigns 
you got uh, you talk about that we got the Supreme Court. We got a regulation like that over here about donation and the spending in the campaign and everything. Maybe, yeah, just look at what I, I don't say that it's perfect over here, but it was to address that kind of problem that you just talked about. But we did there that. Should, uh, every there should be should go to donations. Pick, every president should pick two Supreme Court justices mm-hmm. or, or something like that. And, and, you know, each term, each congressional term, uh, and, and that's it. Like, this should have, we need some level of sanity. And then we also need to put a maximum age of 60 or 65 on, on to serve in government to, as a ruling thing. No more of yes. these assholes fucking everything up for everyone else. How it, it, Does anyone remember the wonderful, incredible speech by Mr. Ted Stevens, Senator Ted Stevens? The series of t- uh, tubes. The internet. the internet is not a big truck. It's not a series of tubes. The, the lottery balls are clogging <laughs> the internet, and they're preventing my email. Just this other week, they sent an email on Tuesday. I got it Sunday. Mm. That guy was on the, the Senate like tech pa- panel or whatever. I can't remember. Yeah, that's that was oh, the goal of it. Basically, he was on the panel that actually discussed, like, discussed internet issues and so on. That's how do I say it? I agree with it. You know, like if you're out of touch, if you've never actually sent an email in your life, if you're basically, if you're, if you're just, if you're, I don't know, if you're too old, I don't know. There's old people that do all kinds of stuff like that. Like Kud is out there flying drones. He does fucking final cut this and freaking Adobe that. But some of them are just fucking hopelessly lost. And I just have to but be that's honest, what they should tired be doing. of it. Yeah. Right, and that's the thing too. Like there should be, that you're right. Honestly, this country should have a real retirement age. Go ahead. The coot would agree that he shouldn't be running the nation. He should be yeah. out flying. Yeah, he drone. would agree with it. Yeah. Exactly. Go fly a Because he's a rational person. Yeah, straight up. Nancy Pelosi, go fly a drone. That's why I say coot for president. Get the hell out of the office. That's, a, That's the next person. No, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. They're, they have so much money. They have so much. Like, she has granddaughters and this and that. And she spends all her time in Washington, D.C. Like, relax. Enjoy your family. Let someone else take charge. Let the next oh, generations take charge. So no, she's going to make, literally, she's going to die in office. And then like her successor will be, they're talking about this dude Clyburn, who's like also 80 years old. Like yeah, well, someone years who old is not years, man. retirement there age. There was a guy recently, something Thurman that was like fucking 102 or 98. I mean, the guy was in like a wheelchair. He hadn't physically been to Congress in like 12 years. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we gotta have some sanity here. Like, look, I'm sorry. If you're not, it needs to be 35 to like 55 people that understand current business. And mm-hmm. especially in the air. And the the main, this is the big reason. Technology is changing too fast right now. And that, that the impact of technology on, on the economy and the global politics is immense compared to how it was even 25 years ago, right? I mean, think about this. When, when I was younger, we used to be able to run internet service providers at the back of a cyber cafe. Now they're all megacorps, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is, like you can't even fathom that as, as a, something that would even happen now, right? And that, that was the backbone of how people even connected to the internet. That's a huge change. And now we're about to change again to satellite and everything else with, with SpaceX and, and all that, right? So, this stuff is evolving too fast and has immense implications to the economic success of individual nations. And if we do not adapt quickly to this type, and same thing with green energy and 
there's so many things that are just critically important to the, the, the success of companies and countries and their economies and everything else. We have to have people that understand this shit. And if we don't, we're fucked. Uh, that's that's basically the problem. I've been talking about it. The head of the U.S. Uh, uh, what is it? I'm already forgetting what it was. I think I saved the article, so I guess I could go back and look at it. But long story short, head of uh, U.S. robotics counterintelligence. I'm really fucking this one up. But basically, he cyber was in charge force. of essentially yeah cyber force. Uh, he was basically trying to figure out like the anti other people drones and the anti other people hacking shit and the anti other people. Well, computer bad stuff uh he basically quit in disgust and was like the chinese are fucking us really bad uh, we're gonna lose in like the next five years uh it's really 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 super bad nobody in government even knows you're doing nothing how bad about it, it is <laughs> you're doing literally nothing about it and i'm fucking out of here and he literally dropped the microphone and just fucked right off yeah, uh, i'm not gonna be in charge of this shit when it goes down that's, a, yeah. that's basically what it sounded like. And uh, uh, it kind of sounds bad because, yeah, a lot of our uh, uh, government officials literally don't know how this stuff works. I've been hearing about how the targeting uh, uh, in, uh, what was it now, Yemen and a few other places now that basically our drones were going around and uh, targeting, like, even if there was a kid on premises, we basically called it like an, a militant training facility and they wouldn't reevaluate. They never reevaluated target targets once they acquired a target. There's a whole story about it just a, a couple weeks ago so they'd uh, acquire a target and no matter what no man not man nor god could get them to reevaluate their target and they would freaking bomb these targets and wouldn't you know it half of them were literally just entire families they fucking wiped out and that's how i say this uh, in yemen took out some fucking oil tankers this week they had four fucking explosives Great. on them and took out two separate oil tankers and th these weren't high-tech drones by any means it was, it was a righteous kill <laughs> Off of Amazon. <laughs> Witness me. <laughs> righteous kill. To righteous water. kill. <laughs> uh, I guess I got a little uh, sidetracked on that because I was pissed off. But there's a lot of uh, examples of basically government officials just not even having a fucking clue. You know, we could look at weed to, to have a perfect example, or internet policy, or anything else. And uh, I would attribute a lot of it, first of all, for them not being in the you know, anything but lawyers, basically, like there's almost nobody but lawyers in politics, but they're also like 85 years old on average. Like we literally have older politicians on average than other countries, like in the Soviet Union, they had like notoriously old Politburo's and stuff. But now when you look at our shuffling geriatrics walking up stage, you know, Nancy Pelosi and her assorted other geriatrics, they have a combined age of 4,000, you know, like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like three people. It means the crazy house of the retirement. Uh, knowledge between us, we have political careers of six thousand BC. One of one of one of AOC's staff snuck down to whatever the fuck Pelosi's main office is and projected it's time that the Democratic uh, uh, Party gets new leadership. Fuck yeah, it is, yeah. Pelosi and had it projected onto her own fucking building, which I thought was fucking great. She's a piece of shit. Chris, Chris, Chris is taking off. Uh, I mean, I, I did. I'm in favor no of it. And that's the thing, like the AOC. That's why the Republicans hate AOC so much. I mean, that's that's literally why they talk about her so much, because she's really effective at messaging. She gets in people's ears, both left and right. She was a right. bartender. She was a bartender. She was a real person, a, uh, yeah, a normal real person. Yeah. And how to put them back in their place, because mm -hmm. a few people know how to put people in their place as well as a woman bartender yeah, that's, that's been true. doing it for a while.
They, they put up with fucking everything doing that job. And they'll fucking talk, you know, talk truth to power. Like, they don't want to fucking hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why she gets... Uh, well, not only that, she's also super, super clever, well-educated. So, yeah, people like that, honestly, would make great leadership if someone were to recognize talent in, in that party. Uh, they might say, hey, you know what? She would be really great, like maybe somewhere at the top. Uh, but instead, they basically make her look like a fucking idiot. And uh, uh, push her to the bottom. And uh, um, yeah. Pelosi, aka the the wife of the crypt keeper, she should have been out fifteen years ago. She is <laughs> oh, fucking sure. like she, by Obama should have forced her out. Like she is no place there anymore. She's like, how the fuck is she going to go up there and defend Congress people? Fucking insider trading, like yeah, fuck. Because she's making money on it. That's it. That's all it is yeah. to it. And the worst part is she's already a billionaire. I, I don't understand. I don't understand when you're 80 fucking years old and you're already a billionaire. Fire, potent. Come on. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. What are, what are old people sitting on cat, piles of cash for? What do you give a fuck? Dude, it's like smog yeah, the fucking boy, dragon. Dude. All you have yeah. less experiences. Go, go, go fucking experience life. What, what do you give a fuck about the rest of this shit for? That's what I hear over and over and over again. That basically as you grow older, you stop cherishing material gifts and possessions. Else. They have but you nothing cherish. else. That's it. It's the they power. That's probably. it. That's the land they cling to. People they have to keep understand. it as long as they can. They're nothing without it. Like, don't you realize? Like, it's a different type of person that becomes a politician. It's just, a fucking narcissist that becomes a politician. It's somebody that's thirsty for power more than money, even. Shout out to Jordan River. Him and I had a cool conversation. We were coming back from one of the grows we were talking about this week. But life is about experiences, right? Like, Going and doing cool shit. It doesn't matter how much money you have or this or the other. It's about, did you have a fucking fun time when you were on the rock? Right? Like, at the end of the day, like, were you an asshole? Did you make the planet better while you were here? And did you have fun and cool experiences while you're here? Everything else doesn't fucking matter. Right? At the end of the day. Because you'll just be dead and you'll be gone. And, you know, people remember you or they don't. Or they carry on the work that you worked on or they don't. And at the end, that's it. You know, outside of your family. Right? Uh, I totally agree with you. Just the fact that you've been able to do some study, do some cool project, a uh, few place in the world, and the, the link with a lot of people, and now we where other people linking together toward all those subjects. I think it's like what it's about. It's not how much money you made doing it. You made all that, and we are all connecting together on those different experiences, and we can learn even more. Yeah. That's why even if we got different view on politics, each other, I, I don't care. We grow the same plant with the same input and it works. <laughs> At the end, and we, we still you're right. the same. And if you can't be happy with nothing and never be happy, 100%. I would much rather party with, with my friends in Jamaica that are like barely getting by than with my friends in Jamaica that are millionaires, right? Yeah. Because they appreciate that party that we're all together. The, they appreciate the moment and the experience a thousand times more than my friends that are well off. But to them, it's like, ah, I do this all the time. This is another time. But my friends that don't have as much money, they cherish the moment together. They cherish the friendship. They cherish those brief moments together a thousand times more. And that's why I'd always rather hang out with them and any day of the week. You're right. You're right. A fucking mango somebody who's poor and they only have a mango tree in the yard is worth more than fucking any money some rich person can give you. Not to say that all rich people are like that too. Some people, richer people can appreciate it, but 
I'm just talking about on average. That's all. Yeah, and I think it probably depends a lot on how how the money was I don't know how how the money was gotten or something. I don't know. Maybe that's not maybe that's not true either. But uh, no, I, I think that's true too. And I've also noticed something in my life that the the most generous people completely and 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 it's very lopsided. The seesaw or whatever, it's extremely lopsided. Are the poorest? Uh, I have never in my life met a genuinely, genuinely, genuinely generous uh, rich person. I thought I met a genuine, generous rich person when I was a kid. He was a family friend, like a friend of my stepfather's. And, uh, oh, he was super rich. I knew he was rich. I didn't know how rich he was. Turns out the little beneficences that he did, you know, along the way, they were little breadcrumbs because I found out not all that long ago. I just should have looked, honestly. I should have looked at a fucking picture. There's a building named after him in San Francisco. So, I mean, you can imagine he's passed away since then, but he's passed the empire to his kids. Dude had way more money. And how do I put this? He was generous. He was a good guy. He was a kind guy. I don't actually have bad things to say about him. But in my life, I've seen people when Wes says, like, if they have one mango, they would share it with you. They'll, I mean, I've met people that would share their mango with you if you needed it. You know, they had nothing of their own, but they'd share it with you. Many times in my life, honestly, someone would pull out, like if I was in trouble, they'd pull out 20 bucks and give it to me or give me half, you know? I mean, they can't rip a bill in half, but you know what I mean? Anyway. The only rich person I ever did a lot of stuff with was Lennox Lewis. We'd go buy like $2 worth of coconuts in Jamaica and he'd give him a 20, like that kind of stuff. And like, just, he was more important to like enrich the area where he was from since he had the ability to. He also went back and bought the, like the slave uh, grounds where his ancestors like escaped to in the forest and like preserved that as a permanent thing, which I thought was super cool as well. He's the only person that I ever met that was like hella well off, but still kind of like, reinvested in the community that he came from and i thought it was kind of a, a unique kind of thing that i've personally experienced at least i mean you know decent people are decent people just because you're rich doesn't mean you're an asshole i'm not i'm not, I'm not a fucking fool you know i'm just saying that the most generous people in my life have always been people who didn't really have all that much honestly and they like you say they were uh, content to share the experience content to have whatever they they had available to I don't know, share let's say uh, for dinner or whatever else you know even if it's humble anyway um if i can bounce back to what potent uh, just said go for it you might be muted Uh, we can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. old music. Show's gone late. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe we'll uh, cut the show. I actually do have enough weed ground up for one more joint. I could have one more joint. Um, I don't know. Is he still talking? We can't hear you at all. Maybe he's, for, uh, he's frozen. Uh, maybe bad connection on this side I don't know I don't know whatever so ladies and gentlemen I don't know perhaps I'll call this last call maybe I'll smoke another joint and uh, I will call last call man these bots are persistent holy cannoli oh you still got some oh look at that bots. already hidden can't even get there look at that man I, I was watching a, a live of a news of a big news things on, a, on YouTube and a big news channel, and I saw those same guys 
trying to post stuff. And I was just like, what, what are they doing? Kind of funny. And if you go on a, on some live that it's like a, so like, oh, the Korean, uh, North Korean uh, woman that uh, is talking about uh, what happened in North Korea and stuff. There's always people that go in our chat and trying to argue about this and that and saying that uh, North Korea is a paradise, you know. <laughs> and she, I don't think it she, is, no. Yeah, she <laughs> joked at one point saying like, uh, oh, I would offer a, a free ticket to go there then if you think it's that good. Cause, right. uh, I've escaped from there and I don't want to go back. So, and she realized that at one point she would need a, a, a GoFundMe because it seemed like there may be a few hundred to send over there. <laughs> there was just that story. It's kind of funny. It wasn't funny. It's sad. Uh, there was that story about the North Korean uh, uh, defector. He basically came down to the South like 10 years ago or something. I'm getting it kind of wrong, but he came down here a while ago. He'd been here for, let's call it seven or 10 years maybe. And he just could not make a home. Like, uh, I guess there's quite a bit of, uh, kind of internal racism, I guess. I don't know if racism is the right word, but basically classism perhaps, or uh, um, casteism or something. I don't know. Anyway, evidently the South Koreans look down on uh, North Korean uh, uh, immigrants, apparently defectors. And so uh, it, it was very hard for this dude to fit in. He couldn't get like uh, friends. Evidently he was just very, very lonely. Could, I, I don't remember exactly, but I don't think he had a wife or anything. And he literally uh, apparently went back to North Korea. Very, very interesting story. Oh, I, don't oh, know what, at least I don't you know could have uh, going back to feral packs of kids. I know, right? So, <laughs> man, going back there, <laughs> fucking yeah. shit. Right. So, what do you think the odds are that that guy wasn't killed though when he went back? Oh, dude, I know, right? he was. Yeah, no, he, you know, he was like, "Welcome." <laughs> right. Hit him well, with the Novichok as soon as he walked through the gates. Fucking hell! I was watching. There was like two hundred okay. American in North Korea, There's and I was like, "Holy forest. shit!" There's an American tourist that took like a picture of Kim Jong Il or whatever, and then they fucking caught him on the plane. He had to serve like however many years and got out under Trump. Remember that? Was it the only prisoner released under Trump? Oh yeah, I can't remember. Sorry, I'm trying. Right, to... right, but he he was like he couldn't talk or nothing, right? Like. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't talking. Oh, that's right. He was all fucked up. That he was, was fucked was right the, the fuck up. I think it was the same one. I don't know. There was oh, one yeah. release during that time. Yeah, and he couldn't. They beat he him was come harder. They hit him in the head too hard. He was. Oh, he was, he was just like, yeah, he was completely. Died he was. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about Lights that. were on, but nobody was home. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard some of the new, the the current Guantanamo detainees, a lot of them basically are detainees that if we release them, we'd be basically admitting how badly Nico, we treated them. Nico said that Layton said something smart. Nico was pushing, or I'm sorry, Layton was pushing bottle nutrients on his fucking show. He's a fucking tool. He's no shit. Like, he's a fucking moron. He never mm. grown a weed plant. Like, come, you know, tell me something Layton did once he grows some weed. I don't know, man. I've I've tried to suggest as uh, a good uh, PhD in uh, McGill that uh, work with warm, uh, and I I mean I would rather read our study than uh, reading on his technique. Because I tried to figure. I don't hate that guy, but I, I tried to figure why what he teach would be better to use as a technique, and 
Besides using a microscope, I've not learned a lot from him. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about something better in Montreal. So if no one's ever been to the botanical gardens there, they have some of the nicest botanical yeah. gardens um, uh, in all of the uh, uh, country. Uh, after Longwood Gardens, they have probably one of the nicest in all of North America in terms of botanical gardens uh, up there, uh, just uh, in northern Montreal there. Beautiful, beautiful botanical gardens. Yeah, you can take the subway from downtown when you're over there. So it's a really easy access. Right near the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it's near the Ashlaga Maisonneuve neighborhood, uh, one of the poor places uh, back in the days. Now it's not, it's more upper, but uh, it's been one of those neighborhoods that was like a kind of a French-Canadian ghetto maybe <laughs> back in the days. Really, yeah, that botanical garden, I've been there two times, and there's the insectarium over there, too. That is, yeah, you can have a two, two good day uh, visiting those places, for sure. What was that kid's name? Yeah, now I remember it. It's Brainerd saying that uh, I had a German name. Basically, beat the shit out of him in jail, and he was literally brain dead. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. The one they shoved the plunger up their ass, the cops did, or the other one? No, I'm thinking about the kid from North Korea. They they let him go. and uh, That's who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't remembering at first, and now I'm remembering. Fuck. Yeah, there was a whole yeah. big... Sorry, I didn't mean to hit the mic. There's a whole big thing with uh, with that with that kid. Yeah, and he, yeah what did he steal? A poster or some of that? I want to say he steal, stole a poster. Which was yeah. dumb, obviously. Like you shouldn't ever do that. But then they basically like he well, kidnapped him off the street and then beat the shit out of him and literally beat him until he's brain dead. Should be asked for one politely, they would have given him one, right? Like you never know. I'm sure if he was like, "Man, I think your leader's awesome. I'd love a poster," they would give him one. You know what I mean? Yeah, if he played his cards right. That's what I was thinking. Like the the defector dude, they probably honestly gave him like a fucking fancy house and everything else because they're like, "Oh, he saw how shitty South Korea is. It's total garbage down there, right?" Here's a microphone. The guy's like, "Yeah, man, total garbage, total garbage." And so then everyone in North Korea would just be like, "Oh my god, Kim Jong Un or Kim rejoices, um, start singing exactly rejoice, yay! It's a small world after all." Exactly. Did you guys know that uh, meth is illegal in North Korea? They take lots of meth. Oh, is it the good news? <laughs> Apparently, because it makes you less hungry, I guess. Okay, it's more productive and you eat right? less, yeah, right? right? Until you die and turn crazy. <laughs> or turn crazy. You want to the Some other. side effects might apply, I don't know. I mean, if you're lucky, you just turn crazy and maybe you can die otherwise. You might lose your teeth, see shadow people. Um, what else? I don't know. Having mark all over your face because you scratch your, yeah. Uh, Lars is saying I heard that too. Actually, he didn't steal anything at all. I, I mean that. I mean, Jesus Christ, the poster though too. So seriously, even if he didn't steal the poster, are you serious? Uh, he said he didn't steal shit. They showed some grainy footage uh, of uh, uh, some short Korean dudes uh, stealing a poster. They just wanted a prisoner to use as a bargaining chip, which is honestly very likely. Because they've kidnapped, they full on kidnapped people uh, before. Uh, they wanted to uh, Kim Jong Il, or maybe his dad. I think it was Kim Jong Il. Uh, so this dude's dad, um, but not the original dude that had the big old freaking grapefruit sized tumor on the side of his head. 
You guys don't even know what I'm talking about, maybe. Kim Il-sung, the first one. Yeah. He literally had a grapefruit-sized tumor on the side of it. I think it was his right side of his head. So all portraits that ever showed him were shown from, I want to say, the left side so that you would not see the grapefruit-sized tumor. And it was actually operable. Like the tumor was operable even by the standards of like 1950s, but he was afraid of going under anesthesia because someone might kill him because he was the dictator. So literally he lived his entire life with a grapefruit sized tumor that was apparently painful actually. And everyone pretended it didn't exist. So for example, the people around him just would pretend that it didn't exist because it didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, it's not a tumor. Uh, anyway, uh, it's just, I mean, how do I say this? It's not the problem that he had a tumor. It's just psychopathic that he had to, like, do all this charade and everything else. And, of course, they couldn't show it because that would make him not perfect. Because, remember, like, the they didn't have buttholes, supposedly. They didn't uh, They produce food or digest food so perfectly. They right. were telling us not too long ago that they do not go to the... Uh, just fucking Looney Tunes stuff. Anyway, true. so Kim Jong-il... That's it. Exactly right. Uh, Kim Jong-il... Uh, decided the North Korean, he was an artiste and he was a lover of life. It's convenient that you can be the prince of a country and you're a lover of life, so life all of a sudden. And the best athlete in the country. It's weird how so many art collectors are princes and fucking shakes and so on and so forth. Anyway, yeah, right. And the best athlete in all Well, I think that I think that really is because those are the only people who can really afford to fuck it. That's basically what I was trying to say. Yeah. But uh so Kim Kim Jong il had a, a great taste, as 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 he told everyone. And uh, he decided that North Korea has to have a better film industry. So they literally stole uh one of the most famous Japanese film directors and his wife. And they basically brought him to North Korea and said, you make movie for us now. And so literally for like 20 years, he basically made movies for them. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Oh, I know. I know the story. As a result, the North Koreans have great films. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen the story. uh, It's fucking terrible. (laughs) By the way, they apparently stole $400 million of cryptocurrency in 2021. Uh, Man, I've heard about the taboo that girls don't poop. Speaking of poop, um, what's the Leighton bounty up to? Uh, <laughs> $80 in four seed packs now or something like that? I could easily four throw in another packs. five bucks or so. <laughs> I'll throw in another one. So that Man, I'm going to have to mail him a plant so I can get a picture of him with a plant. Okay, yeah, so, so four seed packs and eighty dollars to anyone that can prove a picture of a cannabis plant grown to harvest by Leighton Morrison. I can. You know what? I think them. I got the. Uh, no, no, no! I got it right. Hold on. Hold I'm on. gonna be photoshopping. You just wait. If it's someone Cut, in Canada paste. that can't find it, I got Dick Kendall to send to. <laughs> Here we go. So I got it slightly wrong. So the guy was born in Japan, but he was actually Korean. So Shin Sang-ok, my apologies for not speaking Korean, uh, was a South Korean filmmaker with more than 100 producer and 70 director credits to his name. His best-known films were made in the 50s and 60s, many of them collaborations with his wife, 
and I'm really going to fuck this one up, Choi Eun-hee, uh, when he was known as the Prince of South Korean Cinema. So not Japanese, but rather South Korean cinema. Uh, this makes a little bit more sense because I guess he can make the movies in the right language. Uh, he received the Gold Crown Cultural Medal, the country's top honor for an artist, if, for what it's worth. In 1978, Shin and Choi were kidnapped by North Korean leader Kim Jong-il for the purpose of producing critically acclaimed films. Literally, that's why he wanted them. He wanted them to make amazing movies, so he fucking kidnapped them. The two remained in captivity for eight years until 1986 when they escaped and sought asylum in the United States. Shin continued to produce and direct films in America, now under the pseudonym Simon Sheen, before eventually returning to South Korea for his final years, and he died at the age of 79. Is that fucking nuts? <laughs> I mean, they're like, we want a great director. Uh, is Scorsese available? Asking for a friend. <laughs> All right. Time for that for last sure you can travel to my country. That's hey, it. Yeah. Oh, one-way ticket. It's just because we're we're looking for the best return trip right now. We're trying to find him the mileage, the points. We There's make sure no the bags get tickets the right way. on the prime minister's plane. Get on. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Don't need tickets. Uh, you're welcome no anytime. Right. Tickets are for enemies. We're friends. Uh, I was w- uh, watching yesterday uh, uh, about uh, the smaller island between France and uh, England, and I was I was remembering there was some island that been uh, kept under uh, like there was something about Nor- normal the the Duke of Normandy and that have become the the King of England William uh, the Conqueror I think it was him, uh, but the the or maybe before that. Anyway, there was something about the Normandy and England, and few, a group of few islands have uh, stayed under the a- England uh, property, I would say. But the, one of them is one of the Sark, uh, Sark, because it's a small place that got like 200 uh, people, maybe, and it's still uh, under the feudal regime. And the guy pay like two euro <laughs> as a renting to uh, the to the England, and the price have not changed in four hundred fifty years. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of stuff like that. And yeah, the, that there's like crown island, estate rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. small island. It's only tractor that are allowed as a motor vehicle. So the only thing that you see is a tractor on the road or a horse That's or funny. a bicycle. It's it's really funny, man. Uh, yeah, I find I always dream about like founding my small island and my old small world that will be cool. But uh, that's when I go on Google and search those small place and go on YouTube and search how it's like. And it, it, it's a really good trip. And I was like, oh man, I was thinking about Pitcairn Island. It's a bit too far, but those small islands look cool. <laughs> a bit Do far. You some women are pretty. <laughs> oh yeah maybe yeah, yeah. Right. okay maybe pit garden then <laughs> Look, I thought they were pretty so they must be pretty look at that uh, I would like hidden. to at least be able to experience those plays for a summer right just don't catch syphilis like okay uh, <laughs> hold on I got some where's the live by where's the live by alright shout out to um, Oki Grower this one Tell me the last time you saw some shit as white as this. 
Dude, Okie Growers uh, comes in our chat. I don't know if it's the same Okie Grower, but he comes in our chat, in our chat from time to time. Yeah. Yo, look how white this shit is. Oh, yeah. Nice. Straight up. Like, that is some fire. That's crazy. Fire, fire. It's been a minute since I've seen some stuff as crystally as this. Put your hand behind you. Look how focused you There you go. Right. Fucking white. Looks great. Right? Like, fucking lit. Like, I was mad impressed. What strain is it, by the way? Or did you say already? I don't remember. Uh, I smoked a lot of weed last night. But I remember who gave it to me. That's the important part. Um, I noticed that uh, I don't want to bring up the fucking the Rona discussion, but you guys are all taking it. So, uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't say a fucking word, honestly. We, we had a big, it, just, it only goes downhill. We, we had a big event yesterday. And we had no, I was just going to say, it, it didn't uh, even have to do with that, honestly. Had to do more with the fact that, like, uh, uh, I don't know 100% for sure that I caught Rona, but at this point it seems somewhat likely to me. It could have easily corona. been a big cold or whatever. Yeah, my Sharona, my fucking Corona. Uh, dude, my, like, my tonsils are still kind of swollen. And I noticed that every once in a while I still kind of talk funny. Like I kind of, oh, I kind of t- don't say R very well. And it's basically because my fucking R. tonsils are st- so like, it's still swollen. And this is like a month and a half after I got that fucking cold. Corona is a pirate disease? Apparently. Yar! That's well, so, so the first time I got it, it wasn't too bad. The second time I got it, it, it took, it, it wasn't, it was like, as far as being tired or dealing with it, otherwise it wasn't a big deal. But the second time I got it, it fucked with my short-term memory. So, like, if I put my keys down or my lighter down somewhere, that kind of memory for a minute until I started taking mushroom supplements, cordyceps, and lion's manes again. And that seems to have fixed that for the most part. So, if you're having, you're still struggling with some of the side effects afterwards, I would say mm-hmm. take some probiotic, you know, mushroom supplements like lion's mane or cordyceps. And it'll help you kind of. I'm a big fan of uh, lion's mane, cordyceps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good for your immune sure. system, man. It's like uh, the, a lot of those mushrooms uh, compounds are kind of like the same way we talk about diversifying the the microbes in your root system of your plants. Those mushrooms and and eating leafy greens or wild harvested stuff, or if you can really get into wild crafting stuff, if you're super hippie about it, like I am, um, eating those wild plants with those wild microbes and salad greens and getting those microbes back into your gut gut biome mm-hmm. really can help you feel a lot better, a lot quicker, and help you know, fix some of those minor last lasting issues. It's going to be really interesting to see uh, uh, how medicine and cultural understanding uh, changes in the next uh, 15, 20 years, specifically with regards to both microbes, fermentation style microbes, as well as uh, fungus, both tiny fungus as well as big fungus. Because I feel like we're basically just scratching the surface at our real relationship with uh, mushrooms. Like we're, We've been eating them for a while, but even then only some cultures really give a shit about mushrooms in general. Like so like Eastern Europe and a few other places really are serious about mushrooms. Most places are like, yeah, we eat like one kind of mushroom. Uh, but how do I say this? Like we're just starting to realize that we can actually use them for our gardening, uh, for uh, uh, uh uh, road building. I mean, we're making like uh, a packaging out of mushrooms now. They make like food out of mushrooms, like a pseudo meat products. They're dyeing f- fabric with mushrooms. I mean, on and on and on. I mean, I'm, I'm scratching tiny little surface. Go ahead. This way, like I've seen Chris Trump cure a bunch of plant diseases that are supposed mm-hmm. to be not curable, you know, easily or at all. 
with KNF methodology. Like I fully believe that like just treating my body the same way uh, as far as stimulating the immune system, allowing my body to do the heavy lifting, but you know, activating those genes in a similar manner totally makes fucking sense. Like why would my body not work any differently than the, the complex immune system in a plant, right? Like maybe not in the exact same way, but certainly in the same type of concept in terms of stimulating it through non-pathogenic uh, microbiota seems like a, a really good way to make my immune system healthier the same way that we do with something like a vaccine you know, in other cases, right? Same, same concept. Um, so I don't see why that's a bad thing, you know? Uh, and not, it's been very interesting too. too. I don't mean it in that uh, way, but you get what I'm saying. No, I think I do. And it's been very interesting too, to hear about how, uh, there are more neurons evidently in your gut than there are in your brain. Uh, and, uh, I, th that's not necessarily, a full sentence yet like we don't really know or at least i don't know what the significance of that is i don't know if the neurons that are in your gut are doing like mental processing or if they're doing an emotional processing or if they're just basically sensing that your gut is doing things i don't know but it's an interesting uh, uh, feature at least to note that uh, and then uh, uh, how do i say this the, uh, there's increasing information that basically good butt and uh, good butt health good gut health is probably also translates good to good health. butt health it's slow right it's slow there for years it's you there anyway right but well, good no, gut health good. leads to uh, good, better good mental health, health for mean, example <laughs> better butt health the other well the other lineage that we descend from so we the lineage that mammals descend from uh, also has a common ancestor with the reptiles that later became sauropods. And sauropods had a pelvic brain where they literally had like a second brain in their pelvis. Uh, was it sacral brain or pelvic brain? One or the other. Because oh, they were so big. I remember that when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But that's the lineage of reptile that uh, the neck, I forget what they're called. There's an in-between one and then mammals. But that's the lineage of reptiles that we come from. Interesting. So, so just to go further back down that, that rabbit hole with the, the you know, having a, a lot more neurons in the, the ass half of the animal, we, we come from that particular lineage of reptile. So what you're trying to say is that when someone says, what, did you pull that out of your ass? You say, yes. Absolutely, out of my second brain. And it then we'll watch them <laughs> look at you in a puzzled way. I am a super big nerd. Out of my higher IQ area. Channels. <laughs> if you guys ever really want to nerd out, it's a bunch of cool YouTube channels that specifically talk about like reptile lineages and evolutionary history of reptiles and dinosaurs and all that stuff. That and airplanes and like especially old airplane technology and prototype airplanes. It's like two of my jams when I'm just like tired and need something to put on before I go to sleep or something. It's my shit. That and uh, undersea stuff. There's a couple of cool live undersea, uh, deep sea submersible channels I like to watch that are just like gas exploration ones or whatever else. They're just kind of cool to see undersea life. Oh, I bet I, I bet I follow the same one. In fact, I think you posted a link to the Nautilus, right? The Nautilus yeah. EV, you like them? Uh, so they get so excited when they see stuff. Oh, my God. Whenever they see, like, a fun squid or something, they're all like, oh, my God, it's a squid. And there's, like, a marine biologist and a – I don't remember. They have a couple of different people, basically, yep. in the little room, and they're watching the cameras. They get very excited. I'll throw that. I'll see my phone up on the TV in my room and just kind of pass out to that because it's like turn the audio off or whatever and just kind of watch the whatever the fuck it's looking uh, at and then 
drift off into sleep. It's very relaxing. Yeah, last time I have uh, took edible, that's exactly what I've watched uh, on the sea, uh, discovery and that uh, smaller. Oh, oh man, I got one better for you when you're taking when you're tripping. Hold on. Where is it? A micro universe? Yeah, because I always fall asleep anyway. So I better watch something like that that I, I don't follow a story, just something. <laughs> Man, I wish more people would take this kind of advice, not just for falling asleep, but in general too. Like uh, I've been talking to, um, well, I don't know, everybody has somebody in their, in their life probably a little bit like this. But in my case, it's my mom. She kind of obsessively listens to basically dog shit uh, uh, radio and TV. And a lot of it basically is political TV, even though she is way too old. She doesn't even vote anymore or anything else. Uh, but she watches this basically weaponized kind of anger. Uh, she's not even, again, really that interested in it. But for her, granted, she lives in a fairly remote place. She doesn't have a lot of options. But instead of, for example, watching, look at that, dust mites. You're never going to get angry watching dust mites or, what is that, King of Plankton or whatever else. And just kind of chilling out to that or oh, listening to audiobooks or whatever. Guy. Instead of that, it's like she she calls me all the time. It's like, well, okay, I guess I should say she lives overseas. But anyway, she'll, she'll call me. She's like, is it true that America's burning to the ground? I'm like, oh, you've been watching your shit again, haven't you? Uh, because basically, no, it's not true that America's burning to the ground. That's obviously fucking farcical. But basically, she was watching some, you know, version of Fox News from uh, overseas and uh, uh, developing a bunch of crazy uh, anxiety, basically, as a result of it, you know, calling me, oh, my God, my son, is he okay? I wish more people would basically, uh, uh, how to say this, and I'm not trying to tell people not to, to think one way or another, but I just, I wish people would spend more time looking for constructive outputs for their entertainment. I mean, seriously, we don't think about this enough, honestly. Like the People think about what they put in their belly, but they don't really think about what they put in their brain. And I'm literally actually thinking about now that I, now that I kind of distilled this a little bit, I should have said this earlier, I guess I would have had to realize it earlier. Uh, basically, this is for your brain diet. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you do. Um, how do I say this? You, you can eat junk food, and a lot of people used to eat junk food. A lot of people still, to this day, eat junk food if they're not careful. And then a lot of folks are, are really conscientious, especially I don't know, like if they're trying to lose weight or eat healthy or whatever else, or be healthy, they'll they'll be conscientious. Oh, I got to eat more fruit and less Twinkies or whatever. But rarely do they think, you know what, I need to watch less uh, reality TV and maybe watch more uh, microcosmos or whatever the fuck. Or, or, you know, spend more time listening to the Fumador show because obviously we're amazing in every possible way. But you know what I mean? Like instead of listening to like, um, you know, like Tucker Carlson or some shit, you know, yelling about garbage he doesn't honestly know anything about. Instead of that, go and watch something that people actually do know about. Go watch about the the new space telescope as it's being deployed. Go watch uh, uh, the freaking squirrel cams. You know, I guess it's a little bit too early for the squirrel nesting cams. But, you know, like they have maybe they have Australian bird nesting cams or something. There's all kinds of shit you can kind of just vibe out to, chill out, maybe listen to music. I've met a couple of people lately that basically don't even watch TV or movies. Pardon me. They just turn on YouTube and listen to music. It's a fucking, I mean, I'm, how do I say this? I'm just saying like, there's not everybody has to be sucked into the whole, uh, you know, I must watch TV at all costs vibe. You know, my, my mom will be, all be like, what else should I do? I'm like, literally anything else. Have another good one. The, the watering the hole in Bolivia. That's another good one. Yeah. Just right. Like desert African animals getting a drink. Yeah. yeah, that one is cool too. I, I've I've go, I've seen one that is like all the the train and the I think it's in Norway or whatever North train uh, uh, 
Uh, and it's like in the middle of the winter with the, you can see some rain there sometime running on the side of the track. And it's kind of funny to watch. Like engineering. Kind of got mustard. Mustard's really good. It is everything from nuclear powered cruise ships to uh-huh. all kinds of weird designs and different types of aircraft. And That's things. cool. And like, like history channel level, really cool breakdowns, 3D models and uh, explaining the engineering and the history of it. Uh, if you're into weird engineering stuff, definitely one of the cooler ones. There's so many. That's good a channels. great channel, but I really prefer to see your mama on OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> uh, have you heard about the Electro Boom? <laughs> yeah, I love that channel. Actually, I guess I'm way behind on him. But uh, for the longest time, the internet thought he was an idiot because he was—he's <laughs> a really good actor and he has a pretty strong accent. I want to say he's Iranian. Yeah, he's um, Iranian. Is he Iranian? And and he's very, very, and he, he plays up the accent, right? And uh, he's an electrical engineer, but he would pretend to be this complete fucking blithering idiot, basically, with, and I think that's how he got famous, basically, because he's got, like, millions of subscribers now, and he would always, like, electrocute himself, or shock, not electrocute, but shock himself, or, I don't know, there's always, basically, like, a big old zap, or a boom, or something on the show, and uh, he's always pretending to be an idiot, but, like, teaching cool electrical concepts. Dude's a trip. It's fun. If you're into World War II stuff and World War II aircraft and ships and stuff, Mark Felton probably is the best uh, YouTube channel on that. He has all kinds of cool aircraft. Yeah, deep research on his way. Yeah, really deep research content out there. Really does his homework to make sure that he has his facts straight on on his stuff. But it's like stuff that should be on like the History Channel in terms of really cool stuff that's on his stuff. But, uh, I realized I was just uh, 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 ghostishly talking over you. Uh, I'm subscribed to this guy too, and every time I see one of his videos popped up, I want to see just like a couple of days ago. I think it said there uh, one of his popped up, and I can't help it, but I think Fenton. Have you guys seen that video of the dog running and the dude is chasing him? Uh, what was the dog chasing? He was chasing like ducks or something, and the the, the guy is frantically like chasing his dog. Is Fenton? You seen it? can't forget the dogs are funny uh well cheers guys i guess I've, i'm just about done with this joint i guess it, it went out i should probably relate it well so uh eons by uh pbs they, mm-hmm. that that microcosmos is partially funded by pbs that's a good one uh, and then they also have eons which is like another one they explain different animals and different evolutionary periods it's super cool and uh pbs space time uh, PBS Space Time is fucking excellent. It gets really, really nerdy, like really, really nerdy. And it's a bit, uh, I guess uh, nerdy is a pejorative. I guess it gets really um, esoteric. He talks about, you know, quantum mechanics and black holes and stuff. And they get really freaking uh, uh, jargony, but it's a really fun uh, 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 channel to watch. He'll talk about uh, 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 the size of black holes, the, the the relative age of black holes. He talks about, uh, there's been a couple of videos about how, uh, I might be getting that wrong with Kurtzkazak, which, by the way, is another excellent channel, uh, where they talk about the eventual end of the universe being basically all black holes and so on and so forth. Interesting kind of precept. By the way, that's another wonderful channel. Kurtzkazak. Really Can we live in a black hole as a planet? Or it disintegrates itself? What's that, Evil Deadly Fart? Can a planet, like the, the planet Earth, could be in a black hole and we could still live, or it going to disintegrate itself? No. No, it gets uh, spaghettified, I guess. Right. Yeah, you get ripped apart <laughs> when you go over the the, the fucking what the, what's that edge called? Horizon. Yeah, Van Horizon. Yeah, 
fucking. Which was, by the way, a very realistic and scary uh, horror movie. Also one of the most realistic because uh, Lawrence Fishburne is the captain. And after he sees some horrible shit, he's like, all right, we're out of here. He's prevented from doing that. But uh, unlike most horror movies, when they're like, oh, we're going to enter this room, he sees some horror shit, horrible shit on a, a computer monitor. And he's like, all right, we're leaving. As they should have done. But. It's because he's seen the other movies and he's a black guy and he knows they always. Right. Die. Right. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a bad record. It's a, yeah. <laughs> you ever see, uh, what was it, Evolution or Evolve? Is it Evolve, Evolution? It's like. Nope, I've seen this movie before. I'm the black guy. I die first. I'm, the, I'm leaving. <laughs> right. With the Orlando, uh, his first name is Orlando. Yeah, he did the Seven Up commercials. Remember, is it? Remember him? The black dude. He's fucking hilarious comedian. And then his, I don't know, something happened. and He disappeared. Mm. What was his name? I can't think of it. It's kind of the bug eyes. It's a funny ass fucking movie. I can't remember his name. He's a really good comedian. At least, fuck, I can't remember now. We'll think of it. Dave Chappelle kind of has bug eyes a little uh, bit. But I'll pull it up on IMDb. In other words, I wonder sometimes if people try to pronounce those websites like that. You know? <laughs> Oh, evolve, evolution? <laughs> Maybe someone knows in chat. There it is. 2001, man, I'm way off. But uh, Orlando Jones. That's who it was. Orlando Jones. Well, cheers to you, Orlando Jones. There you go. What, oh, uh, I remember him now. Yeah. David Duchovny and Juliet Moore from Stifler. Oh, he was in, he was the, he sold uh, CDs in uh, Office Space. He was the guy, he shows up, he was this former, like, uh, I, I was addicted to crack, yeah. and he wasn't yeah. addicted to crack, he was like a software engineer, but now he's making more money selling, like, CDs door to door. This movie is fucking hilarious, by the way. They fucking kill yeah. him. Shampoo. Oh, I don't know what's that picture. He seems to be having a holy shit. Dan Aykroyd, isn't it? I don't remember him in that. Anyways. The, uh, Ned Kelly is saying, Fumi, check out the video of Australian animals visiting a, visiting a water trough during a drought. I might have seen very similar videos of that, uh, even of, uh, I haven't seen that video. I don't know if it's a, a new video going around, but I've seen them. Um, Videos of like uh, 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 even bird baths or just uh, 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 little pools of water or uh, little ponds and stuff. I've seen a few videos like this pop up on Reddit and stuff every once in a while. It's super fascinating because like in the morning, uh, the birds come and then like, I don't know, the lizards or snakes will come by and they all come at different times. Uh, and then, for example, at night, the raccoons will come and the possums will come with their little possum babies and like an owl will come and freaking fly away. And then you'll see later on, like the rats will come or the mice or whatever. It's absolutely freaking hilarious. And the coyote will come by. And so like the same little pool of water has literally like a hundred animals that will pass through it in one day. It's really stunning. If that's what you're talking about, I'm always uh, amused by that. This is the other really good channel to watch on your stone. Crime page right. doesn't. We've talked about it a bunch, but yeah, it's a great. He channel. has hundreds of hours of 
some of the most beautiful plants on the entire planet um, that he's gone off and visited in many of these faraway places. And we'll show you rare plants that only exist in a very mic microscopically small mm -hmm. population in some faraway place. And there's so much cool shit. So. He's a cool dude, too, though, because he talks about dude, not dude. stepping on the, the, what is it called? Not the regolith. Uh, I can't think of the word. Um, but not stepping on the foliage, not stepping on the mulch and stuff, basically, is what I'm getting to. Like, uh, uh, he'll have a bunch of videos that I've seen from him. Uh, he'll basically point out, oh, look at this fucking human garbage that basically people have trampled and, you know, thrown garbage all over a place. And then he'll go to another place and he'll show, hey, this is where to walk so as to not crunch the, the freaking undergrowth. And uh, how do I put this? Um, I don't know. I guess I'm babbling like a freaking fool. But yeah. I like how respectful he is of nature. You know, there's a lot of folks that will come in and famously show the, the natural world, but they're just fucking ripping it all up behind them. They don't care. It's all for TV. And he, uh, he's been on my show as a guest. I know uh, Fumi had a chance to be on a, I think it was the a show, video, show with, us, yeah. with, with him. Mm -hmm. So, He's a cool dude too that also like participates in the community. He's just a fun fucking dude. Like, and it's hilarious. It's like watching botany. Imagine David Attenborough level filming and knowledge. Like, guy knows the genus and Latin name to every single plant on the planet, basically. Just about it. He's feels like, like Al Capone's brother or something. Yeah. But yeah. Like, but my, with my cousin Vinny, who's cursing and right. Yeah. <laughs> he always put out the dirty joke through the plant. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But really, Cheers, everybody. You put on in the Cheers, background, uh, you know, pay half attention to and occasionally see something just very beautiful. Uh, there's You could do a hell of a lot worse than putting on Joey. Uh, Lars is saying, I like when he screams at wild animals. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, perhaps this is time to go. Uh, I think it is time to go, actually. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, Nico, do you have any words of wisdom? I know you uh, often don't like to be found. So, uh, did you learn something or uh, uh, final thoughts for the evening? How about you? How about it? Go for it. I learned a bit of more tolerance today. That's all I... <laughs> That's Always pretty good, good I, I guess. Always good. Right on, man. Today is going to be a sunny day, and I'm going to enjoy myself. It's a bit cold, but yeah, it's going to be a sunny day. Right on, man. Say hello to the dog. Cheers, buddy. No worries. Uh, right on, man. Have a good one. Evil Deadly Fart. Always a freaking pleasure to say your name. <laughs> freaking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, how about you, my friend? Uh, uh, you sometimes like to be found. Sometimes you do not like to be found. Which is it today? Would you prefer? Well, to I be would found? say, um, yeah, Discord will be the best uh -huh. way to find me. Uh, there's a, uh, a I post a lot of time with my headset on. So when I'm uh, having my laptop on, I try to jump on voice. Nice. Yeah, we discuss on many kind of subject, a bit like over here, maybe more on personal level sometimes, because so, we're not online. So mm -hmm. I would invite anyone to come have a chat and uh, post some good link and uh, interesting stuff we can dig on. Like uh, all the things that uh, Steve just uh, shared with us, it's stuff that I dig into uh, really, yeah, 
really interesting stuff like that. There's a lot of good people that make uh, good content on the internet. I am a bit shy to uh, build some content for now, but uh, maybe, maybe later on I will try to include a bit more of my own stuff that I do. My my main difficulty have been to film. I, I guess I would have to guess a, get a stand to film on the side of the hive or maybe have someone yeah, to help me totally film. Yeah, teach us about bees. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I could do some funny stuff because I... I'm a bit like a goof uh, beside the hive and uh, I was swearing stuff. So, yeah, maybe it could be fun for the people to laugh at me. I don't know. <laughs> I think it'd be a great fun, honestly. And I think beehive uh, uh, content is actually quite popular because like uh, uh, worms, people know that bees are really uh, influential in their gardens. Uh, I've heard quite a few times that uh, uh, simply adding a beehive to your, even if you don't harvest the honey or anything else, it's just a home for bees, uh, your garden uh, uh, will Im- increase uh, quite fruitfully. I can see that anecdotally because I have a lot of uh, neighbors that have had uh, beehives around and wouldn't you know it, there's more and more visibly, palpably more flowers. So they definitely do uh, uh, a lot of work. Yeah, they will help the pollination. Uh, the white bees and just letting the white flower alive mm. in your area. I will just try to uh, say to the people, don't don't cut every white flower you see around. It may not disturb your garden. Just leave it there because, yeah, it's, it's important for the life that is already established there. And sometimes we have a small garden of plant that is not native or organic, uh, or, uh, ornamental gar- garden. Uh, it's not always plants that are from our area. Uh, I will just encourage, there's some nursery uh, uh, that uh, sell plants from your area that you can put back some of that population in your place. It's going to help the all the small bugs and all those shit. Because uh, uh, the bees that we use uh, for honey is bees that we have import, and there's a lot of those. I mean, it's just make some some people uh, kind of uh, entrance to that subject and then we say oh you know if i put a lot of uh, hive in a place i really influence the the wasp population around and they will go elsewhere or just reduce their population because the the bees are taking a big space so it's always having having. It's true. I guess you're, you're getting to the fact that uh, uh, the bees we use basically for honey, honeybees are invasive. They're actually an invasive species. It surprises a lot of people when you think about it. Both worms and invasive are both uh, uh, composting worms and bees are honeybees are invasive species from Europe. Kind of a weird one. It's a little bit of a mind fuck. They're, to my knowledge, one of the only beneficial invasive species. Maybe other than dogs, but I guess I guess that's not really the same because we kind of keep the dogs when they become feral. I don't think we think of them in the same way. But how do I say this? Uh, we do definitely think of bees and worms as like improving the the garden above ground and below ground, right? Kind of a paradox, but they do probably shove out uh, the local bees. You know, for example, like the local worms, they probably honestly shove out local endemic creatures of some kind, and the the bees probably push out their own freaking uh, there's at least uh, 15 imported worm in our that live of in north america uh, yeah like the red wiggler i don't mm. think they are from here too so uh, yeah I just be careful so, yeah. what you wor- work with it can be beneficial but it's not from here so yeah try to establish a balance will be my word of wisdom <laughs> you know, 
Thanks, well, cheers, dude. Have a good one, man. Great to see you. Thank you. Potent, go for it. Don't forget, too, to go to regeneratorbeginningcannabis.com and take you the link to go to here. Um, it has a different date for different region conferences. Fumi and I will be out in Humboldt. Um, so we're going to be doing a bunch of fun stuff next week. Uh, and, um, yeah, if you want to come out, there's links to the rest of it. Again, regeneratorbeginningcannabis.com. Uh, yeah. Really? Find me buying with fishes. Cheers in. Uh, great podcast with uh, Mila this week. If you guys didn't know, if you're just tuning in or, and you uh, didn't know, didn't miss it, I just, just said that twice, but whatever. If you didn't realize, uh, I guess I'm being uh, uh, pedantic, that uh, Potent had a, a freaking show with Mila. It was super fun. Mila and Milus. Milos. Fuck, I'm always making messes in her name. Milus. 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 Uh, we're going to have to have them back on the show because honestly, both of them are uh, really quite fun. Amazing guest. Christophe, uh, um, uh, 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 yes, uh, that's all. It's just uh, au revoir, uh, à bientôt, uh, à tous les mots, à tous les mots de okay, au revoir, je ne sais pas, oui. Thank uh, uh, again for the show. Yeah, oh, excellent, excellent job. Cheers, buddy. Uh, my friends. Oh, A bientôt. A bientôt. Uh, voilà. The only, the only phrase that most Americans know: Big "Bon appétit." We know that, right? Christophe, bon appétit, and uh, où est le le bain? No, the bain is the bathroom. Another the freaking uh, bathtub. How do you say the... Oh, shit, I don't even know. Où est oh, le toilette? That's what it is. Où est le toilette? And uh, uh, bon appétit. Not in the same order. <laughs> what else? Où est le fromage? Uh, la vache est malade. What else? I don't even know. <laughs> the fucking cow's The only French you need to know. Qu'est-ce que fuck? Qu'est-ce que fuck? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's fuck off. Wessinger, did you learn something this evening? Man, I always learn it and burn it, man. That's it. That's the way. One of these days, we uh, will all learn something together. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging. Ned Kelly, Lars Larson, tough. Cheers, buddy. Also, I think from La Belle France, we got Irish Wanderer in the house. Cheers, buddy. I didn't say hello to you earlier. What's going on? Uh, Atomic Spoon, as always. Funny how we have a really intercontinental audience. Really, it's it's, it's quite something. Uh, cheers, guys, from literally like all sides of the freaking earth. Uh, be a trip when we have like this satellites doing stuff. It's going to be all bouncy. It's going to be fancy. Anyway, Sprainer Kruger in the house still. Cheers, buddy. Uh, who else in here? Coon Word. What's going on? Uh, uh Lars, of course, Jones and Tugra. I didn't say hello to you uh, earlier. Cheers, buddy. Uh, who else in here? Well, all of you guys. If I didn't say hello to you, I'll say hello next time. Hopefully, Frank is in the house. Cheers, buddy. <clears throat> I, I bet Pip is watching right now. Uh, a couple others as well. Richard, I bet, is watching as well, or will a little bit later. Cheers, Richard. Hope you're doing well. 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, join us uh, next time. Let's see here. What's today? Uh, we'll be doing a show on Tuesday. We may or may not be doing a, a show on Wednesday. I actually forgot to ask folks about that. So uh, I don't know. I'll presume so that you guys want to have a show. Guess, yeah. Pardon? So I guess it depends where we are. We're not going to be... I doubt we can do a live show, but I can yeah. probably figure out, especially if you guys could help me uh, sure. figure out how to give other people the right to start the show. For example, login credentials, because I might be able to start the show remotely and then, for example, just hand it off to you guys. But that would require us being in a place on the road where, uh, uh, you know, there's access to service. And and you never whatnot. know if that's yeah. the case. Yeah. Yeah. We put it at Marty's. If we make it to Marty's by dinner time. I don't think we will. I don't think it's realistic. Uh, I, I, it's going to take, to get to Marty, it's going to take about probably five hours, some of like that. And then we're, we've got like a couple stops before that. Seven so, hours. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, wait to Medford. Yeah, we'll see. And it's like, I can't remember. It's been a bit since I've been down there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I think it's optimistic to like start the show on time, but whatever, maybe we can get, uh, uh, smashed or West Engine or somebody to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh while we're at, uh, looking at, uh, I don't even know that was a stupid segue, but we're going to just back up on that sentence like a truck. Beep, 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 and start over. Ladies and gentlemen, go take a look at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. That is my other Instagram account. Uh, perhaps you did not know that I control uh, two, that sounds crazy, I control like the Baron Harkonnen, my Arrakis, my Dune. Uh, that, that's a good, uh, that'd be pretty funny, Dune, but in Texas. <laughs> Baron Harkonnen, but he's a fucking, he's a rancher out in Texas. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you heard it here first, uh, copyright uh, Fumidor. Portland Cannabis Tasting Society, uh, this is not Dune on uh, in Texas. This is rather uh, cannabis with flavors. What did I say here? Show and tell with herb flavors and friends, except we're doing it online these days. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do a photo contest over here. Basically, uh, if you guys don't know, if you're new to the thing, uh, it's all for fun. You know, it's a goofy little thing. Look at all the pretty photos there. It's fun to look at fun photos, right? We're all bored where a lot of us are stuck indoors or semi-indoors or half indoors or at least feral at this point after having a, 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 just a strange time. So it's, you know, fun to have uh, pretty cannabis photos. If you guys would like to throw down and potentially win some free seats. Throwdown over at PortlandCannabisTastingSociety.com. That's or not .com. That is actually my website. But the Instagram is Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. The way to do it, ladies and gentlemen, create a new post, just like that post right there, just like that post right there, just like that post right there. Tag me at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society so that I can see it. And then just in case, just for redundancies, please use the hashtag Fumies Photo Contest. Every once in a while, that is shadow banned. It won't pop up. If that doesn't work, use Fumi's contest, either one of those or even both. It doesn't really matter. And then I'll repost them. The votes on the repost will count towards the win. And uh, everyone uh, uh, goes, yay. Then, ladies and gentlemen, go to Fumidoro Seed Co., where you can contact me by uh, going to Contact Fumidoro on the contact page right there. You could also, while you're on the website, you can go to my actual Instagram, which is Fumidor underscore Chibador, where basically you can go and take a look at the pretty photos. Lately, I've been posting lots and lots and lots of uh, tester, basically tester and customer photos. I actually need to uh, repost a few more, but speaking of Richard over there, some beautiful Morganas, actually. Uh, this is, I think, Morgana and uh, Lime River Rose. Oh, no, this is Lime River Rose right here. Look at that. Look at the color on that Lime River Rose. Beauty. Beauty, beauty. The blush on that. Beauty. Nice and frosty. Well Fade on those leaves. Yeah, man. Well done. Well done. 
nice and frosty. I'm looking forward to what his smoke report on that is. Uh, speaking of Richard again, this is again uh, one of the girls. I want to say that it's actually the same girl. No, it might be a different one. But anyway, I know he has a couple of my uh, genetics running, as uh, as it were. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at uh, my uh, Instagram, if you would. And uh, by all means, follow me. Then, uh, for what it's worth, if you're done following people on Instagram, uh, uh, because uh, maybe you're sick of social media or something, go back to fumidoro.com, ladies and gentlemen. That's my website. I put it together. If you see it on the website, pretty much I put it there. I built the website. I took the photos. I grew the plants. You name it. I put it together. So if you very much like artisanal seed breeding, uh, perhaps consider me, uh, because uh, I don't think it gets too much more artisanal than me. I put the packages together. I do the printing. Well, actually, I send the printing off, but I do the design work, everything, basically. Everything you see, pretty much, I have done on this website. Not even pretty much. Everything you see, I've done. Uh, Join the Fumidora Discord right here. The link is right there, ladies and gentlemen. Click it, and uh, thou shalt go to the Discord. We have lots of fun over there. Smash is over there. Evil Deadly Farts over there. Uh, Potent is in there uh, posting memes. They're like a freaking, uh, uh, like a pirate. Constantly just pirating. Not even pirating. That that didn't make any sense at all. It was supposed to be funny, but uh, well, whatever. Yar, we're just going to go with that. That's it. Exactly. Thank you, Wes, the clutch. Uh, But anyway, he's posting memes. He's posting videos. We're posting uh, all kinds of stuff. We're having lots of fun over at the Discord. Why don't you guys join us? Questions, comments, concerns, funny jokes, Fumidor at chronictable.com. Ladies and gentlemen, subscribe, if you will, right there, the link for Fumidor and the Flavors on YouTube. Perhaps you didn't know that this was an actual YouTube channel. If you didn't, if you're listening or whatever else, go subscribe right there. The link is right there. If, ladies and gentlemen, you would like some genetic preservation kits, sometimes they're called beans or seeds or akines. You never know what someone might call them, depending on your local legality. Uh, but uh, whatever name they go by, ladies and gentlemen, here's a couple of package deals right at the top here. Uh, the, I don't know, I was going to say that, yeah, see, I'm, I'm just failing the jokes even before they come out. Well, you know what? Better they don't come out stupid than they came out stupid and you all laugh. Well, actually, that doesn't work that way. All right. This is I See a Witch, Morgana, and her two friends. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a pack of Morgana and two packs of something else. Perhaps you'd like a special deal and you'd like to get uh, not just all Morgana. And it's it's pissing me off. Like, if you, you guys don't even know the whole year that I've had and this photo right here. And I noticed after like a year, what do you see there? That's a fucking spider mite right there. That right there is a spider mite. You don't see it. I can't. There it is. You see? Right there. Right there. Little fucking bastard. I remember laughing at my friend Cannabis, not at, but, you know, like with my friend Cannabisian because he was saying, oh, spider mites there, they're worse. Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, sure they are. Now I know. Man, now as far as I'm concerned, whatever you got at the time is the worst. That's actually fair. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Because it's like, fuck this shit. I'm done. Pretty much. Yeah, 100%. I get it. Fire, fire. <laughs> there it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, these witches three. If you want three packs of Morgana, do a little fetal hunt. Uh, I would really recommend it. Honestly, I think Morgana is uh, plenty interesting enough, plenty stable, plenty interesting, good variety, but a stable variety. You'll potentially find some uh, uh, really. Uh, I think excellent uh, sour cherry uh, phenotypes. You'll find some uh, uh, some dead ass sweet phenotypes. A lot of wine, a lot of uh, berries and wine. You name it. And if you're really really lucky, you'll find this one that has this overlay of gardenia that is like just some elegance in a bottle. You just uh, if you find that one, you'll know what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at the West Engine Swindle bundle. This, on the other hand, if you don't want any Morgana at all, this comes from no Morgana man. 
That's just it. like me. No That's more it, That's it. Yeah, You'll get some one of these days. You'll get some. I, I misplaced my seeds, and it's like a joke now to be your Morgana is not to be had with the West Indies But you get 25% off. That's the best deal. <laughs> That's it. Ladies and gentlemen. Also to be used in co- with other promotional codes like these nuts. Like mm-hmm. Ermagerd. Yes, we also yeah. have these nuts, actually. I don't remember what these nuts was. Act- it might have been only 12%. 14, 15. But 14, 15. 15, 15. But I think it 15. works. I think these nuts works. Yeah, these I'm pretty sure it works. nuts will work on uh, top of that. Potent had a really so filthy pretty, one. Pretty I don't free. remember what it was. I don't exactly. They're basically free at that point. Team uh, wagon or something like that. I'm yeah. basically paying you. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm basically paying you. We need you. to do a different. What you need to do is a different phrase from Urban Dictionary, and, <laughs> and then a different amount, and not tell anybody how much the percentage is off, and they have to keep putting in different Urban Dictionary things. We should actually do that. And now that you mentioned that, I've been forgetting to do that. We've been totally like, I've been totally slacking on doing like the master coupon guess code. Like we were supposed to do one where like if someone guesses the magic coupon code, they get like 75% off or something or 80% off or some crazy amount. I need to do that, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe when we get back from uh, the Regen Conference, take a look, ladies and gentlemen, if you want an individual pack, you're like, man, I don't need that many seeds. I don't want to be that happy in life. I don't want to have all of my freaking uh, uh, Akeen problems solved. I only want to have some of my Akeen problems solved. All right, I got you, buddy. Get a five-pack or a ten-pack. That was a weird way to introduce this. That was like reverse psychology, but it's still not working. I keep trying it, but it still doesn't work. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to try some delightful Morgana, take a look right here. Take a look at the very berry. Take a look at the, uh, I'm pretty sure this is my favorite one with the freaking gardenia. Take a look at, this is a tester. I believe he said this was very quite sweet candy cherry. Uh, let's see here. That's my, that's my, that's the, that's the one. That's the gardenia one. Oh my freaking God. Smoky cherry right there. My goodness. Uh, cherry. Yeah, this was cherry wine, basically. That was a cherry wine. I haven't had that one for a long time, though, so actually I'm starting to forget. Uh, This one was, I think, probably the closest to the one that I was just talking about, that kind of floral elegance, whatever. The dude and his wife smoked it, and they were like, oh, my fucking God, my my wife told me how elegant this shit is. Don't blame her, because the mom right here, Cuvée 2, oh, my fucking God. Elegance, elegance, elegance. Looks beautiful. Greasiest shitballs. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Would you look at that one little nana right there? Just staring at you. Hello. Yay. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, take a look at uh, Morgana. Take a look at uh, what's the last one for the evening. This is the last one for the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at Black Prince Ruby. Thou shalt seeth more from Black Prince Ruby uh, in the near future. I hope, I hope, I hope. Uh, but in the meantime, if you guys would like to take a look at the original Black Prince Ruby, the one and only, this one right here, basically Ruby Jack F2, strawberries and a half, color. Beautiful, beautiful color, beautiful, sweet, greasy plants. Take a look, ladies and gentlemen. Plants that non-weed people will recognize as having smelled like strawberry. So that's when you know you're not just making it up. Uh, lots of really nice high sugary plants. It's some cannabis leaf cutation. There's another one right there, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look. Use the coupon code ERMAGERD uh, or uh, what else? These nuts. Uh, for some percentage off. I don't remember what. Birkenstock for 14% off. Along with the West Indians was special. I mean, come on. It's practically free. It's pretty much giving it away. That's it. That's it. I'm basically paying them. 
Yeah. Johnny, just in time. Basically, hello and goodbye. What's going on, dude? Have a rip. <coughs> good morning. Cheers, buddy. Catch you guys again on the uh, on the tail end. I don't even know if I have enough for one bowl. I don't think I have one bowl. Like, ready? Wow. I think I'll have to join you in spirit. I, I, could, I could roll one, but I don't know. I think yeah, we might just have to say up. good evening. What's that? My boy woke up, needed uh, needed to be put on daddy's shoulder, put put back to sleep. Got a uh, two-year-old. It happens, man. There it is, and now you're awake, and you're like, what am I going to do? Right? Yeah, see if, he, see if these guys are still up. That's it. Dude, we used to do these crazy long shows. I don't know how I did it. Like, we'd be up until, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, the Australian dudes would stop by. The New Zealanders would stop by. South Africans would stop by. I have no idea. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It was great fun, man. I miss Candy and all those dudes. Because I guess it's super early. Uh, a lot of times when we hop on here. I mean, some of them, Atomic and so on, are listening right now. But I guess they're just, uh, how do I say that? They're committed. They're basically uh, kind of like us. Honestly, we should probably all be committed. <laughs> like for our cannabis needs like like into an asylum one big cannabis asylum can you imagine if we were committed together to a cannabis asylum how good our weed would be that'd be a hell of a party right it would be an amazing it'd be like oh we're gonna throw them i had fun in rehab i don't know about y'all but i had fun in rehab that's what smash says smash is always uh hinting to us that uh he did it professionally and so on he has interesting stories we'll have to get to him again have you heard that? You're, you're, you're not looking with, uh, like, uh, you're like, oh, I remember that. So Smash basically used to tell these stories about how he used to, like, for, like, two years of his life, I want to say, or maybe three, was, like, a professional rehab guy from one place to another. People paid him to go to rehab. It was interesting. He never really got to finish the whole story, but, yeah. Okay. Interesting. All of us have these interesting paths in life. Anyway. 943 yeah. here. Irish Wanderer says, been here since yesterday. Cheers, dude. That's committed right there. Like I said, we should all be committed. Well, dude, the mind is willing, but the body is spongy and bruised. I got to be honest. I think we're going to have to leave you, my friend. Uh, almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think we're going to have to leave later. Uh, catch us. Uh, well, I guess it's not going to be released. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see what we can release ahead of time. But uh, Poet and I are going to be working on some super fun stuff next week. Uh, starting like next Wednesday, uh, we're going to meet meeting with some cool folks. Uh, actually, to this day, if, if you're you know down in the Garberville area, uh, if you guys uh, have a you know cool farm or whatever, there's a possibility maybe afterwards or beforehand, maybe we'll have a little bit of extra time. You know, let us know. Perhaps we'll have a little bit of time to go take a look. Uh, obviously, no promises of any kind. But... Uh, uh, if you're going to the Regen Conference, if you're thinking about going to the Regen Conference, it's a good uh, opportunity maybe to to push your uh, decision over to the other side. I think they still have tickets. Uh, come say hello. Maybe uh, 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 have a little interview with us or something. It might be fun. But anyway, I think we're going to have a freaking fun trip. I think it's going to be a fun uh, uh, conference. So we'll see how that goes. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks very much for hanging. Christoph, uh, Johnny, cheers, buddy. I hope you uh, get to sleep or I hope you get some rest or, or if, if, if it's just the day for you, I hope you have a great day. Uh, either way, Evil Deadly Fart, Potent Politics, always a pleasure, my friend. Wes Engine, cheers, buddy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks very much for hanging. Low Cut, I think I missed you earlier. Red Bear Farms, cheers, buddy. Uh, who else? Uh, I think that's it. I think I got the rest of you guys. Cheers, my friends. Uh, Lincoln Stinkin', cheers, yo. He's saying cheers. 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, be kind, be decent, be gentle. Do not be fucking pricks. Like, seriously. I've seen like five pricks in just the last couple of days. I was like, man, that guy's a prick. Actually, it wasn't all guys either. Chicks could be pricks too. Isn't that weird? Chicks with pricks or chicks that are pricks or something. I don't know. Something. But however it works, chicks can be pricks. It's 100% true. Don't be a prick, ladies and gentlemen. You see? That's it. It's just, I mean, nobody likes it. Nobody likes the pricks, man. Come on. Nobody. And maybe other pricks. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it is. Just you, please, don't be a prick. For me, ask uh, Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, be kind, rewind. Until we meet again, Space Aliens on Simon Cast. Can't even talk. See you. Fucking tosses. We love eyes from across the room. Whatever. And I feel